to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Everybody, it is the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! It's Monday night, July 11th, 6:01 p.m. Pacific, and we're stoked to have everybody here. Pumped to uh, welcome you to show number 261 of these. That's right, 261 Pulp Mech shows, and uh, pumped to have you guys with us along the whole way. If you're listening on the archives, hello. If you're listening live, hello. 702-586-7857. You can call anytime and uh, leave a message and uh, or call in and ask a question, whatever you want to do. Works either way. Thanks to BTOsports.com. Thanks to Fly Racing and Fab Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy Wheels, Works Connection, Great guys from there. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5, brand new tire. Atlas neck brace, the only neck brace you're going to want to use. FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, 2 Under. Best men's underwear out there, folks. Got the patented Joey Pouch. Joey Pouch. And uh, Nitro Circus. Uh, NitroCircus.com coming uh, to a city near you. And, of course, the Nitro Circus World Games are are coming right up. So, Looking forward to having everybody join us tonight. we got a great show, I think, anyways. Eli Tomac's coming on. 1-1 at Southwick. Man, that was good. That was impressive. Eli Tomac will be on. Uh, Keith Johnson, the uh, New England rider. Keith Johnson, a big part of Southwick coming back. We're going to have KJ on. Maybe he'll talk about Treadwell and Scotty Cotton and Pat Botton. And uh, looking forward to having those guys, uh, Keith, KJ, on to talk about Southwick. What was involved in getting the track up to shape. Uh, how it went, and everything else. And also, uh, Benny Bloss, the BTO Sports KTM rider, Benny Bloss. Holy shitballs, he was good this weekend. He's got 11, 10, uh, 11, 10, 8, 6, the last four motos. He is creeping up into the top 10 in points. And uh guy needs a ride, so uh, we'll talk to Benny about what's going on with him. And uh, looking forward to... Um, seeing what's up. And uh, we got the BTOsports.com tweeted Travis segment. That's our producer, Travis Marks. We have the NFAB JGR check-in and the NFAB JGR question of the day. X-Brand Goggle Taros. We have the Gear Ally cold call. We have yet to decide who we're going to cold call, but somebody out there will be getting a cold call from us. Uh, also, the uh, Race Tech emails, Race Tech suspension. Uh, sponsor deals on PulpMXShow.com. Go there. That's where you get all the codes. That's where you get all the information. And, uh, yeah, we, you go there and uh, support the guys that support us, and we support them, and they support us, and you support us, and we support everybody. So support, support. And uh, thanks, uh, thanks again to everybody for listening. Appreciate it. With me in studio, taking your calls, producing the show, holding it down over there, building the Pulp MX app as we speak. Travis Marks. As we speak. What's up, Trav? What's going on? How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. I wasn't expecting you to introduce me first. Oh, we're switching up this week. Yeah, caught me a little off guard. Our, our, our in studio co, our in studio uh, guest host. He needs his own time, his own introduction. Yeah, this man, Loretta Lynn's champion, former mechanic, former tire changer, husband of the a bajillion time WMX champion Jessica Patterson. He is back in the studio for his third time. The great Eddie Ray. 
Come on. This is the fourth time. Got to get it together. Are you counting your Racer X podcast? Because that doesn't count. No. No, that's all of them. There's four. Vegas? The first one ever. That was, I flew you, yes, that was earlier this year. Anaheim, Vegas, now. The fourth time. Eddie Ray, everybody. Welcome. Hey, it's I nice know. nice to have you here. I know we can cold Arena call. cross champion also. Yeah. Yes. Cold call. Pizza Hut. Okay, we can. Are you hungry? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. We were talking about it a minute ago, but hey. Okay, we're back uh, on the show. Yeah, uh, it's awesome to be back. I'm pumped. Uh, Tomac, Keith Johnson, or Benny Bloss? Who are you looking forward to talking to? Come on. Benny Bloss. Benny Blossom. That's your guy. That's my guy. You, he doesn't even know me. But you were on He his, doesn't even know you me. You were on his jock early. Hey. I was. I'm. I'm driving that bandwagon. You are. I'm the guy. If it's a train, I'm. I'm. I'm the conductor. And uh-huh. he doesn't even know me. I told you he said five words to me in my whole life, and it was, "Do you like the mud?" <laughs> that was it. Were you nervous? There Just fun? no. Yeah. We. I was randomly standing there, and he's like, looks at me underneath the BTO tent. Hey, you like the mud? <laughs> and I didn't even answer. <laughs> I was more in shock. Um, but his mom, we're like this. Today is a special day, July 11th. It's my wife's birthday. Pookie. Oh, it is. Pookie's it's birthday. Pookie's birthday. Happy this show birthday. is dedicated to Pookie. It is. It's dedicated to Pookie. She picks all the songs tonight. My lovely wife, who, when I said, she said, hey, my birthday's on a Monday. And I said, yeah, Eddie Ray's coming for the show. She said, oh, okay. And then I jumped out of a cake naked. <laughs> she she wasn't upset that we were having a show on her birthday. She was okay with that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she, she loves the show. Look, she don't look bad for a 26-year-old. Not bad at all. No, she Let me tell great. you. Yeah, nice piece of ass mm, on that well. thing. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So congrats. We're going to get Pookie up here for the X-Brown goggles. Also, I told her in Italy, hey, bro, we're at the MXGP. I want you to come on the show and talk about the GP and what you thought about it and, you know, your experience there. Um, and then uh, Parabinos was in last week, and I didn't invite her up here to talk about the GP at all. So she's going to come back in, talk about the GP, talk about her song choice, talk about her birthday, and also uh, uh, talk about uh, the X-Brown Goggle Terrace. So. Yeah, Pookie, come way. up here! Pookie Mathis. And um, also, too, uh, the Supercross World, Motocross World, Irv Braun passed away today. Yeah, it's a sad day. Announcer for Supercross for uh, 20 years. I don't even know. Forever. A long time. I can remember being a little kid. A long time. Hey, I was doing, when I was riding 60s, you know, like Gold Cups, Winter Ams, Loretta's, mm-hmm. Vegas. It didn't matter what, you know, what race we were at. Irv was always the uh, the voice. And then, of course, it seemed like he kind of then just started to do Supercross. And uh, I know we all grief him a little bit, and, you know, he, he makes some – I mean, it's entertainment. But at the same time, he, he wasn't – you know, he was uh, – you know, I, would, I mean, hard, I don't want to say an important, but, I mean, he was a part of our sport. Yeah, I know. And, uh, it's, it's sad you to can, see. Yeah, it's always Look, sad to I, see somebody I, go. Uh, I poked fun at her quite a bit. He, he made a lot of mistakes in his job, and I pointed them out. But having said that, it's a really sad situation. I feel bad for his family. And, you know, no, he's way too young to, uh, to pass on. And anybody who – tweets me and says, you know, dick things about me, you know, Irv passing on and me being happy about it, I'm going to block you. I so, don't think anybody, I don't think anybody Oh, I got really a couple wanted, of them already. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah, I did. Block them. I did. Block them. Um, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, so uh, RIP Irv Braun, uh, Supercross Series announcer. And again, like I said, uh, um, I never ever would wish Ill, Ill harm on anybody, but yeah, I did, uh, I did uh, poke fun of Irv a time or two or a dozen. Um, 
Uh, Amazon. Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. Uh, uh, Go there if you're going to make an Amazon purchase. Uh, Jessica Patterson does, and uh, we get a little slice of that. So I appreciate that. Uh, Patreon also, too. Uh, if you want to go there, you can go to Patreon and uh, help us out a little bit there. And also the Pulpmex app, don't buy it right now, people. Do not buy it. The new one's coming out. And unfortunately, we're going to have to charge for it again. I know. Some people say it's a dick move. But there's going to be extra stuff on there. How much? Uh, I don't know. We didn't really think about that. Yeah. It won't be more than two bucks. Either a buck or two. Yeah. Two bucks. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, for. Listen, Michelin introducing a brand new tire, Michelin Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, uh, no matter the conditions or terrain. Uh, four versions, hard, medium, soft, or sand. Michelin Starcross 5, completely redesigned casing, more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet flexible sidewall. And uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com for more info, 21 sizes. Whatever you thought of Michelin tires before, did you ever use Michelin's? I did. Back in the day? Yeah, I did. You should try the new Starcross 5. It's fantastic. If you buy a set of Starcross 5s, you get a free pair of X-Brand goggles. X-Brand goggles are a choice of champions everywhere. Uh, all you have to do is go to under, under sponsor deals. Uh, there's a whole thing on what to do. You've got to email us your receipt, and um, we will uh, get, to get you a pair of X-Brand goggles um, for buying a set of Michelin Starcross 5s. It's that easy, folks. Ending July 31st, so figure it out. Get on it, bro. Get on it. Um, all right, uh, Southwick, Eddie. So, Tomac wins. He goes 1-1, and that was phenomenal rides. Um, I was impressed. He caught and passed uh, Kenny Rocks in both motos. Uh, he even fell in the second moto for a little bit. Got up, still passed. And um, do you think, Eddie, that this starts anything? Does this start a Tomac revolution? Uh... Hey, we'll know after this weekend. Oh, thanks. We'll know after this weekend. <laughs> it's hey, I, I can almost compare it to where Dungey was winning Supercross after Supercross. I think Ken just got sick of it, and look how he picked it up. And now could Tomac be doing? It? In other words, he's sick of getting second, and he's just home. I mean, he's got something to shoot for. So I mean. He was damn impressive at Southwick. He was amazing. <laughs> that that what he was doing. I mean, the corner speed. Don't you think? It, it, I noticed, at least to me, he was going way more outsides than Kenny, and going Mach five around said outsides. Yeah, listen, it, it wouldn't <laughs> matter. It wouldn't matter where he was going. Wherever he went was impressive all over the place. I mean, he was going so fast. It, it was uh, yeah. it was just impressive to watch. You know what I mean? Like the aggression behind Ken was just amazing. Uh, Kenny was closer in the second moto, so that's good for him. He didn't get quite beat down like he did in the first one. In the second moto, they were over a minute ten ahead of Barsha in third place. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, they were killing it. They um, were they were tearing that truck apart. And in the two fifties, Cooper Webb, bro, Cooper Webb, three in a row, that's extended his points lead. I he, thought Amar was your guy. No, I mean, listen. Amar was your guy. No, Jeremy. Like, I, I listen, I'm friends with Jeremy and Alex and Cooper. Yeah. I've always told you. Remember during Supercross when I was like, oh, how do you feel about Cooper saying all that? I've always been a Cooper fan just because uh, he speaks his mind. Yeah. I like a guy who causes a little drama yeah. and he backs it up. He does. But uh, yeah. Alex Martin, Jeremy Martin, they're both good friends of mine. And, um, you know, and what they go, one. Three. One four and uh, a Alex Martin. You have the results in front of you. Alex Martin uh, did whatever off of his results. Um, he got bad starts. Came from the back. Both motos. One two three five. Oh, no, wait. overall. One two four five. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, the Webb's won three in a row, and he's been impressive. He's been, you know, when I didn't think he was even racing, that wrist injury was pretty serious. In talking to some people around Cooper, they're like, yeah, we're going to manage it. You know, struggle in first, take the week off, get stronger, come back, really start pushing on in midseason. And God damn it, Eddie, that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what's happened. For, I mean, for, for Team Webb's theory is working out. And it, it's like they, they put a plan together. And they stick to the plan. Um, after Vegas, when I was here last, remember me and Seth drove home together. Yeah. And everybody, you know, of course, after being lied to by multiple riders saying, we'll be at the National. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. you got to assume Cooper just barely finished a Supercross. Right. One he was lost. Just, yeah, yeah. He, he almost lost that title. Almost yeah, lost yeah. the title. Yeah. And he's saying, I'm there. So, of course, when we're driving home, I say to Seth, you know, you, you, know, is, you think he's really going to race? And Seth, Seth told me straight up, he said, listen, he wants to win this title. Yeah. And it's the we're going ta- yeah. hey, to take it week by week, come the middle of the series. That's when we plan on being into the, the wrist to be fine, in the shape. And look how it's just fall. And now he's just on a roll. Yeah. Like, it's pretty much, you can almost say it's over for everybody else, you know? Honestly, I don't see him losing this points lead. I, mean, I he, don't either. He may get beat this weekend, home of Jeremy Martin and Alex Martin at Spring Creek. He may get third this weekend or whatever, but I don't see him losing the points lead. No. You know? Uh, I don't – no. I, I, I don't see him losing the points lead. If anything, just keep extending it. Yeah. Uh, talk about extension and more is uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. What's up, JT? What's happening? You're out east somewhere. Who knew? I'm in uh, Columbus, Ohio, yeah. Columbus. I am. Home of the Blue Jackets. Not, not Christopher Columbus. But something like that. Unfortunately for you, the Blue Jackets are not playing. Their season's over. But I'm sure you'd be I there. I feel like that's more fortunate than unfortunate. <laughs> uh, hey, Eddie Ray's in studio. The great Eddie Ray, of course. You guys yeah. uh, go that's back. My personal bodyguard right there. You guys probably go back uh, <laughs> 20 years? A long uh, time. More than that, even? Uh, back when he was uh, running the seven. Than that, yeah. Back when he was running the seven. 25-ish. 25 years long of time. Eddie Ray in your life, JT. Yeah. <laughs> I knew him back when he ran the big number did you seven. Know, did you know Forrest Most before people aren't that lucky, dude. What's that? Most people aren't that lucky. Uh, did you know Forrest Butler before JT? I've known I? Forrest since I was probably yeah. three years old. Okay, so. Uh, we lived in the yeah, We okay, just yeah. lived down the street uh, from I, each other. Yeah, I didn't know if JT had come around then or not. JT kind of uh, came into when Forrest and then moved to Gainesville and then just became more of a permanent right. fixture in their whole thing and then. Oh. Um. JT, uh, so Southwick uh, has come and gone. It was a, I think it was a good success. Um, first of all, do you think how this? How would you know? How would you know? Uh, well, I'm going to ask Keith Johnson here in a little bit what he thought. All right. Um, Fair enough. Do you think this starts something for Tomac? Does this? Does he at least start winning motos? Uh, you know what? I wrote about this today, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm as interested. As, I'm as interested as anyone because I think. Both of them are going to be trying to establish kind of dominance on a, a very, you know, um, animalistic level where, but you know, Eli finally won, and Kenny probably wasn't that thrilled with Eli winning. So both of them are going to go into the weekend like, hey, I'm still the top guy. And, you know, Eli had to gain some confidence from that. Like, there's no doubt that he didn't. And Kenny... Kenny has been the guy all season long. So both of them are going to go into the weekend like, hey, this is my series. I'm the guy, whatever. So just like you guys, you asked, you're posing the question. I'm interested to see because I think Kenny, 
he has a 47-point lead, so he's got this thing well in hand. But EY has some momentum. You know, there's no doubt about that. So to answer your question, I don't know. That That's the coolest thing is that how I ended my column today is that's the coolest thing about going into this weekend is we really don't know. We really don't know where we stand. You know, Kenny has a history of having a midseason slump and struggling uh, at this part of the season specifically. And if he's going to do that again, right, he's going to regain that confidence and regain that form that he's shown all season long and kind of, you know, squash Eli and uh, that, that momentum he gained on the weekend. And, and is he going to be kind of the status quo? If, so they we'll get out, if they get out of Millville 1-2 in whatever order, it is going to be on. Like, both guys are going to be like, no, no, no. And that'll be, like you said, JT, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be yeah, real interesting. Yeah, it's a battle of will. Right. You know, I, I think the margin of difference between the two right now is it's the, the smallest event. You know, and I think both of them are looking at each other in the same the same way. Is that hey, I'm better than you right now, and I don't think that's been that way all year. I think uh, I think Kenny's at the upper hand, and uh, that that you know, mm-hmm. um, just and the way not, who's if, better than who. So, if I'm not mistaken, last time Eli, Eli raced. Millville, I think he went 1-1 on Geico 450. Not last year, but the year before. Didn't he come back in the middle of the season from being hurt or shoulder or something like that? Would he put 1-1 against Bungie at Millville? I, don't, I can't possibly see that happen. I don't, maybe, I, but I, that would be tough. I, think, I just thought that he, uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, hold on. I'm looking. Um yeah, it should be it should be uh uh Eli Tomac one one, Ryan Dungey three two. Wow. Wow. At, that's in uh, in two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Good good pull, Eddie. Good pull. Just, so yeah. so it's Tomax yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I can assure you though that uh Kenny's just just the way his mind works and, and you know, we're completely analyzing, you know, but I know that Kenny's going into this weekend like, no, no, like, hey, chill out, everybody. Like, I have right. problems, yeah. you know, and, and he's been cool about it somewhat. Like, his comments today in the media were a little bit better about the sports. He wasn't blaming anything. But I know he's going to want to kind of, like, right the ship a little bit and, and make everyone understand, like, hey, this is where we're at. This is why I've won every photo, yeah. rightfully, you know, other than the fork issue. Uh, so I think there's a huge clash going to go on because I think Eli is finally like, hey, man, I'm back. You know, it's, it's the, time to uh, maybe this title's over, but I need to win the race here and, and and legitimize why I'm getting paid when I'm getting paid. So it's it's going to be interesting. I think maybe the interesting, most interesting week, you know, weekend of the year, other than maybe Hanktown. The people, some people had some raised eyebrows when Kenny said, uh, "I'm the only guy on Air Forks," and they didn't work that good. We know they change temperature as the race goes on, and they get worse and worse. But then, like you said, JT in his post race stuff, he's a little better about that. Um, you know, sometimes you, when they right get off the track, that that's the worst time to interview them. You know, um, but that's the way it goes. So these guys got to yeah, work together I, a little bit. But so much emotion, so much emotion involved, and I know I was uh, as guilty or worse than than anyone I've been around as far as you say things you don't mean and you right. act irrationally. You know, you, there's just not a lot of logic that are that's applied to those moments because that's yeah. just that's just competitiveness and sport at it. Yeah, you know, at, at its rawest form, right there. So um, even in his comments today, he he pulled back a lot from where he was on Saturday, right after the moto. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think he'll be in a much better place and much calmer, and realize he's got 47 points. And um, but besides all that, man, I, seriously, I I really really think that we're in for a showdown this weekend between those two because 
it seems like Eli well, has a start figured out. You know, maybe he's not the best starter, but he's been top five or so. And it really lays up for these two to go head-to-head all more along. Well, and also, too, the 250s. This is going to be another showdown. Cooper Webb's on a roll, three in a row. This is Jay, Jeremy and Alex's track. You know, last year, Jeremy had a clutch issue or clutch bolt fallout or something. And, you know, went went three or one three on the day. So this is going to be a big battle, Eddie, in the 250 class this weekend. For sure. You're going to have someone like Cooper wanting to keep the ball rolling. Yeah. And then you're going to have guys like Alex and Jeremy who are like, now I think Alex believes he's a contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I yeah. thought he'd be happy just to podium. Right. I think there's going to be a battle between those two of who's, who's, well, the, who's the number one son. <laughs> Alex has been riding better than Jeremy most of the year. But Jeremy has three moto wins, so yeah. there is that. But I think Alex has been consistently better. But maybe and, J-Mart's turning it around a little bit. And we've seen Alex go by Jeremy and kind of just drop him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean quick. Go by him. And Alex is looking very Jeremy-esque last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, He's had flashes of that. If, if Cooper loses like only five points this weekend, that's a win. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but then again, J-Mart knowing... wins the moto this weekend. What's that? Let's put that out there. I think J-Mart wins the moto this weekend. I might have said no until he won the first moto at Southwick and kind of broke this crappy streak he's been on of not great riding. But now, uh, now I'll go. Cooper was all over him at the end of that moto, but I, I still think J-Mart wins the moto this weekend. And do you have a guy like Cooper who's like... I'm going to show you at your own track. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? This, oh, could be, hey, this could be great. It could be better than the 450. That's what I mean. 450 yeah. is going to be great. <laughs> and then now we got these 250 guys that are like – because, Eddie, like you said, you know the Martins and you know Webb. There's not a lot of love there. They're, they're not mortal enemies. They're not, they don't want to kill each other, but they're not bros. Yeah, they're not – for surely they're not bros, but at the same time, sometimes I think they blow it a little out of how – how angry they are at each other, but I think at the point, like, Cooper's got that, just got that attitude about him, like, oh, they're tracked, they think they're going to win? Let me show you. Right, you know? right. And, hey, really, what's he, you know, Cooper Cooper don't lay down for anybody, but I don't think Jeremy and Alex are going to, they're not going to lay down either. Yeah, should, should well, be. You know, you know what I, I draw a comparison to is, uh, and some people may not remember, but there used to be a huge rivalry between Ryan Villapoto and Ryan Dungey on their home races. And they both used to win each other's home race every time. Filipoto would go and win Millville, and Dungey would go and win Washougal. Mm-hmm. And you know that both of them went into that weekend being like, hey, I'm going to steal this guy's home race. So I think there's a bit of that same dynamic going on. And, and Cooper doesn't really have a home race per se. I guess Muddy Creek, if you had to pin one down. But you know, you just know Cooper's personality. He's going in there like, ha, 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 watch this. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. that, that's Guaranteed, that's how he's thinking about it. And I don't blame him. I would be the same way. Okay, Eddie, uh, Barsha on Muscan or Purcell on Bogle? What was the worst move? Who should be – Bogle tweeted, how do you say douche or thanks douche in French after the race? And I'm sure Marvin wasn't too pumped on, on Barsha. Uh, I would say um, Bogle's looked worse. Yeah. Bogle's looked worse because he wasn't expecting it. Marvin's was more a little bit like – he pulled that, like, slow down, peek over your shoulder. Barsha squared it up, and you got to expect that. You mm-hmm. know, if you mess with Barsha, you better expect some sort of repercussion. You know what I mean? So I think Marvin's was more uh, 
more like um, deserved, like for him to get what he got, you know. But I thought Bogle was Bogle was caught off guard. He yeah, just hit the no, pow. Yeah. The front the front <laughs> wheel was taken out from underneath him. Yeah, Dude, he squared it up and didn't even know that was coming. Right. What do you think, JT? You agree? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and obviously Bogle, and just in the way that that it all played out, Bogle's front wheel was kind of taken out in a really high speed section where you know Marvin was super low speed. I don't want to say Marvin should have expected it, but when you're dealing with Barsha, you kind of have to expect anything. I think Bogle had definitely more right to be upset, and it was a way, way, way higher chance of being injured in that section. And especially when you're that, you know, you're at the front. Yeah, and it's the first lap. He could have got ran over by, you know. Yeah, right. Anytime you aim somebody's front wheel in a high-speed section, there's, there's a right. Angry. But Porcel is not that type of guy, so maybe he's not. He's yeah, not. No, right. but at the same time, you have to be careful. Anytime you're near someone's front wheel in a high speed section, you have to you have to exercise caution because trust me, these guys know better than anyone how susceptible you are. You know, and yeah. and maybe Purcell just let you know. Maybe he slid. Maybe he got out of his line. Maybe whoever you know, whatever the situation was, but. These guys are more aware of, of the situation than even we are watching. So mm-hmm. it would be interesting to be inside Purcell's mind and, and walk through that situation and know exactly what happened. <laughs> um, but from the outside, it was definitely a little bit sketchier than it should have been. I did love Bogle's tweet. That's awesome. I that's that's Weston Pike. That's a Pike-ish tweet right there. So, um, And I interviewed Pike for the JGR, uh, NFAB JGR check-in, and he had some interesting things to say about Barsha. <laughs> so, yeah. Pike had some interesting things did you see, to say. Did you see Barsha go after Pike, though? No. Oh, yeah. Barsha put it on Pike, like, pretty aggressively, too. Oh, yeah. Pike's – wait, in the, in, was it on TV? I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I didn't see oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, Barsha's, uh, Barsha's pass on Pike was extremely aggressive. Well, Pike kind of mentions it in our little interview that plays later today, yeah, played yeah. later tonight yeah. in the show. Um, Pike was saying his clutch was gone, and he was just trying to, you know, salvage – Salvage her eyes a little bit, so he burnt his clutch up. So, um, uh, coming up with Keith Johnson from Southwick and uh, Eli Tomac and Benny Bloss on the show. JT, Eddie, and I have been arguing about Benny Bloss. Um, well, I don't know if we've been arguing. No, but, say, but, but I don't remember any arguing. Bloss, Bloss is looking for a 250 ride, and I think Eddie and I are maybe on the same page where we're like, no, no 250 rides, Benny. Do not do that. Yeah, but where's he going to go? Can't he go to Cycle Trader, Traders Cowie, um, something like that? Moto Concepts? Maybe, but I, I don't know. I think if you do something like that, I think it's going to be for free. Like I, and, that, and maybe that's fine, but I don't. I mean, Benny's going. You know, what do you go? Eight uh, six this weekend. Yeah. I, I think the way he's riding, he's he's deserving of a decent salary or something anyway. And I, I just don't think a four fifty spot. Is going to pay him anything, so I think for him to get any kind of decent money, it's going to have to be on a fifty. And I, I know that I know how irrational that is looking at him, but uh, that's just reality. It's unfortunate because if you if you shrink him down, that's a perfect scenario. He's you know in his first season, he's doing really really well. Put him on a fifty next year, pay him some money, and and let's go after it. But. Uh, His body size hey. puts him on a four fifty, and there's just not enough spot. Wow. What's Pickle better? And Bogle and all these guys. Uh, they, they're still looking for spots. What's better, a 250 ride 
for money that you might not but do so he, well, or a good, get, or a 450 would, ride for no money, and at least had good results and build your I'm future. That's what I'm saying. The 450 you know? ride. I mean, I think Benny. I, I, I think Benny will do fine. I, I I seriously believe you took Benny. Let's just say hypothetically, put him on a star bike, put him on a uh, a PC bike. His he'll do fine. His speed will be fine. I think he's going to struggle with his starts. He's so big. He'll probably get, he'll probably manhandle the 250. He'll do fine. Like if you let him start out front every time, he'd probably do fine. I think he could get a few podiums. But I really think he's going to struggle with his starts. He's just he's a big guy, you know. Absolutely, um, no doubt about that. And I, but here's on the other hand is I think you put him in the 450. He still he doesn't have. He's a big guy. But he doesn't have that man experience. You know what I mean? He doesn't got the experience of a of a Brayton or even of a, a Vince a move that like where Vince kinda last turn, he should have known better than you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not quite seasoned yep. enough for a four fifty ride. Speaking of Vince, do we know what Concepts is doing next year? Are they racing again? I hope Vince is racing. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Vince is racing. Well, I mean Can we get Benny Benny in touch with Keeper and build him a big four two fifty? Yeah, yeah I don't think that's going to help him. Yeah, Kiefer could do that. He knows all the all the hot tricks. Um, all right, JT. Uh, thanks for coming on Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out. They make much more than gear. The 2017 gear, though, is launching soon. And, uh, yeah, please check them out. Thanks for coming on, buddy, and uh, have fun in Columbus. All right, guys. See ya. All right, see, see ya, JT. Jason Thomas, everybody, uh, coming on, talking about some uh, – some fly racing, and uh, and also too, um, Eddie. Your appearance on the show brought to you by Roostet Graphics. Roostet Max, oh, Christina. Yeah, of course. Roostet Max. Not Great. Right, Cycle Trader Team. Luke Reslin had a top ten finish. If you need graphics, custom graphics, uh, there's a whole there's a whole section for pulp stuff too. But if you need helmet graphics or trailer graphics or or uh, anything like that, stickers made for your company or for anything else, RoostMX.net. Use the code Pulp Nation. Save yourself money there. And Eddie Ray, brought to you by Roost MX. Yeah, I'm more of an armored guy, but hey, Roost MX is nah, great. Yeah, Christina, bro. Roost yeah, MX. she's great. Right. Uh, yeah, good, good person. Pulp Nation. Pulp Nation. Right. Hey, I just wanted the motocross stuff. Yeah. Guess <laughs> uh, <laughs> from Florida. Yeah. I think he's from Florida. Sounds like he's from New York. Yeah, it kind of does, right? Uh, thanks to uh, Jason Thomas uh, for coming on. Thanks to you people for listening. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. We had a few people on hold that already hung up. Sorry, we're talking Southwick first before we take your calls. But uh, we will try to get to them uh, hey, as hey, soon as we can. Yep. Do you think maybe Tomac's performance was so good because of the guy who called in last week and told him to come off the beach? Is that somewhere? <laughs> I don't know. He was very Actually, upset. I meant to tell Travis to see if he could pull that clip and we could play it for Eli. Remember that guy yeah, saying, the call, he, he needs to stop letting that. And I remember y'all saying specifically, uh, Roxon in the sand. He beat her. He beat her. Yeah. No, Tomac, hey. Tomac ain't going for it. I know. He, I hey, that guy may have called Tomac directly and said, you can't stand for this. Well, folks, uh, Southwick was back um, this past weekend, and it was, uh, by all accounts, a rousing success. It's great to have a sand track back on the schedule, and even better to make it Southwick. And uh, Hot Cams, unleashing the power within for privateers everywhere. You want to uh, move your power around, you want to get more power, you want to do any of that, use Hot Cams. 
HotCams2016 is the code, and they want to get you the extra power you need by offering all of our listeners a 30% discount. HotCams2016 is the code HotCamsInc.com, the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. They're pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. He is uh, the manager of the track there at Southwick. He's former top privateer in the sport, former factory KTM rider, a man who has uh, made the podium at Southwick, his hometown national, and we're happy to have him on tonight, Keith Johnson. What's up, KJ? How are you? Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? We're good. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's it's a long time listening. You know, I've never been on. I'm a big fan of the show. You guys do do a great job. I love it. Is this the real Keith Johnson or the other Keith Johnson? <laughs> this is the well, it depends on which one you mean. The real, the other Keith exactly. Johnson, the Keith Johnson from New Mexico. I worked for as a mechanic, and I took him to a track in uh, California. You broke both his wrists. And I, he broke both his wrists on the second lap. Yeah, you broke his wrist. Oh. <laughs> Damn. So. And then I became his mechanic. I know. So that's what I'm trying to figure. No, I'm just no. kidding. Hey, by the way, uh, yeah. KJ, your old truck, your old team manager, Bill Dill, he's still around. He's still at the races. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he helps some guys out here in New England, and yeah. um, you know I'm not exactly sure what they're doing, but um, yeah. they have some some guys in New England they help out here, Jason Brooks and and uh, some other guys. But uh, yeah, always you know plugging oh, away, I guess. Easy Wider, who can forget KJ? Yeah. Easy Wider, you killed it that year though. Yeah. You did well. Um, Hey, yeah. so Southwick. So uh, okay. So uh, at some point, the the, the original uh, the leaseholders and the Legion get upset. The track uh, goes away. It loses uh, its national. Um, and at some point, uh, businessman Mike Grondahl, who owns Alias, of course, uh, gets the track, works out a lease, whatever. Does he? And he calls you and says, "Hey, Keith, I want to get the track back. I want to make it a national." And you just go. Okay. How did take us through that a little bit? Like, how, how did you get involved in all of it? Yeah, pretty much the opposite of what you just said. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it, it went away. You know, the the Legion, the American Legion, owns the land, and it's always been a leased um, deal. Mm-hmm. And um, Ralph and Diane, who had it before, uh, you know, the, the Legion got a little bit, you know, greedy, I guess, and mm-hmm. and started wanting more money and uh, Ralph and Diane, I think were, you know, towards the end anyways, I think, and they really didn't want to do it much. Uh, I don't really know, but, um, you know, they definitely didn't want to, um, triple or quadruple their lease payment. That's yeah, sure. For sure. Right. And, um, they walked away and the Legion sort of thought, well, no big deal. We'll find somebody else to run it. We'll run the national ourselves, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll be fine. You know, and they, you know, they got not, you know, cut down a few steps pretty quick. Right. Um, and they, when they realized, well, man, the national's not coming back and we don't know how to run races. And so the place, <laughs> it's a lot of work, you know, right? yeah. yeah, you know, so it sat empty, you know, for a year. And then Mike went in and, um, sort of resurrected the lease and, and made amends. And, you know, there's a lot of logistical junk that goes along with it because sure the the legion and the town and it's not like going to unadilla and it's all farmland owned by the same person you know there's there's legion land and there's town land and there's lease land for extra parking it's just i mean it's just right, a, right. a nightmare of stuff you know so um yeah forget remember Mike, too, remember too the frog pond was on somebody else's property right at some point <laughs> yeah yeah i mean even the old pits you know like yeah um you know where we all used to park back in the day the, the, right, the up those on top. old pits yeah, a lot of those up on top, were yeah. on 
yeah, somebody else's property. That's now a, a park, you know, a kids' <laughs> park with soccer fields and playgrounds and stuff. And, right. Um, you know, um, you got these guys. <laughs> I was laughing kind of because you have, you know, Tomac and, and Rocks and banging bars, and literally 100 yards away, you got kids playing on a, you know, <laughs> swing set, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's different, you know. And um, anyways, Mike came in and took over the lease. And, um, you know, I don't really know. He, he took it over and had it for a while. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure what he did with it. You know, he had some people in place. And, and Mike and I have known each other for a long time. He grew up racing in New England. And I've mm-hmm. known him and his family for a long time. And, you know, he actually, when he was, um, uh, he had started uh, getting more involved into racing, you know, his kid, Eric was, um, obviously a, a great little rider coming through the new England ranks. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he helped Mike Treadwell and I out, we, you know, we had sort of retired from racing, you know, my last few years in Canada. And then, um, I ended up with a team green ride to do like all that vet stuff for right. the Redders and all that stuff. And, and Mike sort of helped us out with that, and we got to know him pretty well through that whole deal and mm-hmm. became good friends. And, um, you know, he had called me and, and said, hey, do you have any interest in in, in running Southwick? And uh, I said, no, I don't. I, um, <laughs> I'm busy. I don't have any interest. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I, I am and was. You know, right, I right. Um, have a whole nother life and work and business and um, you know, doing very well and, and growing and growing and growing, which happens to be in the fitness business as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just didn't have the time and I said, no. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, some time went by and, um, you know, I can't remember if maybe he called me back again and said, you sure you don't want to do this? And I, I said, no again. And, you know, then I started thinking about it and, you know, thinking that, you know, what if the wrong person gets a hold of it? It sure, doesn't yeah. do what is supposed to happen, you know, and not just for the national, but um, just for Southwick in general and racing in New England in general. I had no thoughts of a national whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And Mike didn't either, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't think Mike really thought that there was, um, you know, the idea wasn't to take over to Southwick to get the national back. It was to take over Southwick to you know, have, have it back for new England, right. more or less, you know, and, um, you know, new England riding and racing in general has gotten, you know, probably like everywhere else. But, you know, back when I was a kid, there was, there was a, a motorcycle organization and a mini cycle organization. And if you lived in upstate Maine and you wanted to race a mini cycle and they were racing at Southwick, that's where you were racing. Yeah. You had no choice. Nowadays you could race six, seven, eight different places, on a given Sunday mm-hmm. in New England, yep. you know, so it's a little bit cutthroat and, um, you know, anyways, if, yep. um, I started thinking if it was going to be, if the wrong person got in here and, and, and took it over and didn't do it justice, then I would feel bad. So I called Mike back and, and we talked and I said, all right, yeah, I, I think I should do it, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and once I got into it, I actually, uh, I had called, maybe Ziggy from factory mm-hmm. and um, said, what's your thoughts on, on trying to get the national back? And, you know, there was um, some really nothing there, you know, he uh-huh. even thought, you know, there's probably not a chance in hell that's going to happen. 
And then I called Davey and talked to him and sort of got the same feeling from him. You know, this is, you know, a few months into, you know, running some races, I think. And, yep. and um, you know, things had changed a lot, you know. And, I mean, things change in, in a year and a half. I think 2013 was the last race there. And mm-hmm. here I am calling him, you know, the beginning of, what, 2015. 15, yeah. And, um, you know, and he's going, you know, in a nice way, but, you know, politely saying it's probably not going to happen, right, you know. Right, right. And, um then he, you know, he actually came out, he, Davey, um, he comes out to Cape Cod and um, vacations, uh, you know, in June yeah. every year or something. And, you know, I, I guess he took a ride out and uh, somewhere around there, but John Ayers came with him and they took a look at the track and uh, we had done a lot of work. We turned it around to the original way, which is really the only way that place should yeah. ever run. That was a good and, move. Uh, I would, was that something that you... Uh, or Dowdy, or like who's I, or did Mike Grundall, like who who was like, hey, we're turning the track around. Yeah, that was that was me and, yeah. and Dowdy. Okay, all, right. All because I mean, um, I, it just never made sense going the other no, way. And I, it I didn't. never. No, I agree. You know, I yeah, raced. Yeah, it, I don't. I know. raced it once, and I've been going there since '96. And when they first turned it around, I'm like, no, the turns aren't set up for this way. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so good move yeah. on that. Yeah, good job. Yeah, and then, you know, there was a lot of, um, you know, you don't just flip a track around, you know, when it's been running one way for 10 years, and, and it had, you know, there was a lot of work that got involved in it, but we had, had worked and worked and worked and and just worked on the track and getting the track right, and then forget the infrastructure, you know, the mm-hmm. the bleachers and the sound systems and the water and, and all that, it was all track for, for months and months and months and bulldozers and excavators and there's a lot of water issues because you know you guys have all been to southwick so you know everything up high the old pit area and the legion area and when it rains all that rain runs down towards the starting line and (laughs) into the swamp and takes all the sand with it and you know it's just a nightmare you know and um anyways there was a lot of work in getting the track to and we're still you know making little changes and Mm -hmm. you know how it is i mean 10 feet this way, 10 feet that way make a big difference. Yeah, and, um, yeah. It took a lot of work to get uh, where we wanted it to be. And, um, you know, like I said, it's it's still work in progress. We're still making changes for the better. And one thing that aggravates me to no end is when I go out after a race and start looking at lines and see one line in a turn or right. two lines in a turn when you got 30 feet of track. Yeah. You know? um, so I always, you know, try to make lines uh, develop no matter what in the tracks getting it got better and better and better and um so now you know, that, yeah. baby came up now that it's done yeah now that it's over was it a success or are you are you still like decompressing a little bit and i imagine you were so busy and everything else but the to, to me the crowd looked great i think it was some of the best racing of the year um i thought i mean it looks like a great success how was it in your eyes yeah, in my eyes, it was um, a success, but not complete. You know, there was, I mean, I could just go on and on all night <laughs> about the fires that we were putting out 24 hours before the event and, <laughs> right. and you know, all the way up until the gate dropped, you know, yeah, but yeah. the crowd didn't see that. Nobody saw that. Yeah, it was yeah. just everybody that had headsets saw that. Right, you know? right, right. Um, I know that MX Sports was happy and um, said that, you know, we did a great job for the first time out. There's a lot of stuff we have to fix, you know, a lot of things that we have to get better at. Um, 
but it was a success, you know. Um, and like everybody kept saying, um, you know, no matter what, at at one twelve, you're going to have a race. Yeah. The gate is going to drop at one twelve. <laughs> right. You know, so whatever happens, happens. You know, and um, we did the best we could. You know, I had a great team. It was definitely not all me. You know, mm-hmm. I have a whole team of people that I could list and go on and on and on forever. Friends and family and and you know, people that work at the track. I mean, it's just an insane amount of people that chipped in to get this done. Um, and uh, always being a racer and, and being on the other side of it, I had no idea what I was getting myself <laughs> right, into. Right, right. Yeah, people say that, right? They're like, oh, man, wait. As a racer, I really had no idea what yeah. what, what happens. Yeah. So. And, and the whole production of it, you know, being on this side of it and seeing how much work, you know, John Ayers, that guy is an animal. I mean, the amount of work that that guy does and, and the stuff that he does on a daily basis and on a weekly and monthly basis is just insane, you know. And mm-hmm. without him, it just wouldn't happen. And without guys like Tim Cotter and Davey and all, all those guys, I mean, it's just endless, endless, endless work. Right, you know? right. And, and um, you know, being a racer, you don't think of that. You just show up. You, you yeah, know, put your yeah. gear on. You, right. You, Start your bike and you go ride. You and, know? and then you complain and, about uh, the track afterwards and lappers. Complain about lappers yeah. on the track, right? As a racer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so much stuff that goes into it, and and they tried to warn me, but they they didn't, you know, do <laughs> enough of it, you know. But yeah. um, um, listen. So did you? Yeah, crowd. Were you happy with the crowd count? Was it? I mean, obviously in years past, like you weren't involved, so maybe you didn't know, but it looked packed to me. Yeah, yeah, the you know? crowd was good. You know, it, it scared me. You know, some weather. The whole, yeah, the some... whole yeah weather coming up to this event for for three some odd weeks. We have not had rain. It was like a desert mm-hmm. out here. I mean, you know, you drive a mule down the pits and there's dust for days. Right. You know, I mean, it was just crazy how dry it was, and and that scared me because um, you know trying to keep up with 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 sand and heat i mean it was like 95 to 98 degrees that whole week leading up to it right. wednesday thursday um tuesday, monday tuesday wednesday thursday zero rain you know and um all of a sudden you know on wednesday or thursday the forecast calls for 90% um torrential downpour downpours um with potential hail and i'm like you, you gotta be kidding me you know no. it hasn't rained in three weeks right. you know and now we're gonna have hail storms and you know so that started to really scare me and then that was like wednesday and then thursday and you know it went down to 60 percent and then 50 percent and i'll tell you what we could not have asked for a better day for racing as far as southwick goes mm-hmm. you know like yeah 70s and and overcast, yep. you know, because it, that the sun just dries that place out fast, you know, and um, it, it couldn't have been a better day for racing. No rain, um, you know, overcast, and it so it kept the dirt moist, so we, we would water a little bit, and but we couldn't water too much because going on live TV on NBC, uh, they didn't want uh, dirty number plates, so you, you you have to, you know, you have to really, you know be perfect with the track. Yeah. It can't be too wet, can't be too dry, you know. 
Um, so, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, way more than I thought, that's for sure. Will you be back next year working at KJ? Or? <laughs> yeah, well, of okay. course. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's funny. yeah I'll be there. Um, yep. I love it that uh, Southwick is back and we lost Utah. That is about as good of trade as I don't know if you ever made it out to Utah, KJ. It's not exactly your type of track. Thank God. No, yeah, I didn't yeah. see Utah live, but I saw it on TV. And, and when a track <laughs> looks that bad on TV live, it's got to be even worse. Yeah, it's a great trade, uh, Utah for Southwick. There's no doubt. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp got a question for New England legend Keith Johnson. Uh, give us a call. I brought to you by Hot Cams, HotCamsInc.com, Hot Cams twenty sixteen. Uh, use the code and uh, unleash the power within from. Uh, from Hot Cams and uh, Keith Johnson with us on the Pulp and Mech Show. Hey KJ, do you uh, do you still ever get a chance to ride, or now with your business and Southwick and all that, or have you kind of like uh, been uh, ha- had to hang up the boots, or uh, what's going on these days? Because I mean, obviously, I raced vet class with you there for a long time, and uh, then all of a sudden you just kind of disappeared off the scene. So uh, what's been going? Like, you know, are you still riding? Yeah, not as much, not as much for sure. You know, with. Um so we have some um, some gyms, you know, more of a, a weight loss center type thing. We have four of them now, so that keeps me really busy. Uh, we just um, signed uh, an agreement to franchise, which um, will be ready for that in about four months or mm-hmm. so. Nice work. Um, yeah, it's good. good so right. now, is this, is, um, does this have anything to do with? Um, doesn't Grundle have something to do with Planet Fit? Is it anything like that, or no? You're totally your own business. Yeah, completely different. Okay. Yeah. So this is, um, yeah, Planet Fitness is, you know, a, a gym, $10 model. You walk in, you do your own thing. Ours is, um, you know, our typical member is, um, you know, that middle-aged person that has never set foot in a gym, typically overweight, male or female, doesn't know the difference between a chest press and a leg press. And, you know, so we put them on meal plans and workout plans. You work with our trainers on specific uh, workouts. Um, you know, we have four of them, um, in the last three years. And, um, so it's going extremely well. Um, so that was my hesitation, you know, jumping into this because I knew that it was how busy this was going to get, you know? Yeah. And, um, so, so uh, no, so, tough. so riding or no, are you, are you, are you, are you not, not riding anymore? I haven't ridden much, no. No. Not much. Um, no. Uh, let's get to some calls here. Sal, uh, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. You got a question for uh, for KJ? Yes, I want to tell him what a great job. I remember Keith back from the days when he used to come out to Long Island at Rocky Point and race. Oh, oh okay. Way back. Yeah, yeah. I, I went out to Long Island. It was fun from where I live because we could take a ferry across and, uh, you know, Instead of driving two hours all the way around, you take a ferry for two hours and just hang out. It was fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, you did a great job. I think the crowd, I've been coming since the 70s, the crowd was big, as big as I've ever seen. No, that's good. Yeah, good to hear. I thought it looked great yeah. on TV. So. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. It was, um, I think, a big crowd. Um, like I said, I don't know how to judge it. Um, compared to mm-hmm. other years because I don't know numbers from other years. But, yeah. um, you know, it was, um, you know, we we have a lot to learn. I mean, there was a, a little backup delay at the gate, you know, because, you know, it was our first time and uh, it took a little bit longer for people to get in. But, um, you know, we were, we were pleased with it for sure. Oh, good. Uh, any other questions, Sal? 
Yeah, uh, Steve, did you take notice? Tim Tremblay, the snowmobile racer? Yeah. How well he did. Yeah, former Canadian national yeah. number six. Uh, he probably, if he hadn't broken the first mode, he would have went like 13, 14 on the day. So Yes, yeah. He, he, he rode well. Yeah, Sal. Qualified yeah. fourth. And uh, Heath Harrison did great. We went over and talked to him. Oh, cool. And Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's, he's really good. He's like a young KJ out there, kind of under the radar, putting in good finishes in the, in the premier class. So, yeah, he's yeah. killing it. Um, thanks, Sal. Appreciate it, man. All right. Okay, Steve. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome great racing, like in both classes. And, again, I don't know if it was the track, if it was the way you guys routed it, but I thought, Keith, both classes were – Incredible racing. Um, so that was good. That really helps your, helps the day out, too, where you got top battles for the lead, and the Rocks and Tomac were unbelievable. And uh, I think that helps out. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I, I ran around that place with John Ayers when, when he got there. And, you know, his job is, is tough. And, um, you know, he's got people pulling at him in every direction, team managers and riders and, you know, track owners and operators. And, um, you know, my whole thing was, I always hated when, you know, you jump out there and or, um, when I was racing it and as a local guy, they would in between motos groom half of Southwick. I'm like, you kidding me? Yeah. I'm used to like three, four foot deep holes and, right. and now they're grooming it. And, you know, it used to just ruin it. And, and I said that to John, I said, what, what do we have to do? You know, I, I want to keep it rough. And right. he said, here's my concern, you know, and he's got really, really good valid points. You know, you, you get somebody like, you know, we call the washboard section, which is the second turn before that drop-off, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I want to keep this rough. And he said, no, we, we have to we have to smooth that out, you know. And, um, you know, you have so many guys going so fast through there, um, it's going to have to be smooth. And I said, I'm going to disagree. You know, I think mm-hmm. smooth, they're going to go way too fast. Um, rough is going to slow them down. And I uh, said, these guys are going to pin it no matter what. And, um, you know, I had to disagree with him and, um, because I knew that it would slow him down. He's got a tough job because, yeah. you know, if, if the team managers come up to him and say, listen, you got to, you need to smooth this out. And then we don't. And then one of their riders gets hurt. It comes back on him. So it's, yeah. um, it, you, it's you, a tough job. You can't make everybody happy. So you can't try to do that in John's position or, or even in my position in the media or, or anything else like everyone, you can never make everybody happy, and you know that too, Keith, probably as a business owner. So you just try to do the best job that you think you can do, you know, and, and let the chips fall where they may kind of, right? Because <laughs> not yeah. everyone's going to agree on anything. So, um, yeah. all right, you got Aaron well, on the – oh, go ahead. Well, KJ, do you remember back in the day um, when they used to have the Invitational the week before, I was telling Steve, yeah. I've only seen Steve ride once. And believe it or not, he's <laughs> he's a pretty good sand rider because I pulled out behind him right, no. and he kind of sand, bro. You know, I'm good but sand. do you remember they would run the Invitational and not touch the track until the National? They'd they'd smooth the start and that straightaway right after. But I can remember like after the Buckley bermed and you come up and you do the left, then that big sweeper to the right. It would have such big sand rollers. Like, you couldn't sit down. If you wanted to get out of them, you had to, like, either stay. You know what I mean? Like, the bottom would be rough. The middle would be rough. The top would be rough. And, like, where they come back up and turn right to go across the start, there would always be big sand rollers right there. And I was like, you don't kind of see that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, compared to how it was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And especially Southwick, I I know how that track works. And it, it takes half of a day of racing at a local race for the lines to start to develop. It's like a slot car track 
the first few motos. Mm-hmm. Everyone's hitting the same line. And then when, once that line starts to get rough, another line starts. Yeah, and then yeah. once that one gets rough, another one starts. And then all of a sudden you have all these lines that are sort of equally rough and they, they change around, and that's when the track gets good. And, and that's what I was trying to explain to John. And he was, he was really cool about it and kind of let me do what I wanted to do. And we didn't touch the track. I mean, there was one section that we had to fix because I'll, I'll tell you what, these guys, <laughs> these pro riders move some dirt compared to <laughs> a, a wow. regular local race. Yeah. Uh, Dowdy and I were sitting there just with our jaws dropped amazed at how much dirt these guys were moving. 60 horsepower, 450s will do that, right? <laughs> yeah, and just never let off. Yeah, you know, like yeah. where yeah. that, you know, where Eli um, passed Roxon around that right-hand sweeper. Right. That high line that he was hitting. Yeah. He he w- kept hitting that line so hard and so fast that he was undermining the bank. Right. 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 So yeah. There's an access road above that, and I happened to drive down that access road in the mule, and I could see a crack in the earth, like two feet down, like the bank was going to fall in. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you got to be kidding me! And, and I'm running around. So at the end of the day, one of the the lulls or whatever, or, you know, uh-huh. I don't know, the scissor lifts that those guys use yeah. to, to pack everything up was driving down that access road, and and the thing caved in and flipped off of it. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That's what I'm talking about. But Eli was hitting that turn so hard and so fast. It was insane. Uh, Let's get to Aaron here. Aaron, welcome to the Pulp Show. Uh, What's your question for uh, for Keith Keith Johnson? Hey, thanks for having me. I just wanted to reach out to Keith Johnson and tell him what a killer job he's been doing there. I've been to every national there since I was a year old in uh, 78 or so. So to see the progression through the years and, and what these guys have done in the last year with that track is nothing short of amazing. I actually rode there today, and it was probably the best I've ever ridden that track. Oh, right on. Good to hear. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, a lot of work has gone into it, but like I said, it's a, it's a, a whole team of people that I could, you know, take an hour to lift. <laughs> you know? uh, all right. Thanks, uh, thanks, Aaron. Appreciate take it, man. Easy. Thank you. Uh, Keith, before we let you go here on the show, and congrats on Southwick and, and – Seemed like it went great. Uh, you've got to give us two stories. Um, your best Cannondale story, and that can be anything <laughs> from Cannondale. <laughs> do you have do you, what? What was your favorite story about racing for Cannondale? Um, well, I have two that always pop out in okay. my mind when people ask. <laughs> yeah. So one is testing. So they built this um, test facility in like North Carolina or okay. something, and. Um, I don't know why it was there. It was it was near the um, the electronic company that was doing all the ignition mapping and stuff. Okay. You know? So, anyways, we were doing like data acquisition, and they were doing stress tests on the frame, and they built like this thirty foot drop off um, that they wanted me to ride off of straight, and you couldn't ride off. You couldn't <laughs> ride down it. It was a straight ledge, like just a ledge. Feet. Right. Yeah. And just jump off of it, and I, I'm, st- I'm standing at the top of this thing, looking down. I'm going, there's, I'm not jumping off that I'm thing. Sorry, I don't there, care how much you no, pay me. Right? Yeah, I am not going to jump off this thing. It was like the size of a house. It wasn't like ten feet or twenty feet. It was like the peak of your house. Who built it? The, down. The, the electronics company built it, or someone? Yeah, from- yeah, no, no. I mean, I don't know who built it. I just showed up, but the track was good. And then over the side, they had this big thing. They wanted to. You know, have me jump off of this straight cliff. Um, I had to say, there's just no way. I'm not jumping off that thing. Um, but I think probably the the best story was um, Washougal. The 
like they didn't they were so unprepared with everything and, right. and um they were having tranny problems and the first model the the tranny was starting to go i knew the telltale signs right, i knew right. it was going to go <laughs> right. and um i said listen it's not going to this tranny's not going to last you know yeah. i we've gone through 30 of them i know the sounds <laughs> i know what it's going to do it's not going to last um well, we want you to go out and ride the second moto anyways. And I'm like, guys, it's not going to last. It's just, you know, do you yeah. understand what you're doing? Right. You know, we're going to look like idiots. Right. Well, we want you to go out and ride anyways. And I'm thinking, like, Washougal, you know, coming down that drop-off out of the woods. Yeah. Like, yeah. fourth gear pinned, you know, where you're in the air for 30 seconds before you land. Right. You know, yeah. that thing locking up. And what happens is when it locks up, it locks up, you know, and the back wheel just stops, yeah. you know. And, um... So I'm sitting on the starting line. I've never been so nervous for a race in my life. I've never wanted my bike to break on the starting line as much as I wanted to right then. And I, I literally had to go into the doghouse and throw up because I was so nervous. I've never thrown up in my life Are you because serious? I was nervous. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did it and break? I didn't want anybody so to see me throw up. Did it make it? Did it break? Oh, it broke, but it broke in a turn, thank God. <laughs> oh, it broke. Don't worry about that. Yeah. It broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I don't he know. was jamming the shifter with his heel. I don't know how much yeah. you, you and Gibson I don't know how much you and Gibson made, but it wasn't enough. It was not enough. Yeah. It wasn't enough. <laughs> okay, second question. Me being Canadian, who was better at Southwick? Valancourt or Roller and Ball? Who was better? Um, Ross was a good sand rider. Valancourt's going to kill me because I'm buddies with him. But um, I think Ross, man, he was a good sand rider. Well, okay, like I know, yeah, Ross. I, I like Carl too. They're they're both friends of mine. Ross was better than Carl, basically. But I I seem to remember Carl really doing well at Southwick. That's why I ask, you know. But of course, rollerball did too. But um, you know. yeah, yeah. I just you know when I think of rollerball, I think of like somebody that can eat steel you know <laughs> right. like that guy yeah. was just tough oh you he know? was did you ever get rollerballed i'm sure you did at some point in oh, some who didn't yeah in some supercross and some national somewhere so yeah yeah he actually lived with us in florida one year i i got to know him a little bit down there that year yeah and uh he's a a, a different human being he's a cool guy he went hard off the track also on the track off the track uh yeah is this when y'all sure. lived in ocala yeah. Oh yeah. man, I remember those days. These guys went hard. They went real hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That yeah. was the place to go before MTF. Everybody went to Ocala. Yeah. The oh, hard yeah. rock. It's hard there. rock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reddick. I lived at Reddick for a little bit. This was, you know, by Ocala. So, well, uh, yeah. hey, Keith, uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. it's late uh, East Coast time. So I really appreciate you taking the time coming on. And uh, yeah, let's get you back on to tell us more stories and, and talk some more Southwick for sure. I could go on yeah, for, for days. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. Like I said, I've been a long time listener to the show. Love it. Appreciate you having me on. And uh, thanks for everybody for all the support for Southwick. For yeah, sure. congrats on the job. It looked great, and uh, hopefully many – I mean, do you have a multi-year deal? Will you? Is, is this going to keep going? Yeah, well, here's the thing. So, um, you know, it was uh, basically a one-year deal. Okay. You know, and um, um, if, if, it, if they decide to come back the second year, then it turns into more than uh, – that more than that so okay um you know i unofficially got word that they were very happy so hopefully everything's good perfect yeah good to hear absolutely yeah we need southwick yep. on the schedule all right uh thanks kj really appreciate it thanks for coming on man yeah thanks guys take uh, care th see ya sorry everybody for not getting to your calls uh we had to go and we're still gonna go uh first commercial break thanks to keith johnson southwick nice guy Listen KJ, to the show. good guy
I told you more people listen, listen than you. I, I keep telling you that. They listen. They're it's, all secret listeners. They are, aren't they? And they tell you once they're on. Oh, wow. KJ. Uh, love those stories for sure. Uh, commercial break here on the Pulp Mix Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming back with uh, the great Eli Tomac. Talk some more Southwick. 1-1 on the day. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we've got a lot more to talk about, so stick around. We are back. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulp Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. 
providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. 
Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. 
Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freebird. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show.
Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. BTOsports.com and, and Fly Racing. Hunger. Gonna let okay. it play the whole song. He likes all that's coming up. Some different, whole other verse. Happy birthday. Thank you. New kids? You're welcome, everybody. New kids. New kids on the block. Eddie Ray's in studio with us. Boo! New kids are terrible. Tonight you don't pay because I want to protect your asses. Oh, my God. Okay, we got to go. Thanks. He's, like, telling her, like, yeah. you don't have to do it yourself. Okay, you're, I'll do it. We're going to do two more songs from, from Pookie Mathis That's tonight. Right. It's her birthday, everybody, so she gets to pick the music here on the Pulp Mix Show. No. Okay, and, I'm going to uh, give Eddie one of my songs. Ooh, okay. She's going to give All me right, one. Fantastic. All right, we've already kept this guy waiting long enough. He uh, he dominated the wick. It was a, a tremendous rise. We just had Keith Johnson on talking about uh, how this guy was pushing out berms and destroying uh, overhangs. Uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing, uh, vortexracing.com. Ch- please email Jake at Vortex for a deal on sprockets or bars or anything that Vortex Racing has. Uh, James Stewart, Blake, Blake Baggett, uh, Matt Bichelia use the uh, sprocket, and uh, Chad Reed uses a sprocket. Babbitt's Kawasaki dominates a arena cross with the bars and sprockets uh and it is a uh ple- pre- pleasure and privilege for us to have this next guy on he is uh monster energy kawasaki's eli tomac what's up eli how are you oh uh, man feels good just to have a 
W under the belt, I guess. <laughs> well, like I was okay. Well, let's come out of the bat. I mean, look, you've you've been getting a bunch of seconds and uh, and thirds and like that's great. Like a lot of riders would love that, but you were you've not been happy. <laughs> you've not no. been happy, um, and I like that. That's gnarly, though. Like I guess, but in your position, Eli, like I guess you really just it's got to be wins, right? It it is. I mean. I don't know. I that's just what I'm kind of expected to do and what I want to do. So I know. <laughs> and yeah, like you know, people around you expect you to be winning or at least battling for wins and you know, <clears throat> some of the weekends past I was getting like blown away. So um that that's what makes me angry is when I get beat by 20 plus seconds, you know, and I'm not like oh, maybe four or five seconds behind him, you know, it was kind of close. It's like yeah. when those big gaps start happening. That's when you start getting angry and you're like Man, what's going on here? Wow, you were certainly uh, um, on it this weekend, passing in both motos. You dropped it in the second moto, got up behind Kenny, and uh, and got him back. You were, I, you could see when you picked the bike up, you were like, oh no, 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 and uh, that that was full like berserker style. I liked it. You could tell you were very pissed off. It was. I was pissed. And I was like, no, I, I'm not going to lose this race, and then. Yeah. Going down that that next couple of, or that <laughs> next straightaway there, I was just kamikaze and and I think Ken actually had a lapper in front of him and he was yep. kind of going a little bit slower, but I still just bombed the inside of that corner. I was like, all right, I'm gonna get you back. No, and some of your outside <laughs> speeds, man. Like I think uh, if watching the race on TV, I wasn't there this weekend, but watching the race on TV, to me, I thought you were you were using the longer track, obviously from the outsides, but I thought you were better than him in the fact that you were using outsides more and also, you know, hitting them at Mach 4. Do you, did you think that too? Yeah, I think that's a track where you can do that just because of momentum, you know. And like the sand, if you're creeping on the inside, a lot of times you're, you're half spinning out or doing a half donut or, or washing the front out like I did. So I think yeah, on a track like that, you'd have to use, you know, use the outside and the momentum there. Uh, 702-586-PULP. we got a question for Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac. 1-1 this weekend at the Wick and uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing, vortexracing.com. Hey, Eli, you were, uh, we were told you were so fast at hitting the outsides, you caused a scissor lift to, sh- to flip over. <laughs> Keith, Keith Johnson was on, and he said, uh, what, which section did he say that was? was he it up, said up the, on top, the big, right? no, no, uh, right where he passed. Ken around the outside. He was riding that big rail, the big berm on the outside. He was hitting it so hard. He said you were hitting it so hard, you know, like where you pass him before you go over the hump and then the next little hump. Yep. He yep. said you were hitting that so hard that after, like the way you kind of like dug the bank back, that he noticed yep. that it was cracking. And then at the end of the day, when they were driving a scissor lift across that little gap, yep. it, the wall broke and the thing flipped over. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, so they're gonna send you a bill to get it fixed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They said it's all your fault. He said you were hitting he was drive watching you and you were push you were underneath the like kind of like undermining undermining the, the, the wall, you know? You yeah, just... there was like grass hanging off there too, and it just <laughs> right. like it was hanging there, it was crazy. Yeah. No, that's you just use it as like a wall and just rail it. It was insane. Oh man, some of those outsides you were going damn fast, no doubt. Um But then in the first mode, if you check that turn, he was going outside and then cutting back to the inside and that was even faster like i mean it was super fast like he would go outside on that that berm and then cut across and hit the inside berm just like mach six and (laughs) i I was surprised like nobody just tried to jump across the whole gap there as fast as y'all were going and hey oh open over that roller yeah yeah Yeah. and you know you don't really see much scrubbing at southwick they were like scrubbing 
they were tearing yeah. that place up. Yeah, no, it's been a while since it's been back. Um, obviously, look, the sand surface agreed with you. You were f- phenomenal. But coming into this weekend in Millville, Eddie actually pointed this out. The last time you raced Millville, when you came back, uh, you went 1-1 there. Um, so you got to be excited about that too. It's another it, half of the sand. Half of the track is a sandy base, a sandy track. Um, yeah, you know? yeah. It's another track that I I like, and it is like that again. You know where it, where it's kind of loose and you get little sand berm half ruts kind of built up. You know where you mm-hmm. can just pin it like that. So uh, yeah, it's another one I like for sure. The uh, you guys, you top level motocross racers, well, all of you motocross racers, I've seen it before. An example of Barsha last year, the slightest little. Thing, the slightest little flip, uh, something like going 1-1 at Southwick, um, it could turn your season around. I mean, you're still a bunch of points down, but, man, you could just start winning again. You guys are so weird that way. It's just a little bit of confidence, and, and you got it now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're getting confidence, and, you know, my starts are getting better. They're not exactly whole shots, but they're, they're getting better, yeah. too, you know, as where before they were really bad, so... Um, you know, now at least I'm getting myself to the front at the beginning of the race, you know. Yeah, you guys so. made a clutch change, huh? It made a big difference. I was talking yeah. to the guys. Yeah, you yep. seem to make, yep. a, make yep. a big difference. Um, yeah, it helped a lot. Yeah, no, it seems uh, – yeah, and ever since then, it kind of – yeah, you have not, not that you're hole-shotting, but you're at least giving yourself a chance, right? A chance, exactly. Where before I was, like, buried, you know, mm-hmm. and just, like, no chance, so. Um, yep. What was the low point for you this outdoor season so far? What was – Maybe uh, low 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 point was Hangtown because the, the opener, yeah, 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 just because of what I did the year before mm-hmm. and what I was expecting and and how we basically just got worked there also, you know, by a lot, yeah, um, by a long ways. It wasn't really close at all, and and even having Baggett pass me in that first moto and then right. Anderson pass me in the second moto, you know, and going what four four for third overall, yep. Yep, you got third. And yep. the year, year before, you know, I went 1-1 so easily, and I thought I could at least win the thing. I, mean, I wasn't expecting to win it by a minute, but... Of course not, yeah. When you have a, a race like that the year before, you're like, man, I got this race, and wasn't even close to that. So uh, that was... That was a low point for sure. Um, I've been around a lot of a lot of you guys in my years, uh, either working on teams or in the media or whatever. Generally speaking, no matter how bad the race goes for you, Eli... You sign autographs, you talk to the media, you put on somewhat of a brave face. Um, some guys don't. Some guys, it's crickets. Like, when things go bad, it is crickets. And uh, uh-huh. they're not coming out of their motorhome. They're not doing anything. <laughs> I got to give you props, though. Even no matter how pissed you might be at me coming up or, or people for autographs, because, like you said, Hangtown or whatever, you, you hold it together. So props for that. And is it hard? Do you, are you sometimes like, I don't want to do this, but I have to because I'm, you know, a star of the sport? Uh, yeah. I mean, you pretty much hit it. The nail on the head there. Um, you know, there's there's days where you don't want to go out there and, and mm-hmm. meet meet and greet every single fan that does come up to the front door or is on, hanging on the edge of the tent. But right. I don't know. You just you don't want to be a butthead, you know. So that's <laughs> the image I don't want to put off at all. <laughs> yeah. I at least just want to be a decent guy, you know. Yeah. No, I, I get um, it. Yeah, you're you're pissed, and you're just like, hey, I, the, part of the gig is doing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd just rather take that anger home, you know, not <laughs> show it to everyone. I guess. Right. Right. Um, any plans for you to ever like uh, go east or anything, or, or is it is every week going back to your place, going back to the Tomac compound? That's the plan, and that's what you're going to do. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and early on, I I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't really think this was the place to be. But you know, now that I've I've been here for since or whatever, I've spent my whole pro career here. Right. I'm definitely going to stay here. There's really no reason or benefit for me other than I think the only thing I I don't benefit is the Supercross season is when the guys go to Florida and I have to stay in California for an extra right. two or three weeks. You know? Yeah, yeah. That would be the the bad part of Colorado, but I think there's a lot more pluses than yeah, you know, than, than bads. I just so, think I was just thinking about the humidity. Our, I mean, our, outdoor, yeah. our outdoor track is awesome, and you can't beat the outdoor riding here. And my Supercross track is really good in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, guys, you know, I at one point in my career, I thought I would have to have a a place, you know. Like Florida for humidity and, and getting right. used to the heat, but um, I don't know. I think it's just like you get older and you get stronger and you get tougher and you can kind of just deal with it. And uh, I also think it's better to go into the race fresh than being melted from the heat during the week. So yeah, there's that's that my too. theory. Yeah, I just I, your travel would kill me. Like you always got to go to Denver and you're always connecting maybe again. You well, know, yeah. What are you? Yeah. Do? So. It um, is one connection to Denver, so yeah. For me, I'd be like, "Oh man, I want to go east." And, and like, if but yeah, hey, it works for you. And from what I've heard from people who've been out to your place, it's uh, everything you could possibly want to be a professional motocrosser is at your place. So yeah, pretty lucky that way for sure. Uh, yeah. Let's get to some phone calls here. First up is uh, Travis. What's up? Welcome to the show. What's your question for Eli Tomac? Hey, what's up, Steve? It's Travis from Southern Maryland. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, uh, first off, I just want to say congrats to Eli. Uh, totally kicking butt at Southwick, man. You were railing it out there, dude. Thanks, man. Um, no, I just, uh, my question was, you know, after this 1-1, uh, what, what are you going to do this week uh, as far as mentally preparing, you know, with all this confidence and momentum going into uh, Millville? Like, how are you going to prepare to uh, – come back and just keep, you know, stamp it back up what you did this past weekend? Uh, man, I mean, it'll be a pretty normal week here at home. Um, honestly, it's it's after a win like that on the weekend, it's, you know, easier to wake up in the mornings during the week <laughs> and go get your all your work done, you know, because you're, you're pumped, you're doing things right, and you feel like you, you know, you are doing something right. So um won't be doing anything special other than, you know, going there knowing that I can, you know, fight for the win and, and, and at least get a win now. So um Right. Yeah, nothing nothing special that way. Uh thanks. So thanks, Travis. Appreciate right, it, man. Right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's not one of those things where you, you don't want to get too high, you don't get too low, right? I mean training programs yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. Like stick to your program and stick to what you know has got you so many wins. Yep. 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 Um exactly. How's the uh, how's the body feeling and everything else? You, you getting uh, you feeling a little bit better and everything else? I mean, it's been a long time, and you know you got shoulder surgery, but you had another crash before Supercross and everything else. You hundred percent? Are you dealing with anything? Or yeah, I'm a hundred percent. Really, I mean, uh, the one shoulder. You know, at, at the end of the day, I can still feel it. Get a little bit, a little bit more fatigued than normal. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't really, I don't know, hinder me at all with my riding. Um, but I would say, like at the beginning of Supercross, there were still some effects that way, you know. Right. But now it's like everything seems normal. I can do all my normal gym stuff to where, or early like in Supercross, I couldn't do all my my normal gym mm-hmm. routines and 
couldn't throw around kettlebells, you know, certain ways, but now it's like I'm back to normal. So good that way for sure. Right. Hey, uh, Eli, are you still working with Rhino at all? Just like remember back in the day, you do like one day a week. There, are you just full time all the way back all the all the time in Colorado? Yeah, just all the time in Colorado. Um, yeah, I haven't been with Rhino for for. I think, oh, I, yeah, I didn't spend any time with him actually in California last winter. Okay, so it's been two years. Yep. And then one other thing, like, what was the difference between like let's say the first I don't know round that was six, right? The first five rounds. And this one did like was your intensity just did were you able to ride harder longer? Did something just click? Was it just your day, or did y'all make a change that was did y'all do something different before this race that just made this one come so easy because you know it's just like there was such a big difference, but I can't say the last few races you've been making it tougher and tougher on Ken, but this week yeah. it just looked like you you know you you weren't having any of it, yeah, I mean Southwick is a track like where I, I literally can just pin it and I feel like I'm, I'm at home, you know, mm-hmm. um, bike wise, I didn't really change much. You know, we did like a little, little bit of sag, you know, to get a little bit lower in the rear and, right. you know, a little bit with like fork height, but no like major changes. So, um, that is a place I'm just super comfortable with in that soil, you know? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's really interesting yeah. to see. And, and I did just, I felt good all day. Like, I was able to push through both those motos, didn't feel weird or or whatever, tired. So it was yep. just a, I don't know, woke up on the right side of the bed and well, I was just going there, you know, knowing I could try to get or get the win. I don't know if you're going to win Millville this weekend. Like we said, you last time you went 1-1 there. I don't know if you're going to win Millville, but I think this win helps you and I think we see some great battles. I really do. Just because I, I, I think this is kind of thing that you need to break through you know what i mean so um yeah i i, yep. I do think it's gonna be great uh some more calls brett from australia what's up brett you want to say hi to eli hey, good day mate yeah good day everyone how are you good day mate <laughs> i just wanted to say congratulations on the win eli it was exciting to watch um i'm a bit of an aussie super fan so it was pretty cool to see yeah yeah thank you that was a good one <laughs> no no worries is um how was uh Grant? so I got to meet him last last year when I went over there to watch you win at Glen Helen, and he's a pretty cool guy. So was he pretty excited to to get the W as well? Oh yeah, it, you know, not only Kranz, but every single guy on the team, you know, is just like yeah. big sigh of relief that way for sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet there was a lot of relief, okay. right? From just like just like Daytona, you know, those guys were so stoked on you dominating Daytona too. They were just like, okay, we got it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, we got one. So. Um, yep. <laughs> um, hey, uh, Eli, I don't want to put you on the spot here or anything, and, and you can, you, but maybe you don't know, but so you're going to do the two USGPs, right? I think I saw a press release saying you're in yep. for both of those. Yep, yep. Um, for those. Yep. If you're selected to the designations team, you you going to go, or have you thought that th- far along? You know, I have, and the fact that I haven't won one of those yet makes me really mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I so, bet, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go for sure. I okay. Mean, if it, you know, I was I was thinking about. I was like, man, you know, we've we've had a crazy long season. You know, I've been go- we've been going hard since January, yep. and we're adding these two GP events, and then you have the nations too, most likely. And I was like, you know, it's just crazy because then you you take what two weeks off and you have to start riding yeah. a little bit of soupy for Monster Cup. It's right. It's like never ending. So I think it, if I if I did win a donations before 
I would maybe, maybe I don't know. That's just so tough. You know, well, to we were on, we were talking about it last week. Yeah. It's so gnarly now that you you kind of have to take time off. You know, it's you know when do you get time off? No, we were talking about that last weekend. Like uh, we were saying, okay, Eli's in for the two USGPs. Like if you bowed out of Dis Nations, I think we would understand. Like it's literally a week off. Des Nations, yeah. a week off, Monster Cup. Like, I, I yeah. you guys are gnarly. So, I don't think us media slash fans can come down on a guy like you. I, I mean, honestly, I don't think you should race those USGPs, but that's a whole other political deal and, and whatever. You're kind of forced to do those. I don't think you should have to do those. But the Des Nations, if you're going to do those, yeah, man, I, I, don't, I get it. So, if you go, I think that's awesome. But I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, yeah. Or like just you know, we'll just be racing on the weekends and not riding during the week. Like, right, we're riding that much. It's crazy, you know. Oh, I know. Uh, Brett, thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Happy birthday, Preeti. All right, I'll tell her that. Thanks. She's probably she might be listening. Uh, thanks, Brett, all the way from Australia. Trevor, you want to ask Eli about a handling between the Honda and the Cowie? Indeed. All yeah. Right. Um, I went from uh, from a uh, Honda to a Kawasaki myself, and just noticed just like a a pretty drastic change in just the handling of the bikes. And was just wondering if, uh, how hard that was for him to adapt to. Um, it's just, you start with like, I don't know. It's just a different, uh, they're just different platforms. Like, you know, your, your weight bias is different from the get go. Um, I think most riders kind of all have a sweet spot on where they want their bike. You know, if they really know what they're feeling. Right. So I think you kind of search for that feel, or you would, you know, kind of both chassis, you know, or I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but in right. stock form is where they're a lot different, you know. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, they, I mean, yeah, massively, and I was just going, man, it's, uh, yeah. because you, you've been a Honda guy, like, your whole life, pretty much, weren't you? Uh, from, well, once I got into big bikes, yes, yeah. I rode a, a yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I mean, yeah, on the big bike. Yeah. Yep. Well, cool. But, yeah. Thanks, Trevor. Right yeah. on. Thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, last question for Eli Tomac here. Brian, what's going on? Uh, what's your question for uh, Monster Energy's Kawasaki's Eli Tomac? Good evening, fellas. How are we? Good. Thanks, man. So, Eli, here's what I want to know. is Obviously, this weekend was pretty freaking good. Um, but I want to know, what pro race have you just felt like you were just absolutely in the zone? I mean, I'm thinking of one in particular, but I'm obviously not you. I mean, I'm thinking... 2013 donations on a 250s. Holy crap! I'm about to be on these 450s, and obviously until disaster strikes. But what? I mean, tell me a pro race where you just thought, "Oh man, I'm on rails. I can't be stopped." Uh, well, Daytona yeah, this year. <laughs> every yeah. every outdoor race last year. Yeah. <laughs> five straight five straight <laughs> motos. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and I was thinking that not like easy. Yeah, easy. Oh, go ahead, Eli. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, rewind a year, and that's that's the that feeling of those races. Yep. Uh, it was unbelievable, those five motos. Unbelievable. Like, I remember tweeting, like, I think he's cutting the track. I think we need to look into this. <laughs> like, it's not possible to drop Dunge in these rocks and in these guys. Like, it's not, it's not possible. And it was amazing. I don't know. Five straight motos. <laughs> hey, Eli, remember how you said you felt like when Ken beat you this year by a lot, you were mad? Just imagine how everybody else felt last year when you were racing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is a good point. <laughs> so maybe they're just trying to pass it back to you just a little. 
I know it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool. Not good. Uh, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Later, fella. Yeah, I like uh, I like the fact that you want to go to the destinations. You're right. Uh, USA's got to got to get to the top. Got to get street. a win. It's been too long, right? Uh, yeah. When, when, three, when was the last time we did get a win? Uh, three. It's been three years. Um, the longest, which is the longest uh, losing streak since 1994, 95, and 96. So almost ten years. Yeah. Eli, I got a question. If you could pick your own motocross the nations team. If it was up yep. to you and team everybody, the, from the riders to the team managers, who like would you like? Who would you pick? You can't put them on a. Everyone's going to get pissed, pissed at him. Whatever he says. No, uh, love him. Maybe that's the team. I mean, he's going to okay. be our leader, probably. He is. He's yeah. He's our. He's the captain. No, well, you don't have I mean, to. You don't have to. You don't have to do one, it. One, you you know, you would hope that that Dunge would be healthy, right? Like, so. And then for the, for the 250 guy, I mean, uh, I mean, Cooper is, is is killing it right now, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Dunge is out. Let's just say Dunge is out. Okay. Here's what I say. Here's what I say. Dunge is out, which Alden's already said that, which I find weird, but whatever. Okay. Dunge is out. I go Webb on the 450, and then I take J-Mart or Savachi, whoever beats who. Or Amart, whoever's the next 250 guy, I put them on the 250. That's my that's my team. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess that, I guess that would that would be the because yeah, that Webb, would be the go. Webb's going 450 next year. He rode a great last year at this Nations. He rode well, uh, you know, dicing with Fiber, and uh, and there we go, boom. So, no, Eddie, Eddie's not happy with that. Well, Eddie, Eddie wants Barsha. Baby Al, you want Barsha? No. Oh. Baby Al's got to go for Puerto Rico. He can't jump countries. <laughs> He's already Puerto Rico. Sorry. Him and Phil are going to go for Puerto Rico. Yeah. I, I, I'm going, I, if it was up to me, I would have Eli on the 450, Cooper on the 450, and J-Mart on 250. Okay. He's been. He's been there a few times, so it's yeah. not like a shock. You know no, what I mean? He right. knows what to expect. Okay. He's seasoned. I can't argue with that. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and for an event like that, that's huge, I think. Because it's just so different, you know. There's so many crew members over there. I think they almost take too many people over too. I don't know. Oh, and Nick Way, and Nick Way, and Tim Ferry steering the ship. I like that. I like that. No, uh, Eli, I'm with you. There's so many people, and they want to help out. They want to do the right thing. They want to help everybody. But in a sense, it's almost a little overwhelming. Like I get, yeah, it. I, it is. Yeah, I agree. It kind of like adds to the pressure, you know. Yeah. Hey, when I went in '03. With Red Dog, went to Belgium. There was like the total team: Carmichael, St- uh, Hughes, and Ferry. There was probably eight of us. There was like no one there. Didn't even know you were on the team. No, Ro- Roger didn't know I was on the team. Um, we went testing at Lomo the two days before the designations, and then the next day I saw Roger in the elevator and I said, "Roger, where do we go to get our passes?" And he goes, "Who are you?" And I'm like, I was at Lomo with you, Roger. <laughs> I was. F you, dude. I, I was working on the bike. So, anyways, no, no respect. Um, hey, uh, thank you for coming on tonight. Really appreciate it. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Eli Tomac. Great job at, at Southwick. I am looking forward to this battle at Millville this weekend. I have a feeling. I don't know who's going to win, but I have a feeling that the third place guy is going to be in for a serious beatdown because you two guys. Are going to go at it, and uh, and that's great. And uh, man, you were good at Southwick. So uh, thank you, thank you for your time. Oh wait, one last question. Oh yeah, go ahead. Hey Eli, Air Forks or yeah. Spring Forks? Uh, Spring Forks. Which ones are you running? Uh, 
I'm spring right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I could have told you that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Spring Forks. Yeah. I just remember Ken saying everybody's on oh, Spring except yeah. for him. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I was just wondering. Yeah, Ken, what Ken was complaining about after the moto is exactly what Eli switched for, and everybody switches. Uh, <laughs> the fact that they changed during the moto, right? I mean, that's just an issue that they have right now. And it's for a guy like – I think for a local dude, it's fine. But for at the highest level like you are, Eli, that that's a difference. That's it. Sorry. Well, it is. Yeah. And you start like – you know, if it, if it pumps up so many PSI, you know, that's like going up a couple of spring rates right. know, with the spring fork. So it's, mm. I, I don't know. It's sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's totally fine. I don't know. Different chassis, different bikes, too, is going to react different than others. So I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, it is what it is, man. I just, I think it's a legit complaint. Now, what you need to try to do is try to get some of those showers that are on Bauer's bike because they have like a little tiny spring in them, I guess, or a hybrid. Uh, but that's probably a whole nother political game that that you don't want to get into. <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Hey, I know, I know. Uh, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you this weekend. Thanks, Eli. All right, thanks, guys. All right, see ya, Eli Tomac. Everybody, one one at the Wick. I think I just heard. I don't know if I read it or something. Did Cooper switch back to air? Cooper and Jmart are on. They spring. were both on spring, but okay. I thought Cooper just switched back to air. Do you want to ask his mechanic? Yeah, I could. Oh yeah. Well, hey, I know. Yeah, why don't we cold call him? Okay, can you get me the number? That was yeah. my that was my hint for you to get me yeah. the number. I could do that. Gear alloy, everybody. Gear alloy wheels. Uh, since introduced in 2004, the gear alloy brand has dominated the light truck and SUV market. With a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes, uh, Gear Alley, uh, proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC team, longtime supporter of Jessica Patterson. Do you know anything about her at all? Uh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. Uh, whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, Jeep, the Gear Alloy uh, wheel size for you to choose from. 20 different styles. I have a set of Gear Alloys on the uh, Ridgey. You have a set of Gear Alloys. Al- what? Of can course. I get the number or what? I, I, what, what are you doing? Can, can I send it to you? No, just give me your phone and I'll just. Oh, here it is. Unplug it, please. I can't reach it. Okay. Yeah, every car so in my is... parking lot's got gear alloy so, on it. Oh, it just disappeared. Uh, oh, here there we go. It. No, I got it. I got it. Uh, Great this is radio. The, this is the gear alloy cold call. Eddie was TV? supposed to. I thought it was here. Eddie was supposed to have this ready. So. Gear alloy cold, cold call. Cold We're calling uh, Eric Gas. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold Call. We gotta ask him about this pit board too. I feel like we gotta get to the bottom of this pit board. What happened to the intro music? Cold call. Eric Gas, everybody, mechanic at the Cooper Web. Oh, it's called turn, the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Off. I accidentally hit it twice. All right, let's see if Eric Gas answers. Star Racing mechanic Eric Gas, Cooper Webb's guy. Hi, yes, it's Jagger Home, please. Benny Bloss coming up on the show. Hello, it's Jagger Home. Let's see if he answers the Gear Alloy Cold Gear Call. Gear Alloy Call. Come the chick. Sure, this is the right number? Awesome. Okay. Your call has been forwarded to a automated oh, voice message. Eric Gass not answering the Gear Alloy cold call. That is too bad. We really want to get to the bottom of what was going on on that pit board and, uh, and talk about Cooper Webb a little bit. So, uh, hey, RoostMX.net, 35% off all graphics uh, for Loretta Lynn's special. Use code LL16. So uh, even better than the uh, Pulp MX code. LL16 code at RoostMX.net gets you a 35% off. That's killer. That's awesome. Uh, Nash, what's up? Gentlemen. How are Gentlemen. you? How are you? 
I'm great. I got my factory filled goggles around my neck oh, right now. Good to hear. Good to hear. In the garage working on the bikes. Uh, um, it's been a little bit. I've been being a dad, not a fad. Not that anyone cares. Eddie, always glad to have you in studio. Hey, Love thanks. Eddie Ray stories. Thanks. Very enjoyable and, and a solid uh, co-host. And you compliment Steve well. So Kenny's on the podium this weekend. We've all seen it. You've talked about it on the show. The question I have to, to ask you, Steve, is using your industry knowledge, the Kayaba fork that comes on the YZ line, where does that line up with works equipment from back in the day? Well, what do you mean? Like the, the no, I know what you're talking about, the new K, the, no, not new, it's the SSS system on the Yamahas. Correct. In right. other words, did you have that with Chad in 02? Was it 05? Um, when was that fork, a uh, works fork? Um, that's a good question. I don't. I don't know, Nash. I really don't know. I could. I could ask like uh, a couple of guys and uh, and get to the bottom of that. And, um, and it's funny. I just watched Ping do the bike test on the Racer X site, which I thought was really cool. And his honesty conveyed in the the thing. He's like, he talked about the the 2016 overhaul on the bike that they did with that 250F. He's yeah. like, I just love this fork. I mean, I know he's an Air Fork hater. I'm not. Yeah, to... he's he's a key for category, which I don't. I'm not. I'm not going. You know how you know how Robert Downey Jr. went f- said never go full retard in yes. Tropic Thunder. I am yes. not going to go full Air Fork hate like Kiefer and Ping. No way. I mean, I don't ride like those guys. I don't ride as much at all. But you can't tell me that they're the devil. You know what I mean? You just can't no. tell me that they're they're Satan on a fork. Hey, let's it's, Nash. Wait, let's yeah. call. What time is it? Okay, it's still. What? Let's. I'm going to call right now instead of the, instead of Eric Gas. Hey, Nash, do you do off-road riding? Yes, Eddie. Say it again? You do some off-road riding, don't you? Indeed, I do, yeah. You go to, uh, you go to um, GNCC at Unadilla? Uh, I have gone to the GNCC in Unadilla. I'm, I'm primarily an Enduro guy, and I'm really involved with my kids and my dad. Gotcha. I, I mean, we poked around up there. Yeah, I love it. I just go I'm there. I'm going to Amateur Day at Unadilla this year. I, I go there for GNCC, so I just wondered if you... Or ever go up there? Oh, we get connected, dude. If you and JP are ever around, and you guys want to do some riding, man, we got some really well, good, good I, stuff. I work for the uh, Ampro Yamaha, you know, Infab Ampro Yamaha team, like you know, the factory off-road team. Oh, you read awesome. Corey Hutter with Western Power. So, ah, uh, Corey Hutter. I was trying to call Corey Hutter, my old suspension guy at Yamaha, to ask him your question, Nash, but he ain't answering either. All right. Well, hey, that's something for you to tuck away in the vault. And like I said, I, I literally had the factory fill goggles around my neck. That right there, buddy. Christmas came early. Love them. That's what we Love do. Them. That's what we do on the Pulp Mech Show. We make uh, we make dreams come, come come true. Well, hey, you're doing a hell of a job there, Super Steve. Eddie, always a pleasure. And uh, we'll get we'll get to the bottom of this. If you had to guess, throw a dart at the wall, Stevie. What do you think? What? Out in the age of the fork. In other oh, words, oh, um, I don't even know. I I I I, don't, I, I do know. I'll tell you this. In 03, our forks, they were 50-millimeter KYB forks. Um, I believe they had two bushings in them, and that was about it. They were just your standard. um, I don't even think they were twin chambers. They were just your standard fork with two bushings, and things were made out of tie. You know, and everything else, but there wasn't and the valving at the bottom. That's crazy. Yeah, there oh, wasn't. I'll tell you what. There wasn't like anything like gnarly about them. Like there really wasn't. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know. Like I like to get Hutter on here, and, or or Ross Mayetta even for that matter. And and, and call Ping and, up and ask him how much he loves him. You know, he loves we, him. we're not going to call him Ping. We're not calling Ping. He loves him. <laughs> Amateur hour <laughs> over here. Um, I love it. Keep it up, fellas. Cheers. Uh, Enjoy the show. See you, Nash. Thanks. 
Eddie Ray in studio with us here on the Pulp Mech Show. You having fun, Eddie? So yeah, far? I'm having a great time. Are you? Okay. Yeah. You want to talk about what we were talking about earlier off the show? Which one? Which which thing? We talked no, about a lot of things. Let's get you in trouble. What is it? Uh, what about Eric Gass? Did you text him? Yeah, I, I text him. Okay, and said what? Uh, I text Ham and Seth. And I said, I'm calling you from a 702 number. Answer that crap. Ugh, bastards. Uh, all right, let's get into the race tech emails. Before what Benny- were we going to talk about? You said not to talk about. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, I'll bring it up later. I didn't realize I realized we don't have enough time. All right. To get Run into it, it now. Uh, scrubsheet.com, our, our buddy Mike Sweeney. He's a, he's a fan of the show, listener of the show, friend of the show, shoots for Pulp MX. Please check out the scrubsheet.com. It's new moto media for the digital age. It connects you with the best moto content on the web. Um, so we thank, uh, we thank uh, Mike Sweeney uh, for listening and for starting our website. So Racetech, Racetech.com. Eddie, have you ever used Racetech for anything? Um, like you've had a lot of work done on your bikes over the years. You ever yeah, used Racetech? Um, no, I've never used Racetech suspension, but... Uh, okay. Well, you should, because Ben LeMay and Cody Gilmore and Freeze and Alessi, they use uh, Racetech, Racetech suspension. They got motor service going on now, too, as well, and uh, great guys. My and buddy Ronnie Monk's a uh, Racetech guy. Right, Ronnie Monk's. I got a Racetech depot in Florida. Go yeah. check them out. Uh, they take your air forks. They turn them into... They take your uh, show attack forks, turn them into spring forks, so we thank those guys, and please, even if, look, even if you'd like, you're like, oh, I don't want a revalve. I don't need it. Okay, I get it. Change your oil. Right? Everybody needs an oil change. Get your oil change. God, look after your bike. Wah, wah, wah. And, uh, and, and get that happening. So, um, all right, okay, so here's the best emails of the week. Uh, Jeff sent this in. I want to thank you for your content. I truly believe what you call your janky podcast show is helping grow the sport of motocross. I don't agree with that. But anyways, uh, Jeff said, I went to Southwick last weekend, and believe me, I am pumped that it's back on the circuit. The last thing I want to do is bash the race. But I witnessed first down how bad flaggers are. A total of three times I watched flat riders go down and the flaggers aren't paying attention. No one got hurt, but what is it going to take for whoever's in charge to get people with common sense to be flaggers? There's no consistency. I get pissed watching all these close calls from incompetent flaggers. Uh, maybe they can get headsets, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for all your shows and Pulp Hockey. Oh, Jeff, thanks. like Pulp Hockey. Um, hey, I, went to, I was at Muddy Creek, and I was standing in the pits by that downhill yeah. sweeper. You were actually, I actually tried to send you a picture, but you were in Italy, Italy yep. of a flagger. Hey, you know by the pits, you have that downhill sweeper, and there's like a tabletop right at the end? Yeah. Somebody down. People yelling, Baggett's dad going crazy. Guy just standing there like, I mean, he was just out there. Dude, I mean, it's, it's a problem in Supercross. It's a real problem. It's a problem with the motocross nationals. Millions of dollars at stake, and they're, they're, they're getting paid, they're volunteer flaggers basically for 20 bucks or... I don't even know if they get paid at all. You would think they could come up with something. There gotta be something, dude. These promoters are making money. Put them into the flaggers. Help. The, I, look, there is a meeting. There's a safety meeting. There's a responsible crew of flaggers that they think these guys aren't. The promoters aren't in Supercross and Motocross. They're not like, oh, who cares? They care, but it ain't working. So it ain't working. So I agree with Jeff. Uh, the flaggers aren't aren't so great. Uh, here's Connor. Did you get turned on watching Filthy Phil dry hump a camera for 30 plus 2? God, is the camera fucking stupid. It just looks awful seeing nothing but their jersey. Good for sponsors, though. Have you seen that cam, that GoPro cam? It's a Fram cam. I don't like it. Do you like it, Travis? Eddie's on his phone, so he's not paying attention. No, not my favorite. I was trying to get Eric's number. Honestly, like, I get it. It's a sponsor cam. There's a plug. I get it. That angle shows us nothing. Yeah, it's bad. The Fram cam? Yeah. It's garbage. It's a dude's dick. It's a dick cam. 
and it's got I don't understand like oh like we all know how like that that camera view is good for 30 seconds and then never go to it again because we get it it's the guy's body it is gnarly Eddie you race I race Travis you ride we all know how much it takes to ride a motorcycle and it is interesting I think to show that video but not for 20 minutes. Is it the one that we saw this weekend where they're riding and you can just see the face? Yeah, and their body. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. Put a camera on the back fender, you know, if you want to do so. I don't know. Get rid of the dick cam, dude. It's dumb. Uh, all right. Um, Speaking of that cam, uh, of that camera, mm. McElrath was wearing one, wasn't he? He had a pretty big get-off. Oh, McElrath. That was a big one. He's got lungs and ribs yeah, issues poor and guy. everything. Jesus. So... Um, all right, last last email here. Uh, I hope the masses were not disappointed with the lack of huge jumps at Southwick. It was really a treat to have a rough, gnarly, whooped-out track from the past, and the action was so good I hardly noticed a less-than-huge error. Hats off to the Junkyard Dog and his team, including Keith Johnson, who we had on tonight, for making a fantastic return of the series, racing both, and the racing was both entertaining in both classes. I look to see you live at Millville. I will be the geeked-out 50-year-old cheering wildly for Martin Brothers' demolition team. And the rest of all the Minnesota riders, Amart and J. Marco, one, two, respectively, stamp it from the jammer at District 23. Eddie, do you think the Martin brothers go one, two this weekend in some order? Um, are they going to go one, two? Yeah, you don't got to tell me which brother. You just got to tell me, hey, brother. Man, I think I. <laughs> I think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna go one, two, three, and it's gonna be three star racing Yamahas. No, I I didn't ask you that. Oh, who's gonna do better out of the brothers? No, do the Martin brothers go one, two? No. Okay, Cooper gets in the middle. Yeah, that's what you think. Yeah, or he wins. Cooper wins yeah. or gets in the middle. Something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, waffle, 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 waffle. Jammer from District Twenty Three says that he can stamp it. That what? The Martin brothers go one, two. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Thanks for your answers. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say if they're going to go one, two. You would think they are as yeah. fast as they're going. It happens. You know, as fast as they're going and yep. as good as they're riding mm-hmm. and it being their home track, you you got to assume they are. But you know how just something silly always happens? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah, always yeah. going to be that little silly thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's hard to say if they're going to go one, two. Okay. All right. Um Hey, Eddie, I need Maybe you. I'll go with each one of them at least win a moto. Okay. Alex, maybe moto one. Jeremy, maybe moto two. Okay. Eddie, I need you to pick a number for fly racing. We gave away a fly racing OGO backpack uh, last week via email entries. And I need you, Eddie, to pick a number. Pookie's very upset about this, by the way. She thinks it should be d- done differently, but too bad. I know it's her birthday, but too bad. Eddie Ray, pick a number between 101 and 158. I'm going to go, because I'm such a big fan of the Blue Deuce, I'm going to go with number two. Second guy who emailed in. Gets yeah. It, wins the Fly Racing. OGO backpack, thanks to the folks uh, at Fly Racing and OGO, of course. Uh, flyracing.com, uh, they give you uh, a little set. So I'm going to email the lucky winner, and you owe Eddie Ray a thank you. Yeah. Number two. I love the number two. All right, next up on the show, killing it this past weekend, going 8-6. He went 11-10 at Redbud. Uh, he's coming on. He is um, a replacement rider, fill-in rider for the BTO Sports KTM team that uh, has now turned himself into a permanent rider for this outdoors. Benny Bloss. What's up, Benny? How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're great, man. Congrats on Southwick. 
Wow. Thank you. Thank you. It was definitely exciting. You got to be stoked. Yeah, we had Bogle on last week, and you were catching him at Redbutt, and he said he would he was going to die beating you because he's your partner <laughs> during the week. He said, I was going to die or beat Benny. <laughs> yeah, we definitely uh... – Definitely are very competitive, <laughs> him and I. So, okay, does not surprise me him saying that. So, it, I've seen the riding facilities during the week. I've been a part of them. I've been so you guys do motos, right? Um, who starts first, Nichols? I'm guessing. Um, usually we have Jimmy go first. Oh, poor Jimmy! Poor Jimmy! Either <laughs> Colt or Austin. Okay. And then either me or Bogle. And then Canard goes last. Depends on how the warm-up. Right, yeah. and Canard yeah. goes last. Okay. All right, yeah. Top Jimmy got some points this weekend, though. Did he finally get some? Finally. Yeah. Finally. I told him. Going to t- I know he he wants to ride and his team and all that, but Suzuki to a DF. It's a tough go for for Top Jimmy. <laughs> top Jimmy. Um, Hey, so uh, were you good in the sand? Have you been a good sand rider your whole life? Like, where'd this come from? Um, obviously, look, you've been good. Like I said, at Redbud, you you're good. You're getting better. Uh, you'd never been to Southwick before, from what I understand, and, and you killed it. So, it, you just feel good in the sand. I love the sand. Uh, we actually have a track down here in Oklahoma that is a lot like the Southwick track. Like, I was surprised with how many sections were. Oh, really? Just like okay. the track that yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. So. I don't know. I love it. I think my tall tallness helps with my sand riding. Just being able to stand up and kind of handle the bike a little bit more than I guess the short guys would be able to. But, yeah, uh, yeah no, I love it. Well, Wyndham never did that well at Southwick. He hated it. And one of the things he told me was, I'm so tall that sitting and standing takes so much work. And I'm like, okay, all right. Which is the same for you, if not worse. That's the drawback, def- I guess, right? Yeah, I mean it definitely takes a lot, but I would say if you could stand more, it would be it works better in the sand. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just that's kind of my theory, I guess. Sure, I yeah. could be completely wrong, but uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I've just always li- like loved the sand. So BTOSports.com, uh, KTM Benny Bloss on the Pulpamex Show, presented by BTO Sports. Please call BTOSports.com, mention you with the Pulpamex Show and Pulpamex, and they'll give you a hell of a discount. And 702 586 Pulp, if you got a question for Benny. Benny, how tall are you? Let's get the record straight here. 6'5. Jeez, you seem taller even. God, monster. Um,. And so, yeah, you've been doing well, been doing better each and every week. You're kind of getting some more confidence. Like I said, Red Bud was good because you came from sort of from the back up through the pack a little bit. You've got to be – there's no doubt that you're feeling more confident every week. Huh? You're feeling a little bit more like you belong, and now you can focus on racing and working ahead? Yeah, definitely. Red Bud was huge for me just confidence-wise. Like going to Southwick, just being on the line with the people was – I didn't get that great of a gate pick, but I was—I think I was next to Porcel and Tickle, and it was like where two weeks before I would have been maybe doubting myself a little bit. But mm-hmm. at Southwick, it was just like you know these guys really aren't much better than me, if not any. So yeah, I mean, Redbud really turned around my confidence level a lot. Yeah, no, I bet. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really good. You're just getting more and more uh, confidence. And this weekend at Millville, have you been there before? And by the way, it's kind of sandy too, Benny. It is pretty sandy. The sand rollers. Mm-hmm. I've been to Millville actually a bunch, and oh, okay. I absolutely love it. It's 
one of my top three favorite tracks. So Eddie, I'm super, super excited to go there. The 450 guys could be in more trouble this weekend when Benny gets to Millville. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you know nobody's on that wagon more uh, than I am. Benny, Eddie's driving your bandwagon. I don't even – after Loretta's last year, he came on the show and – all he could talk about was Benny Bloss. Watch out. This kid is the real deal. I went to Loretta's. I watched him. He he worked through the pack. He's in shape. He's fast. I don't know what, what happened like with, with Eddie Ray and you, but he's got your your he's your guy, Benny. He's hey Benny, <laughs> this is a weird question for someone to even ask you, but do you even know who I am? Like have you ever like do you know who I am? <laughs> I know exactly who you are. Okay. Um, we spoke it at Vegas Supercross. What'd you say to me? <laughs> I don't remember exactly what I said, but I know that you were complaining about it being rainy and you were going to race the arena cross and the start was outside, so you you figured you might not race because the start would be muddy. <laughs> I hate the mud. No, I said to Steve, I said, listen, I've never talked to Ben. This is leading up to, I said, the only thing he ever said to me one time was, do you like the mud? That's all you've, that's <laughs> all you've ever said. I talked to your mom great lady i talked to your dad he's awesome at loretta's he just came over introduced himself so of course like i i've always been like you know i like the way dv rides because he's tall i'm tall you're you're tall so it's kind of like i watched you and it's funny after loretta's i tried to sell you to everybody there was you did i tried to sell you to everybody (laughs) there that would listen and they're all like who is this like who what this tall and i'm like all right so uh, I even at one point was trying to talk to a guy that I guess was trying to get a hold of you to try to put something together. But uh, obviously, I mean, you landed on your feet, so it looks like you're doing all right. And you couldn't be with a better group of guys. Yeah, no, everybody at the BTO team is great. I, I feel like I'm starting to fit along, fit in a lot, a lot better. And, uh, you know, everybody's so helpful, and I really, really like that. Um, well, I know Forrest is really – Forrest actually has called me. You know, I, I talked to Forrest last week. I talked to him a little bit this morning. And he's really got your back, that's for sure. Uh, you know, yeah, he's he – uh, Forrest called me too. You, we we got to get Benny a ride. we got to get Benny a ride. I'm like, no one listens to me. No one cares. <laughs> now, Benny, I have a question. If you had to pick between a a factory 250 for money or a factory 450 for just – doesn't cost you a penny – but you make bon- like you know a decent bonus program. Which one would you take? Honestly, for Supercross, I think I would take two fifty, whether it's paid or not. Really? No, Eddie and I. No, we don't like that move. We don't like that. Us too. As so. your agent, yes. As your <laughs> as your number one and number two fans, yeah. uh, you got to get on. You got to stay on a four fifty. We that's what we think. So, so uh, no, no. I, I believe like there's a two fifty. What? Go ahead. I like the I like the 450, but I think I don't know. I I feel like I could do really really good this this year in Supercross on a 250, and I, I don't know. I I just I really like a 250 on Supercross. Well, I, I mean, I think that's... there's a 250 out there that's good for you. I, I mean, mean, there's definitely one I know. I mean, Eddie's trying to get you on Star Team, Benny. That's what he's trying to do. Eddie's tight with the guys <laughs> at Star. They got one more spot open, um, and he's trying to get you the spot. So just FYI. I'm not trying. All I can do is all I can do is make a phone call. You know, that's all I can only put in the. I'm pretty tight with Bobby and the boys, so you know, hey. And it's not because like, hey, we're bro. Definitely, we're not bros. Because like I said, we don't even no, talk. No, you're not. We bros just with any. we just avoid each other. It seems like. But I mean, I've seen you ride, and uh, you definitely. Uh, 
I think with a little more, obviously you're maturing. Especially, I think being in the 450 class is a good thing. That'll help you mature even faster because you're riding with guys that you have know, been doing it for a long time. So I think if you drop back down to when you drop to the 250 class, you'll probably be fine, you know. And plus, you're a lot bigger than everybody out there, so you can just push them around, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, how's that going with a ride? You got some sn- you got some people interested. You got a few sniffs. I know a few weeks ago, you and I and Shorty and Forrest and a few other guys were in the lounge and. You were you were saying I don't know these guys and Shorty's like you gotta go around say hey I'm Benny and let me tell you after you go eight six in the premier class people are gonna know your name now. Yeah, well, I was really really nervous, you know, in the beginning, and then Shorty kind of gave me a, a real nice pep talk and made it sound like it was a lot easier. Um, just to even go introduce myself to people, yeah. I was super super nervous and. I ended, I I've talked to a few people but nothing too serious right now but uh, uh you keep so, going yeah, my options are you keep going eight six and they're gonna call you. Hey confidence is everything. <laughs> when you go talk to him, you gotta be confident. Go talk to Bobby. You'll look him out eye and him are about the same height. Um Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think it uh yeah. It's really interesting to see what, what what you end up doing. Like I said, you keep going eight six and, and coming from the back at Redbud ten eleven, uh, these guys are gonna get a hold of you because that these are legit legit rides. Um so uh let's get some phone calls for you, Benny here. Uh is this Gage? Yeah what's up man Gage, what's up? Thanks for calling. What's your question for uh, Benny Bloss? Uh dude I was gonna ask him uh whatever happened with the Slater skins ride man was uh was the bike too uh unaerodynamic or what? <laughs> Were you scared of the handlebar plastic? Cause, Touchy subject. Um, yeah, what happened with that, Benny? What 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 happened? Uh, you know, we just uh, didn't really. I guess we didn't really mesh from from the beginning too well, and just kind of struggled a little bit with things, and mutually decided to split ways, and we ended up on good terms, and everything ended up being fine. Um, Did Brooks scare you? Because Brooks is a buddy of mine, but he would scare me as a rider. <laughs> I worked underneath him, and he's pretty intense. I don't know if Honestly, Brooks... he didn't scare me. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, that was my question. Uh, you're doing good. Keep keep it up, man. Thanks, Gage. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Gage. Right. Appreciate it. Next question for BTO Sports KTM, Benny Bloss from Hal. Hal, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Great show tonight. Thank uh, you. Uh, Benny, man, dude, I uh, met you last year at Elizabeth City Motocross, Motocross Club. Uh, man, for anybody that hasn't met this kid, he's a super, super individual. He's going to be a rock star. Um, the, my question was already asked and answered uh, about the 250s moving up and or moving uh, back to 250s. And uh, Man, I just wish you all the luck, and uh, it was great meeting you here at Elizabeth City. And uh, for anybody that hasn't been to Elizabeth City, great group of people, great motocross track, and, I'll let you guys go. Take care cool. of Benny. Thanks, yeah. Al. Appreciate it. I hope he doesn't Thank come you. too much of a rock star because uh, Eddie Ray won't like him then. What? If, if Benny becomes a rock star. Like a rock star? Yeah. No, hey, no, like, maybe like, he'll let me drive his, his tour, tour bus or not, something not if he's like, a rock star. I mean, a rock star in the in the attitude and ego, you know, rock star in the pits. Like. Hey, but he'll know I was a true fan to start. <laughs> you were, so. Eddie was always there, Benny, when you strike it big. And we're tall, good-looking. <laughs> You know, and he was always yeah, a little maybe fan. one of my only fans. Hey, do you have a man friend? I don't have a man friend. I'm in. I had the I had this conversation like two weeks ago. I don't understand it. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I could be everything to you. I could be your man friend. I could be your agent. <laughs> Dude, hey, you don't need any of those things. Don't if, worry. If Shorty's Shorty's helping you, he'll keep you. Yeah, he will. on a straight and narrow. There are some people when you start getting better. 
there are some greasy people in the pits, bro, that, you know, just kind of want to get some money, want to get some, some, some use your, use your influence, you know, blah, 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 you know, so you got to kind of, kind of watch those people a little bit. So you, and then Shorty will tell you. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's not afraid to give me advice, which is, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. So yeah, um, Shorty's a good dude. And how sure. is, how, well, actually, if you keep catching and passing Shorty and Brayton, they're going to stop talking to yeah. you. Because that's what it's been lately for you, right? I mean, I would. I don't know about that. <laughs> they might start planting stuff in your locker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch out! Watch out, bro. I think Andrew's too nice. I think he's too nice. Same with Justin. Yeah. Um, it is funny though, Shorty. And I've said this like I've been around the guy forever. Either when I was a mechanic or now as a media guy, I have never seen him. Like, he he is what he is. There's not a fake bone in the guy's body. He's truly an amazing individual. I hate to say that because Moser's going to listen and people are going to think I'm blowing him. But he is truly a great guy all the time. Yeah, definitely. I don't don't think that he's – he's definitely not scared to tell you his true and honest opinion no Mm -hmm. matter how it's going to make you feel. And, you know, that's always good and – Usually it's something nice. So, yep. And and, and you, when I seen him after tough races, he's he's signing autographs. He's he's trying to put on a brave face. He's trying to be like I'm okay or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I think I just think the guy is a pro. That's a guy to emulate. I really do. Yeah, he's always always super super positive and really really great with the fans. Has oh. he ever told you the story about his first two supercrosses? He has not. The, you, about Shorty's first two when he rode for PC and didn't even make the night show. He didn't and make like, the night show? No, didn't even make the night show. Didn't make the night show. And I remember him just being so bu- – like we yeah. I was with bu- around Buckaloo. Right. He was always around Buckaloo. He was like part of that, yeah. that clique. Yeah. And I just remember him being like – it's so, like, I mean, tears in his eyes and look at where he's – you know what I right. mean? Like, yeah, no. Yeah. The yeah. guy's been through it all, so he's definitely – that's the kind of guy you want in your corner for sure. You got a good, you know, a good group of guys behind you. Um, Benny, yeah, Benny, a lot of people remember too. You, uh, one of our listeners said, tweeted, tweeted us – you cut your foot at Loretta's in the creek, right? It's like the first day, and people, and then you had your blood. Your boot was full of blood for like a, a week or whatever. People, people dug that story, man. I, that's kind of what you're known for, unfortunately. Cutting that's your, how your... I remember him. That's what makes me remember him is this story about this kid. And of course, I didn't even know who he was at the time. Right. Then all of a sudden, we go out to watch him, and he's taller than I am, and the and bloody foot, foot. And, and he's on a Yamaha. You know, it's like I, it just all kind of. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> Are you tired of people asking you about your cut foot at Loretta's, Benny? I have probably three people a weekend, <laughs> maybe more, <laughs> mention something about it. Unfortunately, that's that's what I'm going to be known for. But yeah, I, mean, I guess it's not. No, no. Once you start getting better, people will forget about that. But um, I, I actually, so. ten years from now, it'll be like, remember when you severed your foot at Loretta's? <laughs> And you got it sewn on. Benny, are you really missing your whole toe? Yeah. <laughs> Benny, I heard you have no foot. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, uh, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for uh, for the time tonight. The BTO Sports KTM rider, Benny Bloss. Uh, 8-6 at Southwick. Man, great job. And uh, Millville should go great for you, too, for the reasons we talked about. So um, keep it up, man. Thank you for the time. Thank you. And, uh, and we'll see you at Millville. Sounds good. See you, Benny. Benny Bloss, everybody. Man, a few words. Yeah, he lets, he, he, he lets his ride do all the talking. He lets his ride do the talking.
I think hey, he could be shot. You know what I mean? He still could be shot. He might. Do you be. know who I am? Yeah. Let's I mean, you want to know? Like, do you even know who I am? He might say, "No, not really." And I'll be like, okay. I don't feel so bad because he don't know who I am. If, I wish he would have said no. If you had told me that, now Keith, he just avoids me. If you had told me that Keith Johnson listens to the Pulp Show, I would have said no. <laughs> Well, okay, so, like, Benny! <laughs> so Eric Gass got back to us? Yeah, Eric. Okay, can you tell him after this commercial break? We'll get yeah, back I did. Him? I said we're going to call him shortly. He said, yeah, I'm in. Okay, and uh, so it won't be really be a gear out like cold call, but we tried, and so. Did, yeah, he, say why he, didn't, did he say why he didn't pick up? Uh, he said because he didn't know the number. And that happens. He goes, I thought you were, I said, we're at 702, will you answer? He goes, aren't you from Florida? Isn't, aren't you a Florida number? Uh, I said, geez. just don't worry. Actually, it's amazing, Travis. That we have a, it's amazing, Travis, you have much success as we have with that, with that, uh. It's pretty good. Jack, Jagger always answers. Yeah. Yeah, dude. All right. Second commercial break of the night. Uh, we'll come back with more Pookie Mathis music on her birthday. Happy birthday to my lovely and beautiful wife. Thank you for the green card. Really appreciate it. Uh, we'll come right back here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing with the great Eddie Ray. Stick around. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? 
Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses race tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses race tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their to previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. 
and uh, that's not to mention their their casing technology but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track so there you have Michelin Starcross 5 hard medium soft and sand new off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all new line of atlas braces are 20% lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join RV Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. 
you can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercar Series and rock up Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul Bemex Show. You need to stay up out in the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out in the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. You need to stay up out in the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out in the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota. Call like Minnesota, 
Presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Now, Pookie was so gracious, Eddie. This is actually your song. Next commercial break will be another Pookie song, but she gave you one of her songs. Yeah, because this is the song the Martin brothers are playing, telling everybody, don't get up on the track if you can't stand Cold the heat. Minnesota. Right. The boys are coming. The Martin boys are going to be ready. And are you saying cold like Minnesota? Yeah. It's going to be cold this weekend for Cooper Webb as, uh, as the Martin brothers are coming to Millville. And uh, I, I am interested in seeing what happens. This, this should be really, really interesting. Um, uh, it should be great racing this weekend in Millville. So welcome back to the show, everybody. Eli Tomac, Benny Bloss, and Keith Johnson have all been on. Uh, Travis Marks, um, it's early, but so far in the show, what's been your favorite interview? We're not done. But uh, I'm gonna go with you. ah man. I don't know. Let's say Eli. Eli was pretty good. Yeah, he, upbeat. He was. He was happy, huh? Yeah. Benny he, was good too, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get to hear much of Keith. I was on the phone a lot. But why were you on the phone? Uh, I don't know. Someone pays me to do. Yeah, that, you like so. that? Right, That's okay. what I do. Yeah. Uh, KTMParksExpress.com. Uh, you don't have a KTM. Eddie once had a KTM. Uh, PulpMex16 is the code to use. KTMPartsExpress.com, the number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Their warehouse is stocked with a huge inventory of genuine KTM parts, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear. 35 years of experience, these guys. KTMPartsExpress.com hooked up Heath Harrison via me with a $500 uh, gift card. So uh, I reached out to uh, KTMPartsExpress.com, and uh, they said, hey, we want to help this kid take it off our bill uh that they pay us to on the show every month so i'm gonna take it off the bill and they're gonna give heath a 500 hundred dollar gift card and it actually um yeah worked out all right where they ended up chipping in a little bit too so um thanks to the guys at ktmpartsexpress.com heath harrison yeah that's cool uh, and for you to do that he's killing right yeah. he's killing it um so yeah yeah it was great for me to do that last time i did that to a privateer he said uh i need some wheels yeah, it's, uh, and, uh, it's funny. When you were talking to him, you're like, hey, is there something we can help you out with? And you, like, went through wheels, but wheels was like, wheels. Wheels. Like, yeah. Wheels. <laughs> wheels. <laughs> um, so thanks to the folks at KTM, uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. Okay, so let's get to uh, Eric Gass. He's Cooper Webb's mechanic. Who was he last year? He was somebody else's last year. Cooper. Who was and he And he was Swanee Pool for a while. Swan- no, but wait. He was over at TLD and then for he a was bit. Jesse N- well, Swanee Pool, Jesse Nelson, back to star. Cooper? No, no, no. Swanepoel. Swanepoel Nelson. Nelson. Back to star. Back to Cooper. star. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's... He's from Oklahoma? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Good guy. Yeah, let's get... We don't have enough mechanics on this show. As a former mechanic, Eddie, and me too, we should get more mechanics on. I just have a lot more wins than you do. 
How do you figure? I got a uh, seven WMX championship. Okay, stop it. Stop it. That's your wife. There's still wins. There's still W. You have a summer cross win? Uh, nope. Okay. Right, just checking. Eric Gass, star racing, star racing mechanic for uh, Yellow. Eric. What's up? Hey, it's Steve Mathis. Uh, Mr. Eddie, Mathis, how are you doing? Sir? Good. How are you, man? So far, so good. Eddie Ray's in studio. He suggested we have a little cold call segment every week, and uh, he suggested to call you, and you didn't answer because you oh, were boy. scared of the 702 number. Uh, yeah, I was I was a little scared. I thought I might owe some mops or some money or something, but luckily <laughs> it's not you guys calling. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> hey, congrats on the wins, man. You guys have really – like this whole thing was like, is he going to race? His wrist is jacked up. Why bother? He's got a million-dollar 450 deal going along, blah, 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 and the kid – Toughed it out. Their second motos early on weren't the greatest because he wasn't practicing a lot. And then now, the decision looks great. Three three wins in a row. Yeah, you know, really been clicking them off. Yeah, coming into the season, we were looking to just get to uh, that first break and see where we were. And you know, uh, things were going our way. Uh, weren't as good as they are now, but I uh, started or decided to just you know put our head down and see where we could get it and. Yeah, like you said, he got to get get some riding in during the week. You know, fitness is getting up there. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we're in an awesome, awesome situation right now. A um, few things. We're going to put you on the spot here, Eric. we got to get to the bottom of a few things. Um, <laughs> uh, first up, your pit board at Southwick. Yes, sir. You, it says, last lap, uh, puss. Are you puss, calling? Yeah. Are you calling Webb a puss? Did you mean to say push? Do you not know how to spell push, or did you mean pass and you put a U instead of an A? Like what? What was going on there? I am well aware of how to spell pass and push. <laughs> okay, uh, all right, I, thank you. <laughs> I had pussy on the board. I don't know if it's loud on the old uh, on the old radio show, but uh, the camera guy was he was all in my face, and I thought maybe it'd be a little more politically correct if I just put. Puss. Okay. So I erased the Y and hung it out there anyways. Uh, okay. And that was that. So you yeah. meant this call? Uh, and, okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I was just trying to get him fired up. You know, had he not been playing butts mm-hmm. and wieners with his best friend, Jimmy D, the first three laps, he, you know, probably could have, should have, would have, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, won that thing. But, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. Right. But well, easy, if so you would have left that get Y. Fired up. If you would have <laughs> left that Y, that would have made him matter. Oh man, I think uh, I, I think I mean just you know if you guys look at the results from the first, I mean the second moto, uh, that should speak wonders for how Maddie was. Um, <laughs> you know we yeah. didn't talk anything after the <laughs> first moto. Going to the second moto, still not a whole lot being said. Uh, you know he he did what he knew he needed to do, and I don't know I don't know if you guys noticed uh, over the last couple of seasons, but yeah, you know, I'm pissed off. Cooper is a good Cooper to have around if you. Yeah. Win anyways. yeah, even skipping press conferences and angry Cooper that way too. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's not good on all behalves, but uh, no, of yeah. course, he, you know, getting the best out of him and a, a, a little angry, he, he, a little angry mongrel is a good one. Yeah, he's got that chip right there in his shoulder, and sometimes it bites him. Sometimes he says some things where you're like, huh? But in the end, that chip that's always been there has been a good thing for him. The way he rides, the yeah. way his attitude, everything else. So. Yeah. Um, second, yeah, like you, okay. like you said. Oh, I, I was going to say, like you said, sometimes it's not always good for press, and yeah, you know, him doing his job off the track, but uh, on the track, uh, yeah, if you, if you can get that little kid fired up, it's he's going to be held held to mess with. 
if I, I was a mechanic for a while, and if my rider was second in a motor, I would have never called him a pussy. I just would have been stoked that we got second. I would have been happy with no, second. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to take anything away from him. No, I know. Um, that was a brilliant ride on his behalf. I mean, to come from that far back, you know, in those conditions and, and you know, get that close to passing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just to get that close to, to yeah. Jeremy is, is it, it is really spectacular. But I knew if I could push his buttons just a little more, you know, I'd push that much harder. Uh, second question uh, here: Are you going to try to go with him next year? Uh, do you want to? Do you want to stay with him? Do you want to? Do you know? Uh, he just stole my question. And, What's what? He just stole he my has... question. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, if you go good. with him, make sure you go over to Steve's area at Yamaha and you kick some dirt on it. <laughs> my, <laughs> my bench area is. Uh, it's Lars already told me. It's still me the it's, messy one. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Still the messy one. <laughs> Listen, a lot of championships were actually none were won there, and none, and only one moto win was over there. So, um, but well, yeah, I mean, you want to, right? That's the goal. Well, for sure, I want to, and yeah, Coop's invited me or, or whatever you want to say. You know, yeah. he, he says he wants to have me along, and mm-hmm. uh, I've you know I've been in contact uh, numerous times with the Yamaha guys. Uh, obviously, we worked together in the past uh, through designations and japan mm-hmm. last year and you know some of the european races and so on and so forth sure. so yeah. i know those guys uh well enough and uh you know we work well together and you know we're getting some things worked out but uh yes uh, cool i will be there i hope it works sure. yeah i hope I, that I don't, works out right yeah, I, I i know they want him i know monster is willing to do whatever it takes and so on and so forth so right I don't see it being a problem than me being over there. Uh, we had Seth Rarick here in studio uh, a few weeks ago with Eddie, and I've known Seth for a while back when he was racing and everything else. Uh, what a pain in the ass he is, right? <laughs> <laughs> he really is, man. He likes to talk, doesn't he? Oh, God, let me tell you. Oh. I just can't, it's, can't. it's funny. I'm, I'm actually here at South of the Border right now, and uh, we were we were just at a bike shop earlier. Man, uh, we'd, we'd met a local that was was wondering why we're here and, and what we're doing here and so on and so forth. We were trying to explain, like, you know, who we are and where we're from and got the set. You know, Coop was like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm the racer. I won this weekend. And I'm like, yeah, I'm the mechanic, so on and so forth. And the guy got to him, and Seth was just freaking speechless on as to what he got going on. Please, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know you were back east. You need to yeah, let me dude, know this it's, stuff. It's, yeah. a, it's 11.44 where you are. Damn. I didn't even know you were at the yeah, border. yeah. No, yeah, I'm here at the border, hanging out with Pedro. Oh, Doing Pedro's there too. Uh, no, I mean. Oh, that Pedro. Pedro. Okay, Pedro that Pedro. Pedro. I got gotcha. you. What Pedro's that? Yeah. Pe- when you pull into the uh, town, it's south of the border, so it's like a little Mexican town. Yeah, I've heard of that. Well, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. Pedro, oh, like okay. the Pedro fireworks from the Pedro restaurant and Pedro this. So and does Pedro the that. real Pedro go to south of the border and freak out? A Pedro from Star? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, the, Pedro. He's actually. A, he's a. I think he's in Minnesota, right? He's <clears throat> he's there in Minnesota, Millville. Oh, okay. We're all hanging with the riders this week. Yeah, because uh, we have press day, so it, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense to fly all the way home and turn around and fly all the way back. I, I hated hanging with the riders. And, man, I had to work on practice bikes and dozers <laughs> and water the track, and I hated that. Easy loves it. Easy loves it. The more work you give him, the more the, the oh, better okay. he is. He's pretty intense. <laughs> just so you know, our friend Easy here actually had a – he doesn't know he had a run-in, but he's actually had a small run-in with, with Tom. Oh. Tom from InFab. Really? Easy's, oh, wow. yeah, Jeez, InFab Tom. <laughs> Easy's very, very, very intense. He don't like people in yeah. his area. Okay. He don't like people near his bike. 
So, like, you know, when you want to walk into the pits and you're like, hey, Easy, what's up? And you stand there. You know, everybody wants to put their hand on their yep, seat. Yep, yep, I do that. Easy's not down with that. Oh, I do hey, that. please go put your hand on Cooper's bike. I'm sure Brad will like that. No, Brad doesn't care. Please you got to watch out for Easy. <laughs> he walks by and gives Tom the old. Really? And you know, Tom's yeah. pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tom was kind of like talking to Bobby. Like, Tom is obviously welcome into the pits. Yes. He's yes. having a conversation with Bobby. Yeah. He puts his hand in. Gives him the sweep off. You did the sweep off, Eric? Hold on, hold on. I so might have done Tom, the sweep like, off Tom, once or twice. Th- this is Tom telling me the story later because he's yeah. like, who's this guy? Right. You know, Tom's pretty gets pretty yeah. bad pretty easily. Uh-huh. So anyways, I guess he's talking to Bobby again, and Tom pulls the, you know, like, just it's natural to put rest your hand on yes, something. I do that too. Well, yeah. then Eric gives him the full, like, off. And that's when Tom's like, oh, okay, I see what this, this Oh. Cocksucker's wow. doing. You know? was, was he the, was so mad he was, wanted to choke Eric out. Was there words exchange or no? No, 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 no. no. no okay. He held it in because he's like, it, it was burning my. I mean, I was. I kept thinking about it, and actually, after I walked away, it was burning me up so bad I wanted to go back and just choke him you know, out. I, I didn't care when I was a mechanic. I did care about people standing by my toolbox and trying to like like have conversations about my toolbox. That bugged the shit out of Steve me. Steve likes people to put his lunch on their lunch on his seat. No, I didn't like that, but I didn't mind <laughs> I didn't mind touching the bike so much. But you know when I think when I when I think about it myself in the pits now, I pull in clutch levers. I pull in front brakes. Don't do it on his bike. I'm hey, not. I'm not listen, I go into star pits. I'm 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 pretty welcome there. Yeah. I go into star pits and I know like I don't even I steer around that bike. Like there's a rug, you just don't get on the yeah, rug. Yeah, just don't get on the rug. Okay. Don't get on the rug. So yeah, in, for all you people listening, don't get the, on his rug. In between the bike and the uh, toolbox, that's a no fly zone. That rug yeah, around the hey, bike. That's I can res- I can respect that. I can respect that. That's that's gnarly though to shove a guy's it, hand. It off. might be a little anal, but I, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like people. You know, I don't come in and type on your guys' keyboards or whatever no. it is you guys do for a living. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get it. You know, it's a good point. Yeah, you don't come in and grab my MacBook and start like, "Hey, man, can I surf the internet yeah. on it?" Right? Yeah. Hey, did exactly. You, did you know just a little little fun fact here, mm-hmm. FYI, that when Easy was at Star the first time uh-huh, before Troy Lee, he worked for Swanee, who's Cooper's trainer right. in Swanee Wanamoto. Oh, at Southwick. Yeah. Oh, you were the guy. Yeah, Southwick. Oh, I that, yeah, that well, I was the guy for sure. Nice. Hey, nice. Yeah. Eric was growing hey, his was beard. He wouldn't cut his beard. He had this huge, like, he looked like the Taliban. And he finally had to shave his beard. Was that the day Gurky won, too? Because that was no, a weird no, no, day. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Um, no, no, no. Gurky won, like, no. 08? I don't remember. The, 07, the, the 08? The year the Gurky won was strange. It was muddy or something. Yeah, it was, real it was overcast. muddy and overcast and rainy. and That might have been the hurricane day. No, that, the year the hurricane no, was... Uh, that was- that was Swanee? That was Swanee. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Where we all got stuck there. I drove to Pittsburgh, actually. I didn't get we stuck. We bailed but... out of there. Yeah. I remember that no, we day. Played, uh, we went bowling with all the Racer X brothers. That's right. I remember, uh, we bailed out of there because that was the day that Jessica bike broke. and But we were happy oh, Swanee yeah. won. Hey, you know, you're supposed to be mad because Jessica lost, but we couldn't even be mad because we were happy that Swanee won. That, that made the whole day. <laughs> Swanee told me the other day, hey, I started listening to your stuff, and I'm like, I don't think that's good. Like, I don't think that's good. <laughs> Nobody in the industry he should He must listen. be getting bored. That's because he's out here south of the border, too, and there's not much going on. That's probably right. the only thing that pulls up on his Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, really, right? No doubt. <laughs> well, hey, man, Eric, uh, we'll let you go. It's late where you are. Thank you for picking up. We, you didn't do the gear out like cold call, but we'll, we'll still count it. Um, 
again, congrats on the on the great job. Three in a row. And this weekend, Eddie and I were talking before you got on. It is going to be on because you know Coop is not going to want to let the Martin brothers win at their home track. And you know the Martin no brothers. No freaking way. Right. And the Martin brothers are going to be like, hey, bro, F you, we're stopping your streak here. And it is going to be <laughs> epic. It is going to be great. So It should be. It One more question, be. Eric. Oh. Cooper, Air Forks yes, or Spring Forks? Currently Air. See? Told you. So he went. He left spring. He, he was, was on, on spring, spring, and I could have swore I read somewhere yeah. he's on air. So he is now. Did he start winning when he switched to air, or was he on spring when he won the first one? Air. So After air. Air is the key. Here. Not, you, not the keeper. Unless you ask Kiefer or Roxon. <laughs> yeah. I, I give up. Air. I give up Eric with these air forks and spring forks. I don't give the, oh, I, these guys. Are, I'm I don't over think it. it matters. It's in their head. <laughs> Dude, right? Right? Jeez. I think, I'm pretty sure next year it's going to be some sort of hybrid spring yeah. air combination. I, who, who even knows? Dude, I know. I'm with you. Uh, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Congrats <laughs> on the success. And uh, we'll see you at Millville, man. No, thank you guys. I really appreciate the phone call. All right. Talk to you later. See you. Easy. All right. Eric Gass, everybody. Star Racing Mechanic. Gear Ally Cole call? We count that? I mean, Eddie had to text him, so maybe not. I'm counting it. Okay. All right. We'll count it. My I mean, tally sheet over yeah, here looks good. good. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll take it. Um, Pookie, get up here. Yeah. That's Grand Goggle Tear-Off time, right? That wasn't even the drop, and it sounded y'all yeah, were spot on. Well, I know. I want to get her up here. She's going to do the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs, right? Moser got you questions? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Tom, so. was, uh, Tom was pretty upset about that. He called me. Thomas? I could He's see. He's pretty intense. Hey, yeah, I could see Thomas getting upset about that. The only that. person I wish he really would have ever choked out that he wanted to choke out was John Ayers. Oh, why did he? What did John Ayers do? John Ayers grabbed him by his neck, pass, and you know you don't grab Tom by your by his. I don't think he realized he grabbed when, him an angry when, bear. When KJ was going on about John Ayers, it was all I could take to just. Move oh, I was on. giving the the, just, I was the emoji. Move on. Yeah, yeah. Look, I believe John Ayers is a hard worker. I get it, um, but he does not know how to talk to people. He is, should never. He should never be a liaison to a team or a rider or a media person. He's as bad as fun to talk to as this other person that. No. What? I just try not to say his name. Who? But, like somebody eh. we know? Somebody we know? Like I know him. But oh, I know him and like him a lot. But you say he's also hard to talk to. So he grabbed Thomas. Said, <laughs> Tom was in an area like he had a pass. Yeah. And he was in the proper area, and he came up there and just saw Tom and didn't like. Who is this guy? He's like, you can't be here. Okay, but you don't grab somebody's. No, he he tried to grab Tom's pass, and Tom's. And it, but the funny part is, later that day, when they left the track, they got to the hotel, and him and Tom were in the rooms next to each other. No way. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they finally stopped and talked it out, and he's like, "You were like this close to being punched out." Hey, that would have been awesome. I had a run in with John Ayers when I was a Yamaha mechanic. I've never spoken to him since, and I never will, and uh, and I don't care. Okay. Like. Um, so whatever, he works hard, great job, uh, does not know how to talk to people. Uh, Eddie, so we talked a little bit about Across the Nations, we talked about your, your thoughts on that, um, as far as who would you send, uh, uh, Eddie Ray, by the way, brought to you by RoostMX.net, use code LL, what was that code I said earlier? 35% off. Trying to help you people out here. Here we go. Uh, LL16, 35% off graphics. So, Eddie Ray brought to you by Roost MX. And uh, also, to Guts Racing. We're talking about the folks at Guts, Guts Racing. Great guys. Visual seat foam and seats of uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit and the RCH guys, among other teams. A lot of teams in the pits. Use them. So, if you need a seat foam, a seat cover, a seat base, or all three, contact Guts Racing. I Great. use one. They're really good. Didn't Jess use them? 
Uh, yeah. And like I said, I had a Suzuki, and uh, my seafoam was amazing. And the, yeah, the whole thing was good. Uh, um, Trav, you got to talk about uh, – you got to get us an NFAB question of the day. I meant to – I really gave you a lot of notice on that. N-Fab.com. Get us a uh, – just do it. Okay, never mind. Uh-huh. Just get it, okay? Come up with a good question. Think about it, bro. Uh, I don't care, Steve. No, you, you should care. Um, 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime, and uh, you can give us a call. So, st- talking about Eric's team star, Amart's out, Jmart's out. They have Mitchell Harrison, Plessinger, uh, Colt Nichols, and Dylan Ferrandis, and they want one more guy, you think? Like a West Coast I, Supercross guy? I, I don't know. I don't know how. No, that's your team. You're tight with those guys. I know that they're talking about one more rider. I don't know. Why would you sign Ferrandis over trying to keep Amart? Listen, I, I think somebody drugged Bobby. <laughs> somebody drugged Bobby. They handed him the contract. Someone from France came Maybe over. he signed it under duress or something. Maybe <laughs> like they can a, get out yeah, of it. Yeah, kidnapper. Listen, yeah, yeah. I, I'm star racing through and through. You are. I, I'm, I'm, I'm star racing. That's me. Right. No team is better than Star to me. Like they did a lot for Jessica. I would argue this, and, but anyways, uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, because you're a hater. Okay, but I and I can I can pretty much say to those guys like I can voice my opinion, and they're yeah. not like get out yeah. of here, you're a jerk. Hey, to be clear, they've I helped said, out Jessica a ton. They've no, a, yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, when I said I can't believe like this is the biggest mistake, y'all. Like, why yeah. did you do this? And they seem to think he's got a supercross track at his house. Dude, Listen, dude. for for Star, hey, for Bobby's sake and Star's sake, I hope this guy comes in and waxes everybody. And it's I got egg on my face. That's what I'm hoping for. I, I've, but I I've seen this guy happen. in European Supercross. He can ride. He's a very good rider. He's only got to beat Hurlings this year, so that's good. Um, but I don't understand. Like, if you bring Tonus over and Ferrandis and Lalo's back in the day, and you. If they don't podium, it's a waste of a spot. Sign up an Amart, sign up again an Audette, sign up a Benny Bloss. a Matt Lemoyne, a Benny Bloss. Lemoyne's done now, but back you know Lemoyne. Sign these guys up because give them a chance. Look what Amart did with a chance. No, I I agree. Um, you know, I I agree with that. I can't I can't disagree. Like I'm just I, not a big fan of bringing over these GP guys that have no Supercross who, experience. Who would sell Brad and Bobby on this? Where would this come from? Like, it did come out of left field for me. Like, I'm like, what? Ferrandis? What? That's what I said. Because Ferrandis went on the record as saying he had a pro circuit deal locked in stone at the Monster Cup one year, and I, and I asked Mitch about it, and Mitch is like, huh? I don't know. So where'd that come from? They Bobby, must, Bobby they, ain't making trips to the GPs. No, they must have <laughs> sold him a bill. Somebody sold him a bill of goods. Maybe it comes with something. Maybe they got a new sponsor coming we don't know about. Maybe it comes a with A French something. sponsor or something. A French gear company, maybe? I don't know. You know, JT was telling me one time, like, oh, you know, Ferrandis has French fans over in France, and they buy fly gear or whatever gear the teams use. And I'm like, it's a small percentage of your sales, bro. Like, don't give me that. He can't sell gear if the guy never makes it to the races either. I mean, he's going to come over here. He's going to jump right into this Supercross thing with no Supercross He's experience. good in Supercross. He's good. But How do we know he's good? I've watched him. Where? Bercy and Geneva and, and, and Lil. And but are those tracks like what we have no, here? No, they're not. No, they're and not. And they're in their own country. No, no they're not. Those tracks are right. much easier. Yeah. 
they're not Anaheim one. They're not Atlanta with ruts foot peg deep. Yeah. So. No, you have a point. Uh, let's get to some calls before we bring Pookie in here. Uh, Dark side, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, man. Um, well, first off, I want to say that I am not one that complains about the TV package. I think what we've got now is great. Uh huh. But the cam, the, the GoPro cam on the handlebars, looking at the dude's face, has got to go. Yeah, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. terrible. Um, it's annoying, and then they put it down in the little corner, and then you can't see the race in the other corner. And yeah, it's who do we talk to to get rid of that? I get that it's a it's a paid spot. Great job, uh, but. Um... Yeah, don't show it that much or, or, or get another camera. That camera view is ridiculous. Nobody wants to see the dick cam, bro. Exactly. Yeah, that was my rant for the night. I just wanted to get that out there. I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority. Maybe there's somebody that likes no, it. No, it's terrible. I need. You know what? I forgot to go off on Weege about it. Even though he has no control over it, I still want to yell at him about it. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Yep. Uh, next question here is uh, Dennis. What's up, Dennis? How are you? Thanks for calling. Hey, how's it going, Mathis? Good. What's happening? Uh, by far, by far, your your greatest co-host is absolutely Eddie Ray. Not, I, I, this guy's uh, drunk. I agree, Dennis. He's my Dennis. He's my favorite co-host. He really is. Listen, old school Pepsi Air Dania guys rule. Oh, wait a minute! You know him from Air Dania. Never mind. I don't. I, just a little bit. Just a little. That doesn't change my mind, though. That that, that doesn't make him uh, great because of that. He's he's a great insider. He's got great stories. Love to hear him on the show. If people want to know, too, Eddie and I go way back, obviously, from KTM days, but NFAB and Gear Alloy are on this show because of Eddie Ray. Eddie Ray has helped out that much this show. So I, I believe that. I believe that. Good people. Um, my question to you is, um, right now, you can pick any track, um, be it uh, motocross, supercross. James Stewart in a heads-up race. Right now, versus Ricky Carmichael, who wins? Right Dewey. now? Right now. Have you seen RC? No offense, I've but... Seen RC. Hey, I've seen RC, but RC had a little something for Reed when, uh, when he went over there, too. I mean... He, I, he I was... Fun. Hey, Dennis, I was there for that. Ricky's still fast, but Chad really made the show there. Don't get me wrong. Ricky is a, Ricky was fast. But Chad yeah. kind of made it interesting, you know. Can you stop your watch, please? I don't know how to do it. You don't know how to stop your watch? Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. No, no, listen, Dennis, Dennis, look. Uh, James, as, as poor as James has been this year, he, he he's racing right now. He's, he's six years younger or so than RC. He, he's got Ricky. I All mean. Right. How about, how about Villapoto? Uh, Villapoto has them both beat. I both think right now. I mean, he's, a year, he's only a year off, you know? Yeah, well, those were my questions. Okay, well, thanks, buddy, and thanks for your uh, support of Eddie Ray. Yeah, and uh, and uh, thank uh, Pookie for the uh, the sticker pack. They'll be going on the new RM soon. You're welcome, and, bro. Uh, yeah. You're welcome, we bro. We love this stuff. All right, awesome. Thank you. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Uh, I'll tell you what, Eddie Ray, is. Uh, he lives in Charlotte. Or wherever. No, I live in Greenville, South You live, whatever. You live, you, you live in Hillbillyville, and he flew all the way here across the country, and he flies out tonight. And I, if someone said, hey, Mathis, I want you on this janky radio show, you got to spend uh, five hours on a plane 
and then four hours on the show and five hours back on. The, I would have said, "Yes, yeah, suck it, bro." So Eddie Ray is a much better. Hey, human since being we're talking our motocross the nations just a little bit a minute ago, yeah. What if? What is your deal with Roger? You've gone on before on the show. You've said I don't it before. Know. He just you seems don't like he... think Roger should be the manager? No, he shouldn't. We need to freshen it up, just like any. Uh, listen. And a baseball team when hockey, they have all hockey. these, yeah, when they have all these losing seasons, yeah. they fire the manager. They do. They fire the coach. It's just time. Hey, he's done good. Just like everybody's, con- we need a fresh face. We need some. Hey, we're messing up. We have one. That's this never happens. Three years in a row. Yeah. yeah. I'm all for. You know what? Why not take someone like Eli on a 450, Cooper on a 450, and put James on a 250F. You know how fast that guy is on a little bike? We, we keep wow. talking about this. Yeah, not now. I, I, I've said that in the past, though. Yeah. Still. Hey, yeah. James Stewart, if you know, everybody says he's searching for a ride, someone needs to put him on a Husky 350. That's where he needs to be. 350. That way he has less power, and he can just start scrubbing like nasty James used to. Okay. You know? All right, so. Maybe, maybe, maybe get back into fighting shape. You know, maybe yeah, a little bit. A little bit but, hey, yeah. what do we got to lose? We've lost three years in a row. Let's right. do it. Who cares if we lose four in a row? Three and four is the same. Okay. What, like, let's gamble. What else did you want to say about it? About, it? about what? Motocross Nations, before I brought up Roger. Um, you put, said, how about, yeah. how about, and then Steve. How about we put James on a 250F? Oh, oh. oh okay. Uh, not now, but hey, in the past, yes. Since all these problems are happening in Dallas and, like, Black Lives Matter, maybe we should just do Mookie and James and, you know what I mean? We'll really... Let them know that we care. <laughs> yeah. I think it makes a strong political statement. Yeah. We Sin care. Hackley and then uh, Alexander Fry is No, the... uh, Fry. Yeah. Yeah, Sin Fry. Fry. Uh, he's racked up right now, but yeah. Hey, you know, they'll be better by the time. I didn't even know Fry was black until the first Supercross. Yeah. I was like, hey, Alexander Fry's black. Yeah. I've never seen him without his helmet on. Is that a rider? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Troy I've never, Lee. I've never seen him without his helmet on, so I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know? Uh, let's get to uh, Dave. What's up, Dave? How are you? All right, man. I wanted to get on while you had Coop's mechanic on here, because here's the here's the here's the scenario. I wanted to ask him rather to be on a 250 or 450 for the donations. Now you know why. I did some fact checking. You know, Hurlings hasn't been on to a, a motocross donation since his rookie year in 2012. He hasn't what? He raced one. He hasn't been in a donation since 2012. His rookie year. Why do I remember my Latvia? No. Maybe that was 2012. No, I think he was at Latvia. <laughs> he, you know what? He might have crashed out, but I think he was leading his race uh, or well, something. Well, I know. Yeah, he did. I, I looked at the results thing, and I didn't see him on any of the results till, since 2012. Okay, hold on. I'm going to look. But I up. would like to see him and Cooper go at it. That's why I don't like you putting Cooper on a 450. I would like to see, you know, Coop and, and him bang it out. That's what I would Honestly, I look, I God bless yeah, look. God bless America and everything else and all that. But uh, Jeffrey Hurlings is the fastest MX2 rider in the world right now. Stop it! I know that's, you're drunk. Yes, that's why you know Cooper has that chip on his shoulder. So that's, that you should do that uh, a survey, racetrack survey. That's a good survey. Can Cooper? Who's going to win between Cooper and Hurlings? One on one. Hey, let me go ahead okay, and answer this. That, that's this. not going to be a very good survey, just because all Americans will vote Cooper. So yeah, because I don't right. know. You'd be. I think you get a lot of comments, like the stew comments. You get a bunch of them in there. <laughs> but I'm looking at uh, motocross the nations. I don't know. Was it in Latvia? Yeah, Latvia. I swear I saw. But wouldn't Erlings we want to see Jeremy Martin go up against 
uh, uh, Hurlings just as much as Cooper? I mean, they're, I mean, okay, he's having a little bit of lackluster year right now, but the last two mm. years, we wouldn't want to see that? I'm really sorry, guys, but outdoors and motocross, Jeffrey Hurlings is going to wax everybody. Sorry. My bad. Uh-huh. But, I'm, uh, but, but see, that's why, that's why I want to see, you know, and Coop's, I guess, at his best, or hopefully he'll be at his best at the end of the year. You know, he'll win and leave him on a 250. Hold on. I think. I don't know. Like I said, I looked at the results. I didn't see him anything since 2012. I swear he was at France also. He rode a big bike. He's been riding a big bike at this nation's for, for, for Holland. Um, mm. trying, to, trying to look here. Uh, I don't see, uh, you know what, though, Dave? You're, I don't see his name either. But Who else is yeah, from Holland? That could be his teammate. I swear I've seen. Well, he's been hurt the last two years. Yeah, he's been 15 hurt. 15 to 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll look into that. But, uh, yeah, I, sorry, bro. I just think that uh, yeah. – it's Jeffrey Hurlings. Yeah. Is, uh, who's in the 250 that's going to ride the U.S. GPs? Do you know any of them? Besides, uh, all besides the, the monster guys. Monster guys. That's it, bro. That's it? That's it. I don't, I don't uh, see anybody else. Uh, the Troy Lee guys might be out of Glen Helen, but I don't know about making a trip across uh, uh, across the country. I'm not too sure about that. So. All right, that's Dave. The reason I would just like to see him go. All right, man. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, next call up, Mike. What's up, Mike? You got a bar position question? Yeah, uh, first of all, I'd uh, like to say I uh, appreciate taking my phone call and sitting here staring at the Lucas Oil uh, Pro Motocross rig across the parking lot from me right now. But, um, yeah, to the question, I have a 2016 KX250F, and they have multiple different positions for the foot pegs and bars. Um, is there any do's and don'ts you guys always or you would go by um, with the four-mount position? Is, it, is there... Like with the forks, you don't want to put the bars in front of the forks. Well, or... it depends on. Nah, set it up for how tall are you? Five nine. Yeah, so that's a pretty standard height for uh, production bikes. I would put everything in the middle to start. I would put your bars in the middle. I would put the pegs in the middle position and go from there. Um, you know, if you're taller, you move them forward. If you're if you're shorter than five nine, I think move them back. Um, it depends on your riding style a little bit too. You ride over the front of the bike a little bit, you know. Um, start in the middle though at five nine. You're, you know, you're right in the range of where they set these bikes up for. They try to set them up for people from five nine to like five ten. So, right, yeah, because I've, I've noticed I've seen a lot of the pro guys. They tend to run their bars lower and back nowadays with the new riding style and stuff. And I just yeah 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 I, I don't i don't i think i don't think you can control i don't think you can compare i know what you're saying uh mike i don't think you can compare pro guys though to like us guys us us mortal dudes you know what i mean their right. suspension's different uh their brake their brake pedals could be different their pegs could be different um bars like everything's custom built to the rider you know um right. so i don't know if you can really follow look at a pro rider and be like hey i want to ride set up like that dude because that dude has everything set personally for him and fork height could be different it could be you do different races in the in the clamps different offsets so i wouldn't follow those guys too much but um at five nine i would just set it in neutral neutral middle yeah because I, I typically normally like to have the compartment opened up bars a little forward more but then as i got this new bike i'm like oh, i'll try the bars back and down it just felt like it was in my waist all the time and yeah too low yeah yeah well you got you can on the ktm you can three different positions and then they're eccentric where they're offset a little bit right and you can move them um right 
a little bit. Yeah, mine's, mine, mine's a KX. It's got that oh, four, KX. Okay, yeah. four, four mount position. But, yeah, yeah, I know. What, I see what you're saying. But I just didn't know if there was any rule of thumb. Mm, no. Rule of thumb you guys went by or, like, don't go past the center of the forks forward or anything well, like that. Yeah, I wouldn't roll your bars up past the forks. You know, that's that's sketchy. But Shea Bentley won a championship that way. He was all rolled forward like that. So, um, you know, yeah, just start in the middle and go from there. But 5'9", you're in the target range of everything. So. All right. Cool. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Okay. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, all right. Let's get into the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Thanks to Swisscore for that intro. Thanks uh, Thanks to Moser for these questions. A guy named Moser submits these. Oh, no. No, I mean either. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of champions ever. Matt Bichelia, Freddie Norn. Brock Tickle, just a few of the guys. Kyle Chisholm, four guys that are super hella fast that wear X brand goggles. New goggle coming too. Very exciting news. Should be released in September. You I see hope. a picture. I can't. I can't. I mean, I'm 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 sworn to secrecy. Mm. Um, mm. X brand goggles are the choice of champions everywhere. And if you use the code PulpMX16, you can save money at uh, X brand goggles, eksbrand.com, and. Uh, Fantastic goggle. Jessica Patterson wore X-Brand when she won a title. And that should tell you right there how good X-Brands are. She wouldn't have won the title without X-Brands. And it's fantastic to hear. Do you have any comment about that? What? About her wearing... About her wearing X-Brands. Jessica yeah. Patterson. She, uh, she won a championship on them. They were, That's I... how fast you're going to look at it and just dismiss it? <laughs> it's a pair of goggles. They look great. Thank you. All right. Fantastic. Pookie, you're going to join us for this because JT was... Uh, JT bailed? Yeah, bro. So I hope these are like not. I don't get JT's questions, Happy right? Happy birthday, No, I think these these Pookie are twenty six today. Um, From the looks of it, these seem very um, Pookie centric. Yes. Oh God. I don't. That could be good or bad, bro. Uh, it's Moser, everybody, and this is the X Brand Goggle Tariffs. Thirty seconds on the clock. Let's do it. Steve, when was the last time an injury prevented you from attending a race? Uh, never. Never. I don't think. No. Well, besides Southwick. I was going to say, didn't you just miss Southwick? No, that's what I meant, uh, other than this weekend, right? Oh, okay. yeah, I, thought he, I thought he assumed that he, I didn't go to Southwick. Um, I had back surgery in 05. I think I missed some races, but uh, did I miss some races for that? Probably. Did I go? Wouldn't you do that for off-season? The back, the back surgery? Yeah. I thought I had it during the season, no? I don't know. I did it a lifetime ago. Okay. Right. Eddie, who was the fastest rider you've ever seen in the sand? Uh, I'd have to say this weekend, Eli Tomac, he was flying. I mean, he was... Uh... Stop it. Well, who do you want me to say? Carmichael? No. Oh. I thought you wanted me to say somebody else. And I Timmy? Refused. No. Oh. He was fa- oh, He was really fast. Like Timmy Coco was Beach. good in the sand, bro. Hey, he was really good. Nobody knows about That's the real That's what I'm man. saying. That's... <laughs> no, Carmichael. It's hard to say because I don't think the bikes are... I think the bikes are better now. So Eli's going faster. But Carmichael was unbelievable at Southwick. Yeah. I mean, everybody. Hurlings. I saw Hurlings at Lomo. I wasn't going to say that. Hurlings at Lomo is pretty amazing, although Caroli did beat him. All right, Pookie. Are you Snapchatting? Yes. Okay. What was the highlight of your trip to Italy? And you can't say buying a Louis Vuitton. Oh. Um. One week in Italy, me and Pookie, lover's, lover's vacation. Yeah, Italy was awesome. Uh, we did a boat tour that was really awesome. Like we hired a boat to take us around the city instead of doing a gondola ride. It was an hour. 
he was on his phone the whole time, but I had a good time. <laughs> 23 seconds. Sightseeing, yeah. One hour boat ride. It's very expensive, everybody, by the way, too. So. He likes to remind you how much, any, how much anything No, costs. it was in the middle of the day. Like so did, what? Like it's did, Italy. Like, did I get a Hummer? Yeah, maybe a reach around a little That'd be sweet, right? Natural five knuckle shuffle. (laughs) That would have been awesome. Kiefer would have done that, no doubt. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. All right, Steve. uh, What will Chiz get more of? Offers for a ride next year or ass pics sent to his DMs? (laughs) He might get asked to give that number back. Stop it. I'm just saying. Stop it. Uh, he had his best race at, at Southwick, so it's been rough for Team Chiz this year. His shoulder injury and bicep and everything else were all jacked up, and he's fighting it back. I, I certainly like Chiz. I'm, a, I'm a, a fan of his, and I hope he gets it back. It's been rough, though. Um, but Southwick was good to him, 14 points. Eddie, how much of the rocks and not liking his bike can be attributed to this being the first Southwick for the RCH team? I think he just didn't like his forks because he didn't win. That's all. I don't think it really had much to do with it, but, you know. His air forks were terrific when he was spanking everybody the previous 10 motos. And it's hard to believe that Southwick is rough. Uh, Red Butt is rough. They're all rough. I, I mean, I think. I don't think it had anything to do with the forks. No, no. <laughs> Are you okay over there? You're yeah. making, making noises. What was that noise? Did I do something? Oh, I, I think just you did. Yes, you did. You probably Travis probably has no sound now. You, oh, he does. You broke some. it. Okay. Well, you should stop touching stuff. Stop asking me for the remote secretly stop. while Eddie's answering a question. We're about to have a domestic on the pulp show. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> I just want to hit a motor. A lot <laughs> of domestics happen on uh, special occasions, Super Bowls and birthdays and stuff like that. So y'all had a domestic this morning before I got here. <laughs> did we? Yeah, you told me you did. Some uh, over a cupcake or something. No, wait. She was, I don't know. Yeah, it was over matter? a cupcake. Yeah, yeah. Slap her around. I remember everything. <laughs> Yanni. <laughs> sauna Yanni. <laughs> Full nude that sauna. That's so funny. Classic. Y- Yanni says, you remember, remember that? that? Yeah. And Noof was like, all right, I'll go in naked. <laughs> <laughs> Noof's going to Finland in the fall to race because I set it up. It's going to Finland to race, Yanni's race in Finland, and they're going to sauna together. Naked. Wow. <laughs> Next. Sounds gay. Right. Pookie. What was is... that Bert Ludi? <laughs> I don't know. Was yeah, it? Yeah, that's Bert Ludi. Pookie, what is your dream vacation? Oh, man. Uh... She just had it. It was about five grand. <laughs> and she had it. No, that wasn't actually my dream vacation. I just went because you were going, and it was convenient for me because it was summer. How about when I said, hey, I got this trip to Italy planned, Venice and everything. Oh, and by the way, we're going to go to a GP. <laughs> it's going to be, and you're going to melt. It's going to be so hot. My dream vacation would be if please don't Steve... Say, please don't say visiting your mom. Would, please don't say visiting your mom. You're a jerk. I'm just I'm telling her you said that. If Steve would leave his work behind and be able to go relax... Like on the beach, Mexico maybe or somewhere, but he just. How about we just leave like Steve behind and me, you, Pookie, and Jess all, or me, you, Jen and Jess, Jen and Jess, <laughs> Triple X Jen, run away to France, <laughs> leave Alan and Steve behind <laughs> to work. Yeah, they're workaholics. All right, uh, Steve, who's going to be the best rider in the 450 class to not get a ride next year? Ooh, good question. Um, 
Good question. I think Bogle and Ben Brayton. Baggett's got. I think Baggett's gonna be a BTO next year. Um, Weimer, Jake Weimer would be the best route. I think he might end up. Does Weimer end up like? Uh, I don't think he goes back to Tedder. Does Tedder count as a ride? Yeah. No. Obviously not, because he left them to go somewhere else. <laughs> I know, but it's just no money. So. Uh, hello, this is the AMA. We need to get that number back. <laughs> You're just gonna take everybody's numbers. Start taking them away. <laughs> the guy got tenth and fourth in Supercross. Eddie wants to take his number away. Why? He's not performing like Eddie wants him to. So harsh. I know. Oh, well, I didn't know this was a sport for weaklings. <laughs> All right, next question. All of a sudden, everybody's got emotions. <laughs> Eddie, who's the GOAT of Loretta Lenz? The GOAT? Um, probably, I'd have to say Alessi, right? Well, do you count vet titles as being, like, do you count that or no? We are, the, all of those titles are erased now. What do you mean? Are you talking for vets? Are yeah, you, like, are you going like to Kevin, Kevin Walker territory. Listen. Because he's won the most. Those got a race with the GoPro issue. Oh, really? Those don't count. I think they still count. Uh, I'm with you on the uh, GoPro issue, but. But you know what I mean? Do you count the vet guys? Cause, or are you just saying. What's the GoPro issue? Are you doing. Are you doing. Um, cool. Does Moser mean just fact, like how many titles? If that's or, the case, it'd be Adam. Adam has the most. Well, titles. that's what I'm saying. So is that just what you go? You just say, or is Eddie's own experience being 28 years at the ranch? Does that count? Is that what he's sort of going with? You know what I mean? Because I've heard people. Okay, let me interrupt this. Let me answer the question, which I seem to do quite a bit. Um, <laughs> Interrupted himself. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, all these questions are really for Steve. He just lets us answer them. <laughs> people have told me that no one has ever gone faster at the ranch than James Stewart. That's what people have told me. He, uh, man. Now, when Timmy Ferry left, he was the all-time winner in titles. Exactly. So it's hard to say who the goat is, but we're way past thirty seconds. Can't believe you're letting this slide. Well, it comes to Timmy and Loretta. Yeah, he got to talk about Timmy. Of course, he let it slide. <laughs> All right. Next question, Pookie. My question. Oh, my question's about Timmy. Uh, it's not, but we can make it. Oh. Nah. If you could have any rider or rider's wife, girlfriend. Jump out of a birthday cake in their birthday suit. Oh. Who would it be? Damn. Yeah, All right. I won't be able to pick on, on the spot. I need to see some I'll give you a photos, couple options. Like side by side. I'll give you okay, a couple options. options. Okay. Brittany Chisholm, Brady S., or Paige? Yeah. Hmm. Why can't I have all three? They know each other. Because the cake's not that big. Well, you can't have your cake, cake and eat it too. All the boobs. All the boobs? Yeah, so, boobs. so what, what does that mean? All the ones yeah. with boobs? Yeah. I don't know who's got boobs. All of them. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you like I that? feel like the writers I've seen without their shirts on, so that's pretty close. So probably go with a chick. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm, How's your phone? You're fine with that? I'm setting up the next segment, so I'm actually working on the next segment of the show. <laughs> Um, or Moser, yeah. Okay. That's all. Is that it? X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. Choice of champions everywhere. Great company, great goggles. Uh, Jessica Patterson wore X-Brand to uh, a WMX title. Uh, Pookie, while we have you up here, uh, the next commercial break will be your song. Back to your song. Um, I asked you to make some notes about our trip to Italy and talk about it a little bit. 
I went back so, and I only made two notes. That's lame. Okay. Yeah. What? First up, we got to the GP. It was hot as balls. Yeah, it was very unpleasantly hot. I was, yeah, really it, bummed about it. Dude, it was hot. So bad. So, you wouldn't really enjoy yourself at the GP too much. But The you first day. and The second day was way better. Yeah. With the racing, too, with Caroli and, and, and Geyser, Geyser going yeah, at it? Yeah, the racing was good, and I was more interested in the people because I had heard their names before. I read them on Twitter. Caroli? Yeah. Saw Caroli. Did you get to meet them? Uh, I had met Caroli once before. And then she, Jill, Jill, Caroli's fiance, chased her down to talk to her. He's like the nicest person in the she, whole world. She's pretty nice. Were you happy you got to meet Thomas Covington? I actually didn't meet him. I just stood off to the side while Steve interviewed him. Of course, he's American. But I got my picture with Gautier Paulin. Oh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, she also um, hung out with Chad a little bit. Chad wanted to talk Yeah, but to I was on the verge of death then because it was so hot and I was just focusing on not fainting. So Right. Didn't really count. I don't really remember. Okay. Uh, and then Venice. Did you like Verona? We went to the Coliseum and everything. Better than Venice? Yeah. No way. Okay. What was the coolest part of Venice? The boat ride? You yeah, said, the boat but ride. okay. How just... about the hotel your husband got for you? Right by St. Mark's Square. That ain't no, cheap. No, because I, no. That ain't cheap, The hotel is it? was not, no, not good. Great radio, bro. Remember the construction? Yeah. In the morning yeah, we woke up, it was bang, yeah, bang, yeah, bang. Yeah. That was, I was, I was, I was such a bad mood. Stuff. That was us going at it, I thought. <laughs> um, you, uh, how many Caprizi salads did you eat? Five. We're there for a week. She ate five Caprizi salads. What's that? The My tomato favorite. and cheese salad oh, thing? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah, probably, yeah. You've seen them? Yeah, yeah. Big crazy salad. Um, we're gonna get our next guest, Nick Way, on the phone coming up here. Oh, Nick Way he wants to come on. Has some things to talk about. Apparently, Bowers. Well, we'll ask. We'll let Nick tell a story. But um, so your second European trip, Pookie. Yep. Um, where do you want to go next? Spain. Spain or England? England. Yeah. I've never been to Spain. Eddie, you ever been? No, you should go to Ethiopia. It's nice. Hey, have you ever How been? would you know? Have you ever been to I'm a hillbilly. I never leave this country. Have you ever been? To Spain? No, Italy. Or, I mean, Europe. Europe. I've been. To, I went to, um, what's that? Supercross in Sweden. Geneva. Geneva. No, that's in Switzerland. Yeah, Genoa. that one. That's I went there. Said. Oh, you did? Yeah. He said Sweden. Yeah, I did say Sweden. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I went to Switzerland once, and uh -huh. uh, I've been to Australia. That's it. Australia sounds really awesome, except for that plane ride, dude. No, it's good. From, from here, it's not bad. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's, it's solid. Bang. Hey, you will just watch TV. Hours, bro. You just watch TV and no, just relax and eat food. Ridiculous. It seems so hey, far. Eat food, watch TV. You should be great at that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Are you kidding me? I'm in that in the nicest Please. possible way. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. It's good to hear. Uh, welcome to the show, Nick Way. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? How are you? So, uh, hanging. For the record, we got a $200 donation last week for Heath Harrison that you said you would match. Uh, I have not gotten the listener's check yet, but I, I intend to, as soon as I do, give it to Heath Harrison. But you gave your money to Heath Harrison this weekend. Oh, yeah. Went and found him after the second moto. He put in two solid workman-like workman motos, huh? Yeah. The first, mo the first moto, he started pretty decent, but then he passed them like a bunch of real dudes. <laughs> and yeah. and, he, and in the second moto he pulled in the mechanics area or was it the first moto well the first moto I was like then the first moto those real dudes passed back 
And oh. I'm like, all right, fair okay. enough. Mm-hmm. Those guys are getting paid the same bike as he's been riding. Right, right. He's got a practice Practicing. bike and a race Racing, bike. Same right. bike. Mm-hmm. But then I went over when I went and talked to him. His like the triangle part of the rear brake pedal fell off, so he had like no. I mean, he um, he could have maybe worked the rear brake a tiny bit, but yeah. not. Yeah. Hashtag privateer life, like just fell really? off, right? Like you never yeah. checked that, and you know. Yeah, I went over. I went over there, and he was like standing there in his underwear, and he had like a little two by four table with like all these like beat up parts on it. One of them was like brake pedal with no pedal on the brake and then some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what were you doing? In, like, did you, he didn't race, Nick didn't race Southwick, did he? No. What, you just went to Southwick, just flew over there to check it he out? He missed the track so much. Yeah, I've been, I've been helping out Dakota Taylor with his riding. And stuff, gotcha. So went there to help him and then went and found Heath Harrison also. Strong work on the qualifying with Dakota Taylor. You know, that's what I'm saying. Six gate, six gate pick. Not so bad. No, not so bad. Not so bad at all. Yeah. Uh, hey, was it nice to be back at Southwick with the fans digging it? Was was it a cool vibe? It seemed cool. Yeah. I mean, I remember like when they before they had the big backdrops on the starting gate, though, like the fans being like super oh. stoked on Dowd. So, dude, right? It's hard to beat those old times. I think they were yelling. I remember Carmichael. Uh, they were yelling at Carmichael uh, what a pussy he was, or blah blah blah. And he, uh, he was looking forward on his bike, and all he did was. Give him the middle finger behind his back, which made them cheer and love him even more because he flipped them off. He acknowledged <laughs> it. It was great. Um, yeah, yeah. But I talked to I talked to Keith Johnson on the track, and I mean the the layout was cool. It was way better than it's been in a long time. Right. For sure. Um, now, what's this about Bowers? You you saved Bowers from from making the mo- from you saved him from not making the motos. What, what, what? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if they would have like for sure missed it, but <laughs> I think they were like kind of casually talking over bike setup and whatever. And Bowers was signing autographs, and I'm like, guys, I'm not sure you guys made the motos. <laughs> you might want to check into this. <laughs> yeah, and like Theo scrolled off the data from the bike right onto the lap time and was like looking at it, and he's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, we got, we, we got to go. When is this? When is this? When is this race? <laughs> when is this LCQ? Um, and, and so, was it like a rush I'm like, thing? Yeah, yeah they're probably. I'm like, yeah, like five minutes from now, they're probably like boarding. Like <laughs> so loading, really? Loading oh, so it was like full yeah. panic drill, like full. Yeah, like here, like yeah, grab your helmet, Bowers. We got to go. And then Bruce comes over. Does this thing got oil in it? <laughs> <laughs> nice, Nicolay helping the factory, Kelly guys. <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, and Bichelia, do you see a scratch in the LCQ? He, he took a photo of it on Instagram. Oh, dude, man. I saw him. Well, I saw him laying there for a while. He wasn't too quick to get up. And I was like, that's not a good spot to crash because a, a guy crashed in the first B practice mm-hmm. and like was just laid out right there because I think he crashed and then somebody had to hit him or his bike or something. But yeah, I didn't. I, he obviously crashed pretty hard. And then I saw the photo. I'm like, oh man. Oh, jeez. So, man. Uh, it's Pookie's birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, Jeez. Pookie. Oh. Hi, Nicholas. Pookie. Happy birthday. Thank you. Feels good to be 29, huh? Mm-hmm, for life. You know? Yeah. I thought you were 26. Happy for the green card, too, Pook. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Ready hey, Nick, you should keep your phone in uh, or your phone on because I uh, I put your name in the hat to be team manager of Team mm-hmm. America for Motocross the Nation. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie said that earlier tonight. <laughs> would you Would you accept that responsibility? 
I really don't know what that entails, but I don't really feel like it's much, right? No, nah, just go there and walk around, and if they win, you look like a hero. They'll start calling you the man. Make sure you make saying. sure you box out the riders on the podium for this trophy. And don't know everybody on the team. Yeah, and then like, why does no does does the coster not want to do it anymore? No, I think he still wants to do it. Just Eddie Eddie feels like because three years in a row, USA has lost, and Eddie has a point where if any in a sports team in a sports league, if you lose three years in a row, the coach gets canned. So Eddie thinks it's time for a change, and he threw your name in the hat. Oh, thanks, Eddie. I mean, fair enough. Well, we're going to make this happen. Like, I think we need a, a fresh face. Maybe, you know, you can relate with the kids a little better. You're funny. You're witty. You know what I mean? That's what they need, someone to keep them laughing, not just someone that gets mad when they laugh. Yeah, I hear that. So, um, you know, when I went. I, no, I, I, I'm thinking about, like, uh, making somebody laugh at – because. I noticed at Redbud that Mohead, which is Porcel's mechanic now, mm-hmm. puts the dude. He brings a triangle stand to the gate, and he puts a bike on the triangle stand and packs the gate. And then Porcel moses up there when he feels like it. <laughs> so, so I'm like, oh, so Porcel, wow. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, wow, this is great, right? So Mohead was like my mechanic at mm-hmm. one point, so I really, you know, him and I get along really well, and he's like very sensitive, so I like picking on him. Um, so, so, so Porcel got a bad start in the second moto or whatever the case mm-hmm. was at Red Bud. And I, and I told Chris Laredo, which is Anderson's mechanic. I'm like, effing mohead. He can't pack a gate for shit. And then he said, he right into his headphones. So all the whole team could hear him. Two seven says you suck at gate packing. <laughs> <laughs> well, mohead's like. 200 feet from me flailing his hands at me. Like, like <laughs> basically like whatever. And then I'm flailing him back. So, Mohead picks CP's gate? Like, he doesn't make yeah, the... Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I guess, like, before, after the qualifying practice, uh. they'll go up there and he'll look at some gates and kind of tell him where a ballpark where he wants to start. And so then Mohead just goes up there with his triangle stand and just puts it on the triangle stand and starts packing away, and then dude rolls up when he feels like it. Yeah. He's probably, he's probably soaking in ice and getting fans on him and then just the last second runs to the gate. Yeah, so I was just because I was assuming that no chance Porcel's packing the gate one percent at all. So I figured it's all on it's all on Mohead. It's all so. on Mohead. Yeah, I, I, I give him our time. If you are Nations manager, NYK, uh, I, I suggest unlike in '03 when I went, like I think I told you this story, we went out to Lomo all day to test DeCoster and Timmy and Ricky, Goose and everybody. We we're out there, not Rhino. Rhino was doing his own thing, and we went out to Lomo and we tested all day. And then the next day, I'm in the elevator with Roger, just at the hotel, and I go, hey, Roger, what do we do for, like, passes and stuff? And he looked at me and goes, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Timmy's mechanic. We were at Lomo all day yesterday. Um, so your job number one for you is to, to know all the team personnel. You shouldn't probably ask Easy who he is. Yes, yeah. Cooper Webb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just Eric Gass. Just, just get to know him. I would discuss, can we please speak in code word this weekend like we do normally? That's great. Right, right, right. See, that's what we need, code words. Um, well, I mean, obviously he was going uh, make the last lap puss or make the oh, puss. Yeah. He, we asked him pretty, about that. He, he meant to say pussy, but the camera was on him, so he didn't want to be vulgar, so he just he, erased, he erased the, y. the Y. Oh, he did mean to no. say pussy. Yeah. yeah, he meant to say pussy. Yeah, but he just erased like it. As a... But he was on TV, so he said he'll just drop the Y. 
<laughs> no, he didn't. That, I said, did you meant to say push? And he's like, no, I know how to spell push. I know how to spell no, pass. Really, I wrote my sloppy. Smart guy. Yeah, I had he's to say sloppy pushy. I, I, uh... So was he lifting off to Cooper, like trying to get Cooper motivated? Yeah, he said nothing gets him motivated, like being angry. And he said there weren't any words exchanged between them in, in between the motos because Coop was mad. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I never called you a pussy when I worked for you. I was happy if you were in second. So Cooper was mad at him that he said last lap puss. I guess. I don't know. Eric made it sound like it. You know, it was. It oh, was he little... was losing. Yeah. He said that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. Uh, let's get to this guy on the phone here. His name is John. John, what's up? What's your question? Hey, how are you guys doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, bud. What's yeah, up, John? thanks. Uh, just a couple quick... Hey, buddy, what up? A um, couple quick questions. Tomac's bike seemed really bouncy compared to Roxon's. Like, the rebound was really fast. Why Why is that good in the sand, or did you even notice that? You're supposed to slow your rebound down in the sand, actually. Yeah, it looked like he was Let me break this down for you. But Nick Way will down. tell you about links and pull and Yeah, go Let ahead. Let me break this down, okay? Mm-hmm. We are waiting. I, can't, can't, I, I really can't really break it down on you. Break it down! <laughs> he was hauling out. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> right, I'll break it down. Break it down! The Suzuki, the Suzuki handle's really good, right? Like... The linkage curve is really soft initially and stiff down. Okay, you said Suzuki. What are you talking about? Well, he's, he's talking Rock about Rockin's bike. bike versus Tomac. No, he said Tomac's bike. Yeah, versus. Oh, versus Rock. Okay, I'll stay out of this. All right, I'll be quiet. All right, sorry. <laughs> and I think that's like a lot. why a lot of people like really like how it handles. Because it's like when the track does get super rough, it doesn't like it doesn't react all crazy, so. I think a lot of the bikes, are, a lot of the manufacturers are trying to mimic a lot of the chassis stuff that Suzuki's doing. So that gotcha. being said, I think Suzuki's, Suzuki's work pretty good. And I think that's partially due to the fact, like, with Roxon freaking out last year about the stock bike, because a lot of the stock components on there are pretty sweet. Yeah, he, he bone it, tested a bone stock bike before this year or whatever. They got back to, like, ground zero production. Right. Yeah, but because even, I think it, even look, now, I'd have to say, like, Roxon's and and Tickle's bike's not, not totally the same. Chassis yeah, bike. no, it looked like they were just, it looked like his bike was running well. And so another random question real quick. I know one of you guys was a mechanic, uh, maybe Eddie Ray or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that would be yeah, me, Eddie John. A, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie is, was a mechanic. Math is just are are, you, the, are you the big guy that, that uh, wrenches on Muskin's bike? That's Frankie. Oh. You're, so you're back in the day. I, I remember you saying you wore yellow glasses on TV. Where you did? Was your nickname Skip? You were. Who wore yellow glasses? Me or Eddie? I don't know, dude. I'm just John. I'm, yeah, I don't. John, I don't know where this is going. I, great radio. Yeah. What? what first great. of all, all right. Look. Um, look, John. The, there's only one of us in this room and on this line that have a summer cross title. Only one of us have a summer cross plaque championship. And that's me. I don't what care. Did you do? What did you do? Like speaking of Supercross, what did you, what did you do to the bike before the weekend? Did you like change the Supercross suspension? Did you run the outdoor suspension at Supercross? Change the graphics? Like what did you do exactly? Oh, uh, actually, it's funny you say that. No, I we we brought the rig back from Redbud. So yeah, put put on soupy stuff, and then you don't remember Nick probably because you weren't there. But there was a big ass triple. Uh, followed by a smaller double that had like a, a, a no transition, and Timmy on Friday uh, tripled, 
and then hit the double and absolutely cartwheel his brains out. I had to change clamps, subframe, fender, seat, shock, uh, bars, um, everything. He, the bike was destroyed. Anyway. So you're still waiting for a check for the top tech award? Yeah, exactly. So, all right, John, what, what, what's hey, up? Hey, let, let, my question that goes along with that, though. Back in the day on the two-strokes, there was this hissing noise when I heard some of the pros, Stewart's, Carmichael's, McGrath's back in the day. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? What causes that? It's not the air intake, but there's a hiss on those. Does that, do you uh, guys know what I'm talking about? No. Does that ring a bell at all? We used to put a uh, King Cobra in our airbox, John, and it would hiss. <laughs> God damn it. Um, that was because I went nowhere earlier, huh? We we used to All play right. a uh, very... No, honestly, I don't know what you're talking about. Nick? Okay, just I heard it on a couple of the okay. top yeah, pros maybe. bikes. Nick, yeah. do you know? Sometimes Steve would leave the like the air boot off the back of the cylinder. <laughs> he forgot to tighten up the clamp on the back of the carburetor. <laughs> that will yeah. hit pretty good. I, I'm sorry, Nick. I must have done that a whole bunch of times while you were on your way to top privateer that year in Supercross. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> All right. God damn it. Well, thanks. Anyway, guys. And no, John, to, for reals, I don't. That, John, I really don't know what you're talking about. For reals. I, Nick or Eddie? Uh, yeah. His, yeah I don't know. Yeah. So, Especially when they hit the whoop. Yeah, yeah, it just hits. And anyway. Fuck the French guy that took Bogle out in the first turn. All right. But, or the third turn. How do you but, spell? But somehow Barsha's move in the same turn is, is okay. So you can figure that out. Well, no, wait a minute. They're different. You don't think they were different, John? No, I just, uh, Barsha cleaned cleaned his clock, man. I like Muskin, too. That sucks. Nick, but, same move in your opinion, Nick, or different moves? Uh, They're different. Uh... I don't know. I mean, is this the same order where Bogle was doing no footers down the start straight? <laughs> yeah. That's what made Porcel mad. He did no footer in front of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I, mean, I must I clean like, this, man. I feel like when you do that, and even if like if I did that and then got taken out in the next corner, I'm like, well, I got that coming. <laughs> I deserve that. That was my move. Right. Uh, I'll let you guys talk. Thanks, thanks, guys. thanks John. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, it was interesting, that those two moves. I think the Porcel move on Bogle was, was worse, but... Just my opinion. So, um, all right, Nick. Uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. What do you, What have you been doing, Eddie? What's been yeah, happening? Here we go. Uh, back east, doing a little race car. I have a race car, doing some racing. Uh, okay. still working for the off road team. Hey, you want to come out and do all some right. off road racing? I I talked to Alan Brown the other day. He said he said he's been coming to do some of those Dude, with you guys. Alan Brown's killing it. He's won like I think we've done like eight races. He's won seven of them. Oh wow! Yeah, he didn't say how how good he was doing. He just told me he broke his collarbone, but he's starting to feel better now. He's going to get back at the race. Dude, he's on top of it. You're really into he, it. He, he takes really it serious. It. He's like he, a factory GNCC rider. Yeah, shows up. His bike's always prepped and ready, and off he go, he flies in. Yeah, it's it's pretty you know, <laughs> pretty awesome. So yeah, that, I, well, yeah, he he was stoked. He was like. Beyond him, he was beyond pumped on what he's doing there. So like he was just he was just telling me how fun it was. Yeah, well, he he loves off road racing or riding so much that he just took Tom from Infab out in the hills and almost killed him. So oh, really? yeah, um, so he, he Tom's not pumped. And Alan has been going to Canada working with the uh, MX101 guys. He's a jack of all, all right. trades. Gurky won this weekend. Beat Millsaps. Yeah, he did. Hard to beat Gurky in the deep sand of Gopher. 
So. Yeah, that's like a really sandy track too. I oh, mean, I've yeah. only seen it on TV. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, how, like Nick, how, how cool was the uh, Gene Ritchie parade lap with T-Way? That was cool. Way cool. That's yeah, awesome. He, he was very he was very concerned about making it around. <laughs> Why? Like, he thought it was a race, right? Like, he thought he was going to be dropping a gate and everybody was going to moto? No, because it's, like, it's super deep and rutted and all that. And I'm like, Dad, seriously, it's, it's like a, if there's a water truck rotor on the side. If you're that terrible, pull on that, man. Right. But. Then there was, like, at the bottom of the La Rocco's Leap, there's these people there that every every year I dubbed them the Red Bud Rowdies. Mm-hmm. They had a big, they had a big banner and all this stuff down there so i i went over there and revved them and they were cracking they were like stoked i was thinking about bonging a beer down there with the boys but yeah oh that would have been that would have been my, sweet yeah so my dad pulls over and starts revving it too and i died like t-way yeah, <laughs> yeah. hardcore <laughs> i like it he's on some old, yeah, it was, he was on one of your mach 1 yz 250s yeah that's awesome yeah it's cool to see yeah, everybody cool. went out stanton was yeah. out there a lot of guys were out there larocco you t-way yeah Eric McClear, Eric McClear, Swink, Swink wasn't there. The hoop. I did. Eric McClear was at the on the track walk at Jeff Carney Curry this year. Where? Jeff Curry wasn't there. But I was just at, naming, at, I was uh, just naming off mafia members all day long. Yeah, Mc, McClear. Eric McClear was at Detroit this year. Oh wow. on the track walk. Wow. Yeah. DGY rider. Yeah, I guess he like manages a. Like the loans department at a bank or something is doing well. Oh wow, good, good. Was he was he fast? What happened, to Eric McClear? Yeah, Eric McClear was real fast, mini bike guy. Was he? Yeah, mini bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was super fast, like all the way through Loretta's and all that. And then when he was pro, he was like decent, but he never reached his like potential that he had. Yeah, sure. yeah. Huh? John sure. Kitch? Because he, he. Oh, Kitch yeah. was oh, yeah. fast. <laughs> Beckington's. Ferry swears Kitch was unbelievable. He was like, if he just sort of could put it together. Yeah, he he was fast for sure. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you for coming on, Nick. Right. Appreciate it. All right. Um, good to, good to catch up, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Everything's good. NYK, you're gonna be the uh, team manager. Don't just remember that. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna steer us to a win. You're gonna break this losing streak. Does that mean I would get to pick the dudes? Yeah, that's a, one more question. Who would you pick? Uh, I'd have to think about it. Well, obviously, obviously, Dungey's can't race. Dungey's out. He doesn't want to go. Yep. I mean, obviously, you pick Cooper Webb as one of them. Do you Talk. pick Cooper Webb and have him ride a 450 and yes. then Jeremy Martin on the 250? You pick uh, you pick Tomac, Webb on a 450, and whoever is whoever is the top placing guy after Webb, if it's J-Mart, Savachi, or Alex, you pick you pick them. Whoever. But well, where is the race? This it's year. In Italy, hard pack, uh, hilly track. So that, so that you're saying that you pick a 250 guy over like a Barsha? Mm, Who's yeah. the next guy in the 450 points? Mm, Barsha, yeah. But Benny Bloss is coming up. He, he was pretty impressive second moto. He was. Yeah. He passed a lot of he passed a lot of real dudes. <laughs> like I same same terminology as Heath Harrison. Right. Right. I hear you. Hmm. All right. Well, good luck. Um, yeah. J-Mart not be, not, might not be able to go, though, because he's switching teams, too. You know how that goes. Like, I, I doubt Roxon goes or J-Mart. You know, cause but he's an American. When they switch teams, these guys, that's how they get out of it. And I get it. Seems, seems like Savachi's been pretty solid. I mean, yeah. see how he does down the home stretch here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. It's been great. All right, man. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate the call. All right. Happy birthday, Pookie. All right. Later, bro. See ya. Nick away, everybody. Always. Team manager for USA. Every time I say, all right, Nick, thanks for calling. And, he, and then he just starts up a conversation. Starts up a it's conversation. It's like an invitation he doesn't almost. doesn't want to go. Yeah. And yeah. So, uh, NFAB, customize your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the market-leading design and style from NFAB. They hand-built all their products in the 150,000-square-foot facility in Houston, Texas. Uh, whether it's uh, side steps, uh, light mounts, LED-style lights, uh, they offer a complete line of race-ready pre-rumber bumpers and bed cages. Take your ride to the next level with NFAB. NFAB, proud sponsor of the JGR Yamaha team, of course, and a big part of the NFAB uh, Ampro off-road Yamaha team, Randy Hawkins, that Eddie Ray works on. So support the sport. Support the people who have uh, sport support, and they support sport, and we support them. And uh, if you've got a truck, cheaper SUV, please look at n-fab.com. Question of the day from NFAB, Travis Marks, go. Can I do an intro? Question of the day. Bacon. <laughs> you still hungry? Long story. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Um, all right, we're over halfway now in the national Round season. Round seven, seven down. Yep. Panic button. One rider. Not the one you think. Panic button. Panic so. button. One rider. Who do you got? Mm. You don't want me to say who my panic button no, is? No, we'll go on that one later. Okay. Why can't he say? Uh, if he wants to, he can. Uh, let's go with that one later. No, say it now. Censorillo. Start sounding. That thing's sounding. It's loud. What, Definitely. What is the deal? What's wrong? What, yeah, I'm not in his camp. I don't know. Something's wrong. Okay. So, go um, ahead. Hit that, hit that panic button. What What are you seeing? Like, what's What do you think? What's What What's happening? What What Why Why do you say that? Uh, well, I mean, are you watching the same racing I am? He's qualified fastest two weeks in a row. Okay. He has whole shot. He has led laps. Okay. Speed is there. He's coming back from a lot of injuries, and he's working his way back. But is he really? We can work with speed. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, one lap speed isn't going to earn you a rod, and it isn't going to make you a lot of money to have one lap speed. Do you? James Stewart has one lap speed too. He's struggling. I I don't. What do you think, Travis? Would you sign it? Would you just, would you give panic button on AC? Uh, yeah. That's a yeah. Yeah, I think so. He needs to do something. Dude. He needs to make a change. He's got to change something. He I don't know if he's confused right now. I don't know if he's lost. But this is a kid who came out of amateur ranks. Came into outdoors. Okay, his his start to outdoor racing a few years ago was a little shaky, but he got better. And then he won Supercrosses. Three out of five Supercrosses. Okay. Yep. And now this year he hasn't even podiumed one race. He hasn't even podiumed a moto. He's, yeah. He has started as far as first and faded back to how far back, you know? And him and Cooper go down together. They get up the same time Cooper comes back and wins a race. He finishes 22nd. I mean, he's got some work to do, for sure. Like, are you sounding the panic button because, you know, he's super hyped out of amateurs and he was supposed to win, and that's why you're sounding the panic button? Because he's not where he... I think he could... I'm sounding the panic button because I think maybe he's starting to lose faith in himself. All right. I mean, 
I don't know if he's. I would. Bet I'm just telling you. Yeah, hey, listen. It, I don't. I don't talk. I'm not friend. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're not buddies. Yeah. So it's like I'm not bagging the guy out. I'm just telling you. I mean, I'm telling you how I what I see and right, if, you right, know right. how it, how it's yeah. real. I think you got to give him some more time. I do. Uh, I think you got to give him some more. How time. How much more time do you need to give him? Well, it's only been seven weeks from a serious injury. So okay, well. seven races. Uh yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I would. I would sound it on Stu. I would sound it on. Stu. Oh, I thought pan- I thought that panic button's been going off for a while. I mean, <laughs> it's, been, it's been going off all year. That's for Stu. That is a panic button. Like what? Well, hey, they both live in Florida, so they can both hear that right now. So they're close enough to hear it. What is Stu gonna do? Like, I don't think he goes back to Yosh. But know. where's he gonna go? I don't know. Husky three fifty. That's where he needs to go. <laughs> I know that's your theory. I understand. Um, what's going to happen? How much of Stu do you think um, A1 is playing a part of? you think that had a, a huge impact on how the rest of his year has gone, or do you think the rest of the year would have maybe kind of gone so, off the rails anyway? That's a good question. I mean, what? you got to remember this. That happened on, like, the second lap. They weren't. It's not like he was running away with the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened on the second yeah. lap. It could have went off. I mean, it could have. He could have faded back to sixth or seventh that race, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's hard to say that. That I think everybody's noticed. Maybe he's a little out of shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if he's he's still fast, but you know what? He just doesn't look sharp anymore. He makes a lot when he is leading. He makes a lot of mistakes. I don't know. I'm with you. It's all things. He we, makes a lot of mistakes. It's all things we talked about. And what is he going to do next year? Like, where is he going to ride? Who's going to hire him? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he gets some Suzuki's and does his own thing. I, I don't know with Mookie or. I think Mookie ends up on the Geico Honda 450 over there. But Ring. hello, hey, it's the AMA. We need to get that number back. <laughs> Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! That's been the NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com. Panic button. Who will you assign to it? Please follow them on social media at NFAB Inc. On Instagram and Twitter. And uh, see their team's progress at NFAB underscore racing dot com. Uh, great guys down there. They support the sport. And uh, if you've got a Jeep, truck, or SUV, please check out NFAB. Um, with that, let's roll under our NFAB JGR check. JGR check, and why not? Um, great race for Weston Pike. Really up and down season for Pike. Injuries, crashes, he's been fast. Um, He's looking for a ride. We addressed this in here. So listen to this interview from Pike I do earlier from the NFAB JGR team. Uh, JGR is a – NFAB is a big part of the JGR guys, of course. And so Pike uh, addresses Barsha in this interview, uh, talks some uh, next year, status for his next year, and uh, what he thought of Southwick. So uh, here you go, folks. Here's the NFAB JGR check-in with Weston Pike. Welcome to the NFAB JGR check-in segment on the Pulp Mech Show, n-fab.com. Great guys, support them. Get something for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. I've got some steps for my original line, and I love it. Uh, with me on the line to uh, talk about Southwick and a little bit more of uh, what's going on. He had a nice race at uh, at Southwick. Weston Pike, what's up, Pike? How are you? Good, man. How are you? Did you miss, did you miss me this weekend? Not really. I didn't even forget that you even came or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, thanks. We're really starting off this at a great point. Um, hey, so it always does, right? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Uh, hey, so seven uh, four for you. Uh, just missing uh, the podium, three three points away. Um, a good Southwick for you. Now you're a SoCal dude, 
and I don't remember how you did it Celtic before. I should have probably checked your stats. You like the sand? You're good in the sand? Uh, you know, were you excited to go back? Yeah, I was excited to go back. I was kind of dreading the weather forecast that I was calling for, but it ended up passing by. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, my recent Southwick history has been pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, between, like, 2009, running out of gas, and then blowing an engine second motto, then I think every year past that, I missed qualifying because, like... <laughs> really? I was, oh, shit. Yeah. So, well, because, like, it was just like this weekend, like it was yeah. before they did the yep. the, LC, the LCQs, and I was always with A groups, uh-huh. but I was slow back then, so I would always qualify and miss it by like five because I was in, you know, the B group would be out there, the right. guys that I would beat every week. Oh, for sure, yeah. they would end up getting faster times so the track was smooth. So. Yeah, he was had bad luck there. Yeah, JT and I were talking about that too. Like he was always scared to death near the end of his career. He's like, I have to pin it like crazy, you know, because I'm in the season practice. He did that regardless. Even when I was racing Supercross with them in the LCQ, it's like he used to drive me crazy. <laughs> That's a good point, right? He stepped up when the pressure was on. Um, yeah, it's like it's like only when it mattered he would he would go fast, and then like and then he'd go in the main and he would just go slow and get lapped like six times. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I do think we were talking a little bit about this. Like, look, the, the factory guys do have advantages, and, and you know you have a great bike and a great team, and you've earned it through your speed. But something needs to be done. I don't know what. Maybe you just take the second practice times. I, I don't think that these guys. It's such an advantage. It's such a huge advantage. I, I wouldn't. I know I would be upset if I'm if I'm Mike Webb and Bichelia doesn't qualify, or you yeah. know Bowers had to go to the LCQ. You know. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be a little. Yeah, I'd be a little bummed. Yeah, it's it's complicated because it's like you either do it just for Southwick or for all the races. You can't just do it for Southwick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe we could do it for all the races. It doesn't matter. I yeah, mean, I usually go faster in the second ones anyway, like for overall stuff. But yeah, the track's rougher and everything, right? So go ahead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Um. Good motos for you though. You uh, you felt good. Obviously, the seven four is. Uh, for you, the season's been up and down. Uh, you've been fast, uh, crashing, uh, bike bike problems at a couple, but um, you gotta be pumped. That's a good finish. Yeah, you know it's good to get a good finish. So that, I mean, that first moto, I I freaking smoked my clutch 15 minutes in. So I was my whole half that second moto was literally just running about 70 percent because like my mm-hmm. bike wouldn't go anymore because I smoked my clutch like an idiot. So I was just pretty much riding it just fast enough to where I could make it last the rest of the moto, and that's you know, the reason why I ended up getting past two laps to go by Barsha. So. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, yeah. it's, it's a good moto. I was good stoked on the weekend. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, it's got to be gotta be nice to know your fitness is on point and everything else because the track looked pretty gnarly for a second moto. Yeah, it was uh, It was definitely rough. It was, it was pretty complicated, but... You know, I think the, the layout was good. It had a good layout. The bike was working really good. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was stoked on it. Um, how much the season overall for you? Uh, it started off rough, uh, crashes, and and you had to miss around, and everything else. But um, you know, Tennessee was good. Uh, Redbud not so good, but Southwick good. I guess it's all you can do at this point. I mean, your thirteenth in the points is nowhere where you want to be. But what can you do but take each race and try to just you know get better, right? Yeah, you know, for I think for me for the the remainder of the season is just working on consistency and, you know, keep finishing up there in the top 10, top five. And, you know, that's all I can ask for. 
when you uh, – do you even look at the points? Do you even care at this point? Like, you know, you're so far no. – like, back in the at day, point, you, you probably did. But, like, if you're fifth or sixth and, you know, you see – when you were fifth and sixth in the points, you're probably like, hey, I can get this guy or I really want to stay there. And I, But now, 13th, you're like, fuck it. <laughs> well, I mean, even at this point, it's it's still obviously, you know, I, I still feel like I can get, you know, somewhere up there in the points and, and, and make some, you know, some – get some lower numbers for sure. So – you know, obviously every point is crucial regardless, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you already know you're out of the top five chase, so you just got to, you know, continue to excel, make what, it what it's worth. What about Phil? Phil's having bike problems. Phil's crashing. Poor Phil. Yeah, I feel, you know, it's, it's a bummer, but, you know, it's, it's part of racing, and, you know, sometimes there's just things that you can't control. Is he, is he on suicide watch? Are you making fun of him, or...? Oh yeah, he was on suicide watch on Saturday after the race because uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, I was like, Phil, we're gonna go get some dinner after. He goes, he goes, yeah, we're either gonna go to dinner and I'm gonna drink some beers or I'm gonna commit suicide in my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, let's go get let's go get some beers then. So. <laughs> right. Hey, how was how weird was it when Barcher took him out uh, back of the truck? Were you laughing? You being me knowing you, you were probably bringing it up and laughing and pointing. Oh, for the Genesee round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was. I mean, he was pretty heated, but I don't know. Barsha just does his own thing. He doesn't really have a lot of respect for you know people that he races with in general. So it's uh, it's one of those things where you know whatever it's a racing scene, and you know it'll all come back, and you know he'll get his eventually. So you weren't you weren't egging Phil on or anything. No, not at all. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, I thought you would have been. Like, no, oh, I mean, Phil, Phil, you got Phil does enough. Phil does enough on his own. So it's like we don't have to say much. Um, hey, you're one of a bunch of really good guys that don't have a contract for next year. Um, obviously, you probably want to hope to stay at JGR, I would think. Um, uh, but it is silly season. How much do you think about that? I don't think you have an agent. So, you know, how much do you work on that? How much do you think about it and all that? Because, you, like I said, you and and uh, Dino and Tickle and, and Brayton and a lot of really good guys are looking for deals. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy to think that there's still five factory guys that have no ride. So, mm-hmm. And there's only three spots. So um, it's kind of – that's kind of a bummer, but you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you just, if you're obviously racing on the track every weekend, you just got to make sure you, you can do your best and just, you know, there's nothing more you can really do. So yeah. just prove to the, you know, prove to the teams, you know, if you have, you know, that raw speed and talent, you know, you just got to work on it. Are you going around and talking to dudes or is your dad, or are you, are you involved in any of that? Cause I, like I said, you don't have an agent, do you? No, it's just me and my dad do it. I mean, like, I'm not planning my going anywhere, so I'm not, you know, I'm not talking to anybody else, and, you know, mm-hmm. I plan on staying where I'm, where I'm at right now. So, I, you know, I've talked to the team, you know, numerous times, and, you know, I think we can definitely come to a deal. Right. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good. It seems like it's a, it's, a, it's a team that works well together. Everybody, you know, they like you. You, you know, you work hard. Coy, you're Coy's kind of guy, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think he likes that, you know. So yeah, the most important thing is, you know, I get along you know, really well with all the sponsors. The sponsors like me, and you know, everybody on the team meshes really well. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, I've had a bad season, but you know, it's always, you know, <clears throat> as long as I'm, you know, my speed's there, and it's something that we can work on for this long year. It's, you know, there's no reason of, you know, mm-hmm. replacing me. You know, obviously when, it's not, I mean, I could see if I literally lost all my speed, and I was like 
Yeah, I agree. Like, your speed is there at, at many races. Some more crashes than you'd like, and Supercross started off, you know, with you beating down Freeze and then eating crap in Oakland. But at times, mm. like, you're as fast as I think you've ever been, you know? So, mm. that part's good. Just yeah. hasn't been a finish, you know? So, um, right. hey, well, uh, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Uh, Millville this weekend, you looking forward to it? You like Millville? Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Millville's always good. It's a rough, rough track, so... You know, it's um, looks like the weather they get. So I'm looking forward to uh, having another good race there. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing you there. I'll be there. So, oh great, um, should be fun. Nfab, do you have Nfab steps on on your trucks? Do we gotta get you some? Not yet, but I will on Wednesday. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I gotta get Thomas. Yeah, I'm getting, um, okay. <clears throat> yeah, a bunch of stuff there. We're getting um, steps, front grill installed, bumper, all that kind of stuff. Oh so, nice. Uh, okay. Yeah, should have yeah, awesome by the time it's uh, done. Good, because Thomas gives me money to promote Enfab on the show, so I want to promote Enfab. So yeah, of course. Yeah, and and uh, oh, one last thing, we got a question last week. You're the only guy on the team without a Monster helmet. You have a Wiener Schnitzel helmet, and I was saying that that's probably just because you told Monster the money wasn't good enough and to go pound sand. Uh, am I am I right in that? <laughs> no, that's that's um, not correct. That's no. not correct. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, what happened is they offered me a deal, but I already had a fly helmet being made. Mm-hmm. Uh, signature oh, signature. Helmet. Yeah. Yep. So what happened was is my helmet's already in production, about to be done. We were going to change it with a monster logo mm-hmm. in the helmet, mm-hmm. but with the amount of time we didn't have, it's too late. we didn't have time to get the okay from monster to say that we can sell the helmet with the monster logos on it. So everything got squashed for this year, and then hopefully next year um, we have more time to figure that out and get everything sorted out previously before helmets go into production. But you did do a Wiener Schnitzel helmet deal. Yes, but I did do a Wiener Schnitzel deal helmet because it was a yeah easier, right. way easier. Fit. Yeah, yeah, you can just put stickers on or whatever. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I, I figured Monster said, "Hey, we're going to pay you this much," and you said, "Beat it." But no, of course not. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Hey, thanks for taking the time to do this. Uh, good job at Southwick. Uh, keep it up. And uh, I'm sure you'll be listening to the Pulp Show tonight. So maybe you'll hear this interview. Yep. All right. Cool. Thank all right. You. See you. Bye. <laughs> yep. Weston Pike, everybody, on the NFAB JGR check in. Always honest. Weston Pike. Got to love him. You do. Yeah. Some people don't like it, but tells you what he thinks. They say they don't like it, but they really love it because everybody loves drama. Yeah, true. Uh, hey, besides Tomac and Keith Johnson and Benny Bloss, if you really think about it, we've had Eric Gass on the show, mechanic for Cooper Webb, Nick Way, and now Pike. Star-studded night. Six guests. And, of course, Eddie Ray, Travis. Eddie Ray's my favorite co-host. Oh, wait, hold on. What? Uh, you, always, Sorry. you always turn me off. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I, it's rude. I, I, I'm over it. But. I was just complimenting Eddie, and he, nobody could hear it. Yeah. Don't Eddie's, turn that mic on. Eddie's pissed at you. You didn't bring him banana bread. Eddie heard me compliment him. Don't worry. I got you this job. <laughs> That's what he's I claiming. got you this that job. That's what he's claiming. Uh, N-Fab.com. Thomas and the boys at NFAB are uh, fans of the sport, whether it's the Ampro off-road team or the JGR team. NFAB sponsors the sport. Jeep, truck, or SUV. Parts and uh, bumpers and, and steps and light mounting solutions. And please, check them out. For your tri- Weston Pike's getting his rig all done up with NFAB. So... Yeah, he should. He is. I mean, if you want your truck to look good, you got to put Infab. Infabby gear alloy. I got to get into uh, 
how the new Ridgeline uh, R&D is going with Thomas. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I think he said that uh, they're not worth building just to sell one set. And he gave those away anyways. Chris, what's up, man? How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, for Tom? What's up, bro? Nothing much. Um, I just got a question for Cooper. Um, I know that he's going with Factory Yamaha next year, so what about his sponsor deal with Rockstar? Uh, he's going to be a monster guy next year. Oh, he, really? He left Monster. Yeah, or he left Rockstar, I mean. Yeah. Wow. So he will be a monster rider next year for probably a shit ton of money. I imagine Eddie, like, uh, it's a Monster Yamaha team, so he couldn't have been Rockstar or anybody else. Like, no matter what, he kind of had to take a monster deal, right? I would assume. Right? Yeah. I would assume, yeah. These energy drink guys, they're kind of assholes. They really hey. are. They are, man. They make too many decisions in our sport. They they pay a ton of money. They I just But they pay the money so they should be able to make whatever decisions they want. No, no, yeah. you're a sponsor. You don't own the hey. team. You don't own it. You're a sponsor. Golden rule. Whoever's got the gold makes the rule. Well, hey, uh, I and it. I so um last night I had bought a Atlas neck brace and a um, chest protector through your website. So I really appreciate that, Steve. What through the BTO guys or through Atlas? What you do it? Which way? Atlas. Oh, awesome! Thanks. Did you did you save money on it? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, thanks. That's awesome, man. Good to hear. Glad to see. Thanks for supporting the show. Always, always. Okay. Thanks, Chris. All right, boys. Have a good night. All right, we will see you, man. Uh, that's Chris, everybody. We're supporting Atlas. Atlas brace. Number one neck brace out there. If you have, if you want to if you want to try a neck brace, please. Uh, if you don't try wear Atlas, Atlas, you won't win. Atlas brace, pal. It's great, great company, and uh, it's a great brace. So, um, Nick Way liked your idea of. Uh, I love that idea of team manager. So, anybody who else likes that idea, you should call in and let us know. <laughs> what about Eddie Reyes, team manager? Now, come on, we need some real experience in there. Some real. Uh, I should maybe I should go and be like the tire changer or something. Oh, you could tire change the I best. I could change them. the tires. Oh. If anybody wants to hear Eddie's story, if you're new to the show or whatever, uh, go to the Steve Mathis show. Search the archives for Eddie Ray's podcast. I did a one-on-one for over an hour where we kind of talked about your career and different things you did, and it's interesting. And uh, did a shit ton of things. So yeah, some will say. Go back and listen, everybody. Appreciate it. And we thank uh, we thank Nfab and we thank uh, Atlas and uh, WUSA, great company JGR and, and KTM and half the teams in the pits TLD depend on W for their wheel needs. Whether it's the Talon, whether it's the Kite, uh, they got tons of different uh, options. And uh, I've used the, them as well for my project bikes, so they can rebuild your old uh, old ass bike, uh, their hub and, and rim and everything else. WUSA.com, Eddie, big sponsors of you and Jess forever. Yeah, I've been using W for a long time, and John Anderson's always been uh, always been good to us. And plus, it's just a quality wheel. I mean, you can run stock. You can. I mean, sometimes stock. You know, those things break. You get some Ws, and you you can definitely avoid that problem. And they last. You know, they stand behind their their product, and they stand behind their work. So, mm-hmm. if you're gonna get wheels, make sure they're W. Like you said, don't get those $500 wheels. No. They aren't worth having. No, they're not. WUSA, bro. Um, all right. Welcome back to the show, as usual. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, coming up soon, a new app for the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, Travis over there is working away on it. It's going to be pretty good, and we'll be testing it. Travis, when, when will this thing be ready? Like, seriously, a month? Uh, no, hopefully not. Maybe maybe a month, like, polished, okay. ready for everybody. Okay. So don't buy our app now, people. Yeah. Wait a month and then uh, get the new one. It's going to be cool. Um, we're going to be able to favorite shows, right? 
Yeah, so you can have your favorite show. So Laser Gate, you can favorite Laser Gate. Favorite will always it. be there for yeah. you. Favorite drops. Favorite. Hey, how is Tony? Why why isn't he on? What's the deal? I thought Kiefer was getting him on next week. Kiefer oh, oh this on. is going to be the, this. Your your thing's going to crash for sure. Dude, if Tony's coming on happened? now. Kiefer says I'm not allowed to ask any questions. Ah, uh, that's bullcrap. You should. It's your show. It's your show. It is my show. Your show. Right. It is my show. You should be able to say whatever you want. Right. There's like bug ring inside of MX Sports. I mean, does Tony have enough power that all of a sudden he can say, I don't want Mathis to talk to me? Kiefer's the one that's This is the Steve Mathis show, not the Mike Alessi or Tony Alessi show. Kiefer is the one that's like spearheading that. Like maybe you don't, maybe you don't say anything. Maybe you just quiet down. Maybe you just quiet down. You know, Uh, I don't know. So, well, um, Hey Eddie. So one name that you were throwing out for teams Now we talked about some of these teams in the pits make terrible decisions, terrible. Decisions with riders. One yeah. guy that you were throwing out before we went to air was you think a team should pick up Chris Belos. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Chris is... Uh, or Gavin Faith or whatever. Or yeah, Gavin yeah. Faith. I mean, how that came about, it said Suzuki may be a lights team, right? Okay, this late into the game, let's just say that happens. Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki comes out with a lights team. Who's left? As a factory team, they need somebody Bowers, who can... Bowers is looking for a deal. I thought he was PC. No, he doesn't have a deal. Okay, so they're going to need two East Coast guys yeah, and two, two West, West Coast guys. Right, right. Bowers, Bloss, Faith. Bloss? Can we have a Bloss and a Bloss? Yeah. Can you have Bloss and Bloss on the same team? I'd like Absolutely. To, I, I, I mean, yeah, sure. But for sure, I think Chris could do well. Um, I, I really believe. I mean, look at... Uh, Did you tell me he was only 24? No, I think he's twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. I mean, he's still in his he's still in his prime. So and plus he's training. I mean, he trains really hard. The guy has speed. You know how when you step into a class, sometimes you feel like you know maybe a little intimidated. Chris and Chris, after being in four fifties, now coming back. To, if he went back to the two fifty class, is not intimidated by these guys. Like he'll get right in there and throw elbows with the with the best of them, and. He's got speed. Don't forget when he was. Would you pick up Regal? I would take Chris before I take Regal. Stroop. I would take Chris before I took Stroop. Huh? I think Chris is going to be your best bet. I think Faith would be better than Blows, but not by much. I Faith has won heat races before and gotten top fives on a Moto Concepts bike. Chris has gotten top fives on a Troy Lee bike. Has he? Yeah. Has he gotten top fives? Chris okay. got fourth in the 450 class at Vegas. Okay, one race. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm not, you know. I mean, what did I mean? What did Faith get? Fifth, one race. And you know, nothing against Faith because I think he's fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he, younger. he's definitely he's fast. Younger. Yeah. So um, that's just the name yeah. I threw. We no, were throwing out there that yeah, that's available. Right, right. Like if I was Suzuki, I would definitely not turn my. I wouldn't turn. I wouldn't be like, no, no way. Yeah. Um, I think he would surprise people if he if he came back to two fifty supercross. Uh, and Bowers is looking for a ride, uh, you know. So, so yeah. Bowers has the no Jimmy ride D? right now. Dakotas, Dakotas doesn't have a deal. I thought he was Geico. I don't think he has a deal. I thought I he think he told him, he he had told us that it's a done deal next year for next year. Soupy. But then again, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. I don't know. I'm not sure if he has one. They or not. got RJ and Jordan Smith and Christian Craig and J Mart and J Mart and they always Sexton? have. Is Sexton I not thought turning? Sexton might not go till outdoors. Oh, okay. And they always have just a Supercross guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Jimmy D would, would fit that pretty good, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he's good for that uh, Supercross only deal. Yeah, I no. think he likes that. Yeah, he's a guy for sure. 
Uh, Chuck, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Good. What's going on? Uh, I just had a few questions for you real fast about sure. activities. Um, my first my first one is, you guys talking about Grant getting the spot on Monster Cowie next year. Is that, uh, is that really what you guys think? Yeah. You can stamp that. Where does that put Han? Uh, looking for a ride. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, you can't blame and stuff. you can't blame Cowie. He's been hurt. Yeah. Do you think he'll step down to maybe a non factory ride? I mean will he have to or Yeah, he's gonna have to. Wilbur's gonna have to go with Cycle Trader or Concepts or um somebody like that to get back and get some get some time and hopefully not get injured, you know? Yeah. So if he goes to Moto Concepts to do the keys to Wilhan go to, to Tony? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what Motor Concepts is racing. We talked about that earlier in the show. I really don't know. Oh, really? Are they coming back with Alessi? Uh, I don't know. Eddie? What do you I know? have no clue. I don't talk to Tony. We should ask Kiefer. Kiefer talks to Maybe Tony. Maybe we should ask Vince. Ask Vince, yeah. I haven't talked to Vince. I don't know. There's going to be some spots out there, and there's some teams probably, Chuck, that we're not thinking about right now that could offer Wilbur like a good bike, and he can keep his gear money and all expenses paid and go out there and uh, and prove himself, you know? Be like Weimer. Be like Nick Way. Yeah, right on. So. All right. Thanks, man. All right. No worries. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. The BTOsports.com Tweet It Travis segment. This is uh, your questions at uh, BTO, at Pulp Mike Show on Twitter. And uh, we take the best ones and uh, we, ask, we ask them. Let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. The tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com, uh, Millsaps and Supercross and Braden and Short and Bloss. Uh, great guys, great team. Support them. BTOsports.com supports the sport. If you give them a call and say, hey, I want the pulp deal, you got to call them though. You can't enter the code in line anymore. And it gets me upset that you can't, but I am, I'm, I'm powerless to stop this. So you must call them. I apologize. Sometimes though, the best way to communicate with a human being is over their phone. Seriously, I've found in my life lately, Eddie, that I am calling more people than texting. Like, I rely on text so much that the human touch, the human voice. I'm not a big texter, obviously, because every, every time you text me, I just call you right back. Do you? I don't yeah. Notice that. Okay. I do that with everybody. I'm not a big texter. I like people to hear my emotions. Got, I think it works better. I've, I've been doing more Talking or texting? Talking. Oh, for sure. Because sometimes if you text something, sometimes people read it wrong, take it out, you know what I mean? They think yeah. you're mad at them, and then it's like things get weird. Travis, you got to talk to people. I mean, that time I text, Tav, or text Travis, he was all mad. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's This a went from an online ordering form to texting. They're very different. Just just saying. Don't shit do your on my, job. Don't, yeah, just, just, <laughs> just do, your, do your, job. your job. Do your job. Don't worry about it, producer guy. Build the fucking app. I'm producing. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So call Don't be logic. like Gibbs. I'm producing logic. Call BTO. Mention Pulp. Get a deal. Be happy. Support them so, so you can support the show and we can get them back. My contract with BTO is up this year, people. So we got to see if they're coming back on. They've been with us since, um, you know, since the start. Since, uh, I think, halfway through 2010, whenever Motor World <laughs> dropped out. Which, by the way, nice job, Motor World. They gave us, uh, Motor World said, well, come on your show. Six months. If it doesn't, if it's not working out, we're bailing. And I'm like, come on, bro. It's a new internet radio show. Takes time. Takes a little time. Yeah, you gotta get the word but out. But whatever. Six months, we'll perform. We'll make you some sales. Then they pull the plug after six weeks and go, ah, we don't notice anything. We're pulling the plug. You think they regret that now? Uh, they yeah, got to. I would hope so. 
And PTO is just reaping the benefits. Dude, our listeners did almost a million dollars in sales for BTO with that code. That's insane. And so, Motor World, nice job. Good job, Motor World. BTOsports.com. Please go there, support them, support us. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that number, but I don't care. Whatever. All right, let's go. That's okay. Uh, Matt wants to know, who do you think is shaping up to be any dark horses at the at the destinations this year? Dark horses at this nations. Yeah. They don't let dark horses in. They're just the three best riders from each country. Yeah, bro. I don't know. Um, Maybe like as a team? Switzerland. Okay. Switzerland will be something. Giad, Tonis, and I'm missing somebody, but they're good. Uh, um, I'm missing some, uh, 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 Lupino. Lupino. Oh. Uh, no, that's Italy. Yeah, that's Italy. What am I talking about? Uh, hold on here. I gotta go here. Swiss. Hold on. Tough team. Tough team. If they all went, would be Germany because they'd have Noggle. Noggle is so solid. You always forget how solid. And Kin. And then France is always France is always gonna be tough. Sewer. Jeremy Sewer. Sewer. Yeah. This RM Factory guy, Gabor's team slash Everett's team, and then Valentin Giaud. And Arnold Tonis, a very quiet, fast nation. Got eighth last year right behind a, a USA. So uh, keep an eye on, uh, on on the Swiss. All right. Uh, Joel wants to know, why did the JMAR RCH deal fall through? Depends on who you talk to. If you talk to the RCH people or people close to that camp, they said, you see him in Supercross, man? We got scared. Supercross skills weren't so great. We backed away, man. We backed away. You talk to people around Jmart and they go, they pulled out, man. They pulled out. Maybe they're losing a sponsor. They don't want it. They, they're the ones who said to us, they're out. So, as usual, Eddie, the truth probably lays in the middle somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, there's two sides to every story. Or three sides, the truth. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's what I've gotten from both sides. So, I don't know the real answer. I don't know. Both answers make sense, in a way. RCH was like, eh, we're not that pumped on Jeremy. But they you know? knew that going in. The guy, oh, he still won two Supercross. Yeah, maybe they thought he was going to dominate. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. All right. Uh, Roman wants to know, does the pulp excuse train make excuses for AC or call a spade a spade? Well, he's, is he Eddie on the pulp train? Cause he, he, he called I call a spade, a spade a spade, but you and Pookie cover up for him. Uh, I mean, I like Adam. Uh, he texted me today about Irv Braun passing away. Okay, jab, jab me a little bit. Um... I just think you got to give him more time. Now, okay. When he was coming all the red as Eddie, you tell me, Eddie. You, Let's you, just give him more time. Wait, wait, Eddie, you tell me. You were when he was coming all the red as Eddie. Did you think he was going to be Cooper Webb right now? No. Oh, you didn't? Did I think he was going to be what Cooper Webb's doing? Yeah, right now. Multi-time no, Supercross I, I, champion, outdoor champion, blah, no, blah, blah. No, I mean, I, I expect him to be good and get better, but... Uh, when he was um, when he was getting out of the amateurs, you mean? Yeah, when he's coming right, out of amateurs. Okay. I mean, he was so, good. he's a fast minibike guy. Okay. No one ever seen him ride a big bike up until then. Here's my point. So, if you thought that he was going to come out as an amateur and dominate, then I don't think he's going to reach those heights now. Too many injuries, too short of a time. Can he... Get better, get faster, get on a 450. He's almost too big for that 250F, and be like a solid top five pro. Yes, I don't think I don't think that you can write that off right now. 
That's my opinion. Will he reach? Will he reach the heights that some people said where this kid is going to dominate? No way. Too much time off. Too many injuries. There's too many other, uh, too many other new kids in the stable in that stable where he's at now too. Right. He's not number one anymore. I don't know if that matters, Eddie. That I, matters. I don't really. Okay. That's hurting him. Okay. They're all fighting for that top. They're all t- fighting for the best nipple on Mitch's. <laughs> Mitch's. Yeah. Belly. <laughs> Mitch's teat. Teat. All right. Next question. Uh, Tanner wants to know any idea how much RV is making to go to race Australia, and chance of him getting on the show before he's too busy with all his nine to five jobs. He's very busy with his concrete business. Um, okay, uh, he for sure got at least 100. I've been told perhaps 200, but I cannot see 200. No way. Dude, these guys aren't making that because you got to pay Chad the same or whatever. I would say 100. And yeah. All right. So. Chad's there now, huh? Yeah. Is he staying all the way till Super or he back? No, nah, he, he'll come back, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Greening wants to know, does Tomac dominate Millville like two years ago? Or does Kenny strike back? Well, we've been talking about that, dude, all show. I don't know. It's going to be great. They're going to start calling you Gibbs. I just wanted to do the or. Oh, okay. That's that's what that was. Future headlines. Yep. I need to get that going again. I don't know about all that, but. <laughs> I like future headlines. I think it's going to be a good race. It's going to be good. I see a showdown. Dude, I could see him going 1-2. 2-1, 1-2. Two, 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 one, one, two. Yeah, maybe. And then we'll never know. So. <laughs> Questions I it, unanswered. I think it's going to go one way or the other. They're, one of them, one of the two are going to go 1-1. One, one. Okay. All right. Uh, Corey wants to know, with a sand track, what do the mechanics do after practice and the first moto to make sure the bike is race-ready again? They won't do anything extra, um, I don't believe. There's not enough time. God, these guys are pressed for time. Clutch gets changed Clutches. before the – before the. Um, they get changed anyways, though. Sand or dirt, you know. Uh, new clutch for the motos. New clutch in between motos. Oil changed before the motos. Probably not changing in between motos. Um, you clean the radiators out really good. Really make sure the radiators are cleaned out, blew out, everything else. Uh, filters, obviously, grease for sand. You put grease on the lip. Uh, normally, you would not. For sand race, you would. You might even run an extra filter skin over top. Yeah, Some people have done skin, that. Yeah. Um, run your chain a little looser. A little tad looser than you normally would. And that's about it. All right. Um, Eric wants to know, is there another track in the U.S. that you guys wish would come back or a track that would make a good national that hasn't had one? I've always heard, Eddie, that tracks in Texas, I don't know which one. There's Tyler. But is there a uh, national caliber track, one of those, to you? Uh... I've only been to Whitney. Obviously, that's not even there anymore. Um, I don't know. I don't know about Texas. Okay. But like Monster Mountain. Okay. Is that? In Alabama. Is that? Yeah. That's national material for national sure. National material? I mean, I, I think Gatorback still has potential if they just went Stop in it. and fixed it Stop all up. Stop it. Why not? Gatorback? Yeah. Gatorback. Dude. Listen. It, it was out of a gravel pit. Yeah, and it was uh, it was an amazing race. I mean, Gatorback was an awesome national. The only reason they let it go was because it fell in the middle of Supercross season. In the in the middle of the Supercross season, and back in the day, Gatorback can only race so many times a year. They were only allowed to run a certain amount of races. Like let's say the number was fourteen days yeah, of riding. Whatever. Yeah. Well, after Minios and Gold Cups, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Nothing else was available. 
Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't I believe mean, on the. I don't believe the uh, Gatorback is a, is a you know, legit track. Did you ever go there? Oh yeah, a ton. Oh, that's right. You lost the wrench to Jessica's dad. I forgot about that. No, I didn't. Not to Jessica's dad. No, no. I lost it to a lady whose car broke down on the way to Ohio. Then why do you always want Jessica's dad? No, because Jessica said that her dad doesn't give a shit about his wrench. Oh, okay. And she w- and he would give it to me. Oh, okay. Because it's dusty, laying in a garage, it all is. dusty and shit. <laughs> I thought you lost it to Jessica's no, dad. No, I lost it. I was literally walking up. Like, I'm like, got it. <laughs> you were like Zoolander in the movie where he's like, I'm... <laughs> no, I was. And because Ryan Morris lost two motos all week. One to Stu, one to Steve Mertens. And me and Mo crushed it. And they're like, the Golden Ranch goes to, and I'm like, walking forward, Sue Ellington, whose car broke down, and she fixed the tire, and got here, got her kids safe and sound to the Minios. The kid went 35, 29, but the mom got her children here, and I'm like, what the fuck? Ryan Morris lost two motos. He beat Stu in one moto. Now, granted, Stu was on a 105. We're on a 125. Anyways... Stu did beat us the other one. Um, Details. Dude, you know how many motos there are. There's 8 million. Mo and Mathis crushed it. We crushed it. Mo won the pipe and the boot and the fucking this and that, and I got nothing. I got shut out from some lady from Ohio, and I'm not bitter at all. Not at all. You don't sound bitter. No, no. You sound great. It's complete bullshit. (laughs) 99 Minios. That was my fucking golden wrench. I deserved it. I slept in the truck all week, hot as balls. In the Manchester truck? Yeah, in the yeah. Manchester truck. Looks like a beetle. Yeah, Giant slept in beetle. that truck all week. And uh, woke up at ass crack in the morning to work on bikes. I remember our practice was at 6 o'clock or something one day. Bullshit. The lady's car fucking broke down. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're such a fucking hero. She might listen to the Pulp Show. You better watch out. I don't care. Give me that wrench. It's mine. <laughs> if she, put the name if in she it? does, she should call it. Does in. the name go in it or I don't no? think so. Okay, I'm going to get you Jessica's dad's. Then you can just transfer it over to me. I'm going to get you Jessica's dad's wrench. It's bullshit. Yeah, because I told Jess the same story. She's like, my dad won one. It's sitting in a garage all dusty. Yeah, it is. Do you know I how much it. I would have that thing sitting up here? I think it looked good up there. Thank you. Next to the Leslie letter? Next yeah. to the Tony letter? <laughs> oh, that thing's classic. Okay. All right. Next Tony. question. Uh, there were a couple um, TLD KTM questions. Okay. Will they? Is there any chance they pick up a fill-in rider? And have you heard anything about changes in management at TLD? Yeah. Oh my! Tyler keeps getting canned. Well, I don't know. Oh. Well, you know, Caleb Russell was supposed to ride the last, like, the, starting at Redbud. You know, when they went on break, Caleb Russell was supposed to come ride for TLD for nationals, but. Him and Josh had that run-in, and members, I don't know if you know this, his bike broke. He had a huge points lead. Yes, trying, yeah. They hit. Yeah. They had a big falling no, out. No, but I heard. But he lost all his points, yeah, so but... now that's why he didn't come to do the GNCCs. Or that's why he didn't oh, come okay. to do the Nationals. Um, because he didn't have a nice cushion anymore. I heard from people that saw it, it was really just a racing incident. It was. Okay. It was. Yeah. Um, now, Kato's mom apparently is not handling this so classy. Uh, well, man, I... She had a t-shirt I was or there. something? I, or? I, I, was, I was there. And Caleb's... And I hate the... I, no, no. Well, she had a t-shirt or something? No, she Caleb, yelled or something? Uh, Caleb, Caleb's wife was upset with Josh's girlfriend. And I think they had some words. And then Caleb's mom came with a pit board that, okay. down to the Husky truck and said, Karma's a bitch. 
which I can understand if Caleb's mad. Understandable. Like, yeah. Caleb, no, ha- no, yeah. I get once it. again, let these guys handle their get business. Get the fucking parents out of the deal. I've seen it time and time again. It's ridiculous, these parents. Josh, Josh and Caleb's rivalry is coming to a head. Okay, it's going to get better. Great. It's going to get great. Oh, it's going to get worse yeah. before it gets no, better. No, great. That's awesome. Uh, right. Strang's ex-brand goggles. He's a great guy. And Caleb seems like a great guy. Uh, he is. Parents, wives, girlfriends, beat it. Get yeah. out of here. I would be so embarrassed. I'd be so ashamed if my mom went over to the other rider's pits with a pit board and said, Karma. I'd be like, Mom, you're done. You're never coming to this race well, again. you know KTM Huskier yeah. won. Yeah. Well, when she came down, you know, if it was KTM coming down to, like, let's say Honda, yeah. they would have been like, beat it, get yeah, the fuck yeah, out of here. Right. Well, being it was KTM and Husky, all of a sudden you see Wiegand, Timmy Wieg, yeah. Wieg, Wiegand, yeah. take off running because he's going to get to KTM. Like, you got to come get her. Like, yeah. we can't tell her to F off. You I, know what I mean? And, it's fucking um, embarrassing, these parents. They're embarrassing their kids, whether it's in our sport, you know, in our pro motorsports, they're embarrassing their kids. The, these wives, I mean, I'm not talking about this situation with, with Caleb. It is what oh, it is. Oh, that's a mom. Um, these wives and moms and more the wives, they need to just stay off Instagram. They need to stay off Twitter. Dude, they need to let their husbands dude, and boyfriends handle their own me, business. I couldn't agree with you, you know, more. Dude, women get men in more fights, and they don't even define it. It's because the women, you know, they just run their mouths. And, you know, it's like all of a sudden just because you marry a motocrosser, you know everything there is to know about motocross. Uh, I it's see. a joke. Tell me about it. It's a uh, joke. Okay. Now, what about the parents? What about the dads? Um, over and over and over, they do embarrassing things. They, 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 they go over team managers' heads. They go into other teams and tell teams that their sons are get, the guy's going to kill them. Um, yeah, I, I got ridiculous. A hundred examples, and they're worse than ever. All of them are. Just about all of them. So, anyways, Cole Seeley's dad, great guy. T-Way, T-Way, bro. T-Way, great guy. The number of nut jobs versus the number of sane ones is just growing. Tony Alessi, great, great guy. <laughs> yeah, great guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It's and, and I heard about the the Russell Strang thing. I don't even care if it was Strang's fault. Beat it, mom. Beat it. Don't do that. Back to the TLD thing. Okay. So Caleb Russell was actually supposed to come ride. It gets me mad. Uh, Redbud, Redbud, uh, Southwick, Millville, and Washougal. But being at the points, this point spread got kind of beat up but there. But wait, he, he doesn't wear Troy League gear. No, he does wear Troy League gear. Caleb Russell wears yeah, Troy League the, gear? Yeah, KTM, all KTM teams wear Troy League Hold gear. Hold on. Wait, he doesn't wear Fox? No. He wears K, uh, what did he wear last year, Thor? Last year we were Thor, Thor but now, Thor. Okay. Um, like, you know, KTM, a lot yeah, of their yeah, brand is yeah. TLD. So, um, okay, well, to answer that question, Jesse Nelson's coming back next week, and Hill apparently is at Washougal. So, they might not so need you're Hill telling me there's a chance. Did you say, did you just say a little while ago Hill was going to PC yeah. at some point? Yeah. So, wasn't he at PC? Yeah. And then he left? Yeah. And now he's going back? Yeah. That's weird. Dirt Shark, bro. Monster. Oh. All right. Nice. Uh, Ryan wants to know, with the way things are going, do you see Top Jimmy still having that team next year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's all planned. It's all a go. I don't know if Jimmy's going to race, though. I'm not sure. He might just uh, hang it up. But He's been having a rough go. Very rough for Top Jimmy. Um, and last, any good Irv Braun stories? Nope. Not one? Great announcer. Hmm. Terrific. Actually, you know, I can't say that. I'm joking. Great guy. Announced a shit ton of races, like we said at the beginning of the show. But uh, I made fun of him, so 
if I started going on and on about what a great announcer he was, it'd be disingenuous. I'm not going to do that. I made a lot of fun of him. He got a lot of facts wrong. But having said that, I feel really bad for his family. R.I.P. Irv. And, um, yeah, you know. Now, what's going to be interesting is... Who, who gets his job? That should have been the impact question of the day. Who fills his job? That's going to be interesting. We all heard it was you. <laughs> yeah. There was <laughs> Kiefer said that there was a on a form, I had signed a four-year deal to replace Irv. <laughs> First of all, Feld would never sign a four-year deal to anybody. Um, I had heard there was one guy who reached out the day after Irv had the stroke a few um, about a month ago or so. Uh-huh. And that's pathetic. Uh, if I was Dave Prater or anybody at Feld who took that call, and if that's true, my source is pretty good on it. You know my source. If that's true, I would never hire that guy because that's brutal. That's pretty low. That's pretty bad. Yeah. But maybe that's not exactly the way it happened. I don't know. But hey, Squeaky Wheel gets the grease. I would put... <laughs> Listen. How, wait. Time Stop out. Time it, out. Time Stop out. It. You say that, but what about these teams? These dudes haven't even stopped rolling after no, they hit the ground I, I and they're looking for a fill-in rider. <laughs> the agent so, is and, calling. And the riders are there Dude, to take it. I know. So why, why the double standard? No, the double standard is that... Well, no, I think that's brutal, too. I think that's brutal, too. It's like, just life. Hey, you see an opening, you take it. The hey, day after... If you I'm, want to stand there okay. and go, well, maybe I'll just wait. Somebody else already called and they go... Put him in. The day after a man has a stroke, you're going to call? The day after? I mean, if I wanted that job, I would have called what was going on. <laughs> if I really wanted that job. Um, my vote is for Rocket Rob Bidas. I think he's terrific. Rob is great. I think Rob could do that job fantastic. But Yeah, for sure. Right. I'm going to miss her simply for the fact that, honestly, like he gave me a lot of material. And he did it for a long time. Cupcakes! Pookie's got the cupcakes for her birthday. They're up here at the cupcakery. So, anyways, um, I would be disingenuous to go on and on about Irv. I made a lot of fun of him. I don't think he liked me, but he does not deserve to pass on. I feel sorry for him and his family. And you know, I think Travis Marks with an X would be a great person for that job. You have a good voice. You know what I mean? Thanks. So, but do you know anything about racing? Do I know anything? You don't about need racing? to. He's a dune goon. <laughs> you don't oh need to my know. Gosh. You guys know I used to race, right? No, no nobody knows. Nobody knows. Hey, I heard Sandy Valley's back open. I was a practice track hero. Hey, I was fast. Let's, let's, I heard Sandy Valley day. was back let's open. Let's talk about Sandy Valley yeah, one time. Or yeah. Remember this time, me, you, and Timmy? Remember Timmy had a hurt wrist? Yeah. And he came to Vegas Supercross? Yeah. But he didn't race. But we all went to Sandy Valley to ride? Yep. And remember I tried to ride with two knee braces? And remember how you are saying just recently you loaned somebody some knee pads or something? You had some knee pads? No. Okay, so we went riding to Sandy Valley. Okay, yeah, I remember that. And I tried, knee, I tried knee braces. Well, I hated them so much, and I was whining and crying. You just happened to have a set of knee pads in your gear bag, and you loaned them to me. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. a, cause I, we, oh, I think on the last show, y'all were talking about who wears knee pads and who doesn't wear knee pads. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Larry Ward never, Wyndham never, braces, never wore braces. Yeah, never, yeah, never yeah. wore knee braces. Right. So, uh, great story, bro. <laughs> Anything else? That's it. Uh, all right, btosports.com. Please call him, mention you're with Pulp. Tell him Eddie Ray sent you. And uh, the great yeah. Eddie Ray. And tell him with Pulp, get a discount. Uh, 50% off. <laughs> easy, bro. Oh. Whoa. Easy. One guy saved 80 bucks because he bought he bought a Vortex or something, remember? Yeah. On some show. Yeah, no, that's great. Our I saved gonna... 80 bucks. I mean, how many sprockets does that guy buy? 100? What happened there, Pookie? They're not going to date now. Rocky! 
The dogs are attacking everybody. Okay, they're attacking. We got to go. We got to fight them off. Our last commercial break of the night. Coming back with more uh, voicemails and uh, more segments with Eddie Ray. More uh, more talk about the sport, Southwick, everything else. Listen to this commercial, and uh, we'll be right back. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Hey there. This is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. The Pulpamex Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulpamex Show. Use coupon code Pulpamex when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 
through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloys, the choice of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. 
Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, in talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too, you got to think about it. it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which, you know, the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5 hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, 
Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul Bemex Show.
Rocket Ruddy Pump Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. It's Pookie Mathis' song. Happy birthday to Pookie. Happy birthday, Pookie. Pook Nation. Hey, thoughts out to Shane McElrath, who uh, really went yeah, down hard. banged up. Blew your wrist brace off, bro. Dang. <laughs> um, I like it, though. I put it out today on Twitter. Like, I admire the effort that you're tired and Amart's coming, and you're like... I'm going to go in this corner, Mach 5. Or did it have more to do with, like, this is little Al. I don't want to let little... They're buddies. They're, they're club buddies. Whatever Either, it is, I like, the, hey, I like the effort. How do you think Zacho feels about his lower-level club buddy coming along and just putting the, the drop on him? I don't know. I think a lot of people... got to hurt a little I bit. Think, I think... Like, a lot of guys are like that with Amar. Four years ago, if you asked Zach if Alex oh, would beat him in a national, he'd say, <laughs> no, 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 never. He's my little friend. It's like Phil, though. Phil was the same, you know. Phil's, Phil's like, always been, he's always been a front runner, though. Pike, Pike is all like, when I see Phil in front of me, like, I'm like, I can't let the guy beat me. I can't let Phil beat me, you know. Phillip! So. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Pulp Mech Show, uh, presented by BTOSports.com. Thanks to Wes and Pike, and thanks to Nick Way, and thanks to uh, Benny Bloss and Eric Gass and Eli Tomac and Keith Johnson all coming on the show tonight. And uh, thanks to our great sponsors for making it happen, NitroCircus.com, Two Under, the best men's underwear out there. Please check them out. Uh, um, Eddie, i got to get you a pair of those Two Unders. They're great. Fantastic. Um, we're just looking at the time, Eddie, and you got to fly out tonight. So we got to wrap this up. Fairly shortly here. Wrap it up. We got more to talk about, but you know, hey, whatever. Can wait till next week. Next time you're in. Um seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven. Call any time and leave a voicemail. Uh here's the best of the best that was in the week that was at the uh, at the Pulp Mech show. Hey, just wondering if you guys could start pulling a, like a one minute clip of uh weeds doing the word of the day and just put it on every show so we can hear it. Uh, sometimes I miss it or I fast forward through them talking when I'm watching it on TV anyway. So uh, just wonder if you could try that out. Thanks. Uh, I'm 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 kind of busy with that, but if somebody wants to do that, we'll give them like a shirt or something. Uh, we just word of the day on the broadcast each week. Uh, this week um, it's elephantitis. He has to say elephantitis on the uh, on the broadcast. So um, this week Millville or this Millville. past week? no Millville. Okay. This past week we didn't have one. Uh, week before that it was uh, oh I forget what it was, but. Um, if someone wants to pull the audio and email it to me, we'll play it on the show each week, and uh, and I'll give you like a something, some of Travis's money or something. So he's lying. He's not going to do that. A t-shirt or a hat or, or Eddie Ray will get you some gear alloy wheels. <laughs> Everybody else gets a set. Everybody gets a set of gear alloys. Um, um, okay, so all right, let's keep going. I'm listening to the show, and every time. You guys play the Twitter Travis intro. I just lose it. I think it's the funniest, dumbest, greatest intro you guys have. That's it. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, he likes it. It is pretty funny. Here's the tweets of Travis. That intro sounds like it was filmed in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, really. That's for you, caller. We played it for you. Hopefully, you're getting a good chuckle. So. Hey, Pulp MX. That's the result of three shows. 
125 two stroke, split, split to the cases. Pretty damn fun. It's okay, listen to this show and put this on the show. Thanks. There we go. That's our listeners, everybody. Putting together a 125 two stroke. I thought, you, I thought it had something to do with Stank Dog. All you garage hounds out there, you're welcome. What about Stank Dog missing two races? Didn't qualify. Didn't queue. No, it just missed Redbud. And Redbud, and, and there was another one. What was that? What was before Redbud? Muddy Bud? Creek. Muddy Creek, Redbud, and then. And then Southwick. Oh, I thought he missed two. No? No, I think just one. He missed uh, Redbud. Oh, okay. Bike blew up, I guess. Oh, okay. Damn unreliable two strokes. Always breaking. This week he, he did well, so. Paul, what up? It's Sean. Just listening to the show with Paravinos, and you guys are just on the spot right now talking about where Stu's going to go. I got it. Got it figured. He's losing the seven because Factory Cowie's going to pick him up. They're going to give Josh Grant the boot. And the two five nines coming back. It ain't raining yellow no more, baby. It's raining green. Two five nine. Oh, imagine that. The Red Bull helmeted stew on a monster cowie two fifty nine. I think that ship sailed. <laughs> I honestly I don't know how Stu ever wins again. I've said it before. I I, I just but well, what are you going to say when he does? I'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. I'll tip my hat I've always been behind you, Stu. I've always been there, Stu. I'm, <laughs> I'm on the Benny Bloss bandwagon with Eddie Ray. Oh, uh, Steve, it. I'd like to um, say thank you for the work you do for the sport, man. It really gives us the insight us fans on what's going on in the industry. And I was going to say, everybody's wondering what's going on with Jeremy Martin and all of, all of this, like, has everybody forgotten that you can have a bad year in motocross just in general? Like, Emig, 96-97, he, he went 1-2 in every single moto except for two. I think he got fifth at Unadilla and third at Washougal. I might be wrong. But that was two races or two overalls in two years that he finished outside the top two. And then 98 and 99... Emic didn't do nothing. It's just how it is. You get hot, and then you get cold, and everybody acts like it's ever since Carmichael came around that you just got to be on point all the time, and it's not like that anymore. It's just too hard to do that. But I think Martin will be fine, and I just wanted to throw that out there. Appreciate mm-hmm. your work, Steve. Yeah, you make some points. Maybe we panic too much, you know, week to week. Hey, he's maybe not going to win it this year. He's still got two titles. He'll be back in it next year, right? I mean... Can't win them all. Thank you, Eddie, for that great analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Can't win them all. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie. Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, Steve, great show as always. I, for one, I missed missed you guys a lot last week without a show. Uh, kind of felt a little hopeless running we, around we in my truck here. a show here. with Parabinos, but maybe... Uh, selling my auto parts and... Uh, I'm glad you guys are back. Hey, a couple things quick. Can you explain to us, the outsiders, because I'm an outsider, how a company like Suzuki insures against win bonuses? I'm not sure I understand that. I was just curious. I hear that a lot. And then we always hear guys talk about insuring their seasons, like they insure they're going to get a championship. Can you explain that to us? I've never understood that. I would greatly appreciate that. And then on another note, doesn't – doesn't Webb 
Cooper Webb reminds you a lot of, as far as his determination and his gritty drive to win, doesn't that remind you of Ricky Carmichael? You know, I'm not talking style or anything like that. I'm talking about just that if I don't win, I want to kill people attitude. He reminds me a lot of Ricky, and I assume when he gets to 450s, he's going to be a lot like Ricky. Just get out of my way. I'm going to run you over. Anyway, thanks for the great show. You guys have a good night. Um, let me ask Eddie Ray. What do you think of that? Cooper Webb, RC comparison. You I don't are, think so. Okay, you've been around Ricky a lot. Ricky had more of a, like a, a, a real... Not like Cooper's. Like, Cooper's kind of sarcastic a little bit. You know, like, he's colorful. Where Ricky just almost was hateful. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They're, they're different. Okay. I yeah. mean, you've dealt with them. Yeah. No, I agree. Cooper's always got that smile like, hey, I'm about to show you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Ricky just, you know, if he Ricky didn't Ricky was a very poor loser. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being a sore loser, you know? Yeah. He lost very few times to prove that, but yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think so. But uh, yeah, you would know. And as far as the insurance goes, it's just like these companies go to the Lloyd's of London and say, "Look, uh, uh, we have uh, Kenny Roxon. We want to insure him for the bonuses." Uh, the insurance company goes back, does all their homework, does all their research, and says, "Okay, if you give us a hundred thousand uh, dollars, we will give you a million if Kenny wins." Now, somebody like Kenny. They might say, give us 500000 and we'll give you a million. So the odds aren't very good because Kenny's so favored. Uh, and actually, these insurance companies have caught on to that. Um, Chad really broke the bank with that. He insured himself in 09 at Suzuki and grabbed well, a ton of money. He Suzuki insured it, and then he double insured it, right? Uh, I thought Chad just did it. I don't know. Did Suzuki double? I thought that he okay, doubled okay. it. Well, maybe. Because um, it was 1.5, and he ended up getting $3 million total. These, these insurance think. companies are way Ask smart GT. now. Um, the, I've actually heard that. Roxon's deals right now are not insured. They're straight out paid by Suzuki. And because it's just not worth it, these insurance companies have got, been hosed and they've caught on and they've done research into sport. Chad told me one time he only collected his money if Stu made half the races. The insurance company said, sure, but your main competition is James Stewart. And if he doesn't make half the races, you're not collecting your money. They, they're that smart. They're that into it. I tried to buy them so, for Jessica, and they said no. Yeah, see, they, they went back and researched it. I and did said, it to the butler. I yeah, threw, uh, threw four, the yeah. youngest one, uh, or not, uh, through Brandon, and uh, she, he tried, and they said no way. No, yeah, they're not, not going to do they it. They do it. They're smart about it, and they're catching on all the time. I've heard it's harder and harder for teams to do it because, uh, yeah, the insurance companies adjust. So. Hey, Steve, um, two questions I have for you. Number one. Hopefully Kiefer can answer this, but um, I hear a lot about FMF and Pro Circuit, but I don't hear much about Acropovic, and I was wondering, um, you know, what's their performance like, or what do you guys think about them? Are they well-made, or, or what do you guys think? Second of all, I know you've said before you're biased and, and uh, you know, not to not to believe everything you say, or, or not only that, but not to take everything you say seriously, you know, but um, it seems like you have a lot of people on from RCH or people on from Pro Circuit or people on from, from other teams, but but hardly ever anybody from Red Bull KPM. And, and I'm biased for Red Bull KPM. I mean, I, uh, you know, I follow them the most, but just curious. I, I mean, it'd be cool to have Pedro on or, or sorry, Carlos on or, or oh, wait, Dungy Moore or, yeah. or Roger. Anyways, just curious. Uh, 
Thanks, Mike. I think he was meaning Carlos. That said Pedro. Yeah, I know he did. He corrected himself. Um, for one, Dungey doesn't like to do a lot of these shows, but he has done this one a few times. Yeah. Um, Marvin's done it a few times. Uh, DeCoster, I've asked. Now, he does DMXS a lot, so maybe he doesn't He's want... been on the show before. No, though. he's never been on the show. I've interviewed him, but never on the show. But I have a good relationship with Roger, I think. We're okay. We talk. We say hi. We're on a lot of flights together because United guys, and we're upgraded or whatever. So, um, yeah, no reason. I, no, yeah, I, I don't interview a lot of mechanics anyways. You know, I don't do a lot of those guys anyway. So, no reason. I don't think it's bias at all. Um, you know, Ian Harrison, I did a podcast with him a little while ago. He's a good dude. So. Hey, Steve. This is Sam from South Texas. What's up with Roxon um, already blaming it on the air fork and what Kiefer got to say about that? Tomac kicks the mass out of Southwick, and I think he just had the upper hand. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. Yeah, Roxon probably regrets saying that air fork thing after the moto. That happens. Huh? Look, it, Chad chimed in on Twitter, too. Uh, Eli won 10 out of 12. No, 12. Sorry, 13. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math here. It's been 14 motos so far. He's won 12 out of the... F- no. He lost Hello. three motos. Ken's won 11. <laughs> Thank you. You're it's welcome. Late. Ken's won 11 motos. Should have been 12 out of 14 with their forks on. So, yeah. If you're not happy with the performance of your air forks, I get it. Okay. But your bike's working pretty good. So, you know. I'm sure Ken regrets that a little bit. Eddie's yawning, so... Uh, Yanni's here? Yanni? Yeah. Sauna naked? Hey, what's going on, Sauna Steve? naked? Yeah, I just wanted to welcome back from, uh, from Italy there. Glad you're back. Looking forward to the show Monday night. Uh, got a question for you. I had a comment also. Uh, how'd you like that high point, that uh, Dirty Creek in Southwick? Huh? Real tracks right there. That Southwick make you feel warm and fuzzy all over. That was good. Uh, I got a question yeah, you like for that? you. The... For the riders out here, maybe some some of the listeners know, for the older guys that are riding, uh, they get, like, I know I tried all kinds of, you, you were promoting a, a underwear or whatever, you know, like something tight that holds the, holds your package nice and tight. But they make, uh, you know, maybe a seat, a custom seat. I know you guys know all those tricks, the mechanics, there. maybe, uh, you know, for, for a guy that's got, you know, maybe a... Uh, I don't know, what do you call it, long balls or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Oversized testicles. So they have a seat. Maybe you, you cut a certain cut into it, maybe. Maybe like a bird's nest in there or something so you, you don't pinch yourself. You know, uh, if you got anything like that, anybody knows, or maybe a special underwear with uh, you know a special pocket there, uh, you know, throw it out there on the air. That way uh, I can go check it out because I can't find shit, but. Play the duct tape this thing to the side of my leg. Anyway, good to have you back. Uh, looking forward to the show Monday. Have a good weekend, bro. Peace. Yeah, I mean, you know, oversized testicles is a problem. Absolutely. Happens. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Yeah, I would say the same thing. So, All right, next one is same email, same guy, our motocross stuff guy, but question for Eddie. Hey, what's going on, Steve? I forgot to uh, to tell you how I'm excited. I just remembered Eddie Ray's going to be on tomorrow night. That's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Eddie Ray. Hey, Eddie, do me a favor. Tell Jessica to talk a little bit. I want to hear her stories there, too. You know, I know she's got some good stories out there, some battles on the tracks. 
some bad blood here and there. You know how it is. Can I, give me some stories, Jessica. Don't stay quiet in the background. Well, you got a fan out here. You got a lot of fans. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the seven deuce deuce. Miss him. Ain't seen him for a while, Steve. Come on now. All right, man. Have a good one. Thanks. Yeah, Jessica's not yeah. here. And it's hard. You got to really shit. You got to you got to get Jessica comfortable. In yeah, order to, she's, you know, she's, she's not a big talker. Not she a big is. Talker. Hey, some people say she doesn't say anything, but once she starts talking, she doesn't stop. So you got to get her. Maybe if you hey, see, so you need to have her in the studio and get her a few drinks, and then maybe she'll loosen up and start telling all the stories about when she got angry and you know, yeah. a couple of those stories. I think I know that he's talking about. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't you remember here and Tara having that little scrap oh, down? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who can forget? So. All right. Hey Paul, just want to call and discuss Marvin for a second. Uh, I like Puskan. Incredible rider. Good people skills. He's well spoken. All that stuff. But how much longer is he going to be able to ride like an asshole, cross jumping everybody? <laughs> Before someone's just done, I think it'd be awesome to see Anderson, which is kind of a quasi somewhat teammate, just put his ass over the berm because it's dirty. He's a great rider and he doesn't need to ride like that. Anyway, just curious on your thoughts. Um, Eddie, you're, awesome. you're a little bit on that bandwagon. Not dirty rider, Listen, but you're a we, little bit like. I don't think he's a dirty rider. Um, Everybody's seen that. Even JT says he's seen, you know, the, yeah. how he kind of jumps across the track and and whatnot. But like what happened this weekend, when he dropped down in that hole and came up, he like he got on the brakes. He did that little shoulder look over to kind of block Barsha. So when he squared it up and you know yeah. cleaned him out, hey, that's what's good for the geese is good for the gander. Goose, so, goose, it's good for the goose. It's geese, good. goose. Yeah, all right. So thank you. Bye. And there. Um, yeah, I was just listening to the review of Southwick, and you guys mentioned that uh, Roxon was there in the second moto, but you didn't really account for Tomac going down, picking his bike up, getting going. Granted, he did do it very quickly, but still, he would have had him by at least five to ten seconds otherwise if he wouldn't have fell down. And you got to think about it. Oh, I probably gave Roxon a little more fire in the tank since. He wasn't getting dropped again. So you take the little fall out of the, the equation, and I think drop Roxon gets dropped again. I, I don't think Maybe so. Maybe not quite as bad as like 25 seconds, but I still think he's 10 plus. No. So, What's um, that? Yeah. Without, without the Eli he, fall. Without the Eli fall. Nah, no, probably been about, that's still, you know, what he, what's he saying? I, I kind of miss that. Oh, well, nice paying attention. Um, yeah, no, uh, he's saying that if, if, um, Eli doesn't fall. Roxon finishes 10 seconds back in the second moto, and we're giving Roxon too much credit without the fall. Saying that if he didn't fall, he would have won by more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, What? I mean, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> okay. Because when he gets up, he probably rides harder to catch back up. and Another and great analysis from Eddie Ray. Maybe, maybe not. You can't win them all. <laughs> it's tired. Larry and Eddie's tired. It's late on the East Coast time. Derek. You're right, I am. All right. I think he just got, yeah, I'm not saying that he's going, Tomac's going to go ahead and uh, win the rest of the season by any means, and I'm still thinking Roxon has probably got this one in the bag, especially once we'll see when next weekend goes. Uh, but, yeah, you didn't account for that. 
So tell Thomas to calm down. Hey, Matt, I've got a question. Uh, like you're a topic I'd like you guys to discuss. Do we think um, concerning the lights class, what uh, I was just trying to think of ways to make, uh, you know, the, some changes to the series, make it more interesting. And Supercross, what do you think? Uh, yeah, he, he want, this guy wants a spec class, a more of a stock, not production stuff, because that'll be dangerous, but more production rules in 250 class. And I'm okay with some of that, except uh, who's going to enforce it? We have nobody capable of doing that. The AMA are clowns. Yeah, and plus, They're clowns. They're volunteer clowns. Do, 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 circus yeah. music. No and, one, and, and no at the one same time, and at the same time, you got to remember, there's these companies out here that sponsor these teams that put money into them, and now all of a sudden you're saying we can't use their products because it's a spec class. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. hey, why are you yawning? <laughs> you're making me yawn. I didn't yawn. Um, so yeah, I don't really, I don't want really to give that. So, um, all right, uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing. First thing that comes to your mind, Eddie, when I when I read off our sponsors. First thing. BTOSports.com. Uh, Butler Brothers. Fly Racing. JT. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Tom. Race Tech Suspension. Uh, that's a tough one. Suspension. I mean. Uh, Vortex Racing. Ronnie Monk. Okay. Vortex Racing. Uh, sprockets. X-Brand Goggles. If you don't wear them, you won't win. Hot Cams. Power. Gear Alloy. Best wheel in the business. Works Connection. Uh, best whole shot device in the business. Michelin Starcross 5. Randy Richardson. Atlas Neck Brace. Uh, Jake Weimer. FMF Racing. Power. W Wheels. Awesome Wheels. <laughs> Guts Racing. Uh, seat Foam. I don't know. Well, first yeah. thing comes to your mind. Yeah. KTMPartsExpress.com. Husky. <laughs> Husky Parts. Roos Graphics. Christina. Nitro Circus. Travis. Two under. Joey Pouch. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, thanks for our guests tonight. Thanks for our listeners. Eddie, thank you for coming in. No, thanks I, for having me. I would not, if I was you, I would not have come in. Like, I would not have done it. So If I were you and you were me, I'm, I wouldn't come in. I am not flying five hours across country, doing a five-hour radio show, turning around and going back on a plane for five hours. But thank you. I'm glad you did. Hey, I'm glad you had me out. I like having you, for sure. You're great. There's riding tricycles. Great co-host. I don't know what that meant, but yeah. That's Travis getting drop happy over there. Yeah. Oh, we were going to let you ha- use the drops. We forgot. Yeah. It's late. Uh, happy birthday to Pookie. Happy, happy birthday, Pookie. Uh, thanks to SwissCore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to our sponsors. Sponsor deals. Please check them out if, you're, if you need something for your biker body. They, uh, they've got it. And um, we'll be back next week with uh, Chris Kiefer and Travis. Uh, thank you, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it, bro. Always a pleasure, bro. See you next week, bro. Yeah, bro. All right. Thanks, everybody. And uh, thanks to Eddie Ray. Thanks, Jessica Patterson, for letting him come up. Yep. Thanks, Jess. Thanks to our guests. Thank Anybody listening to this show on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday needs to give Benny a ride. You call me. I'll get get a deal worked out. If you need a ride at Star Racing. Uh, oh, thanks to Eric Gass, too. I don't think yeah, Eric. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Ray will get you a job at Star Racing or a ride for Benny or um, a set of gear alloy wheels. <laughs> one i could do for sure <laughs> all right everybody thanks you see you next week there's something i want to get off my chest and it's about that summer when you went away to community college i got an offer to do playgirl magazine and i did it i did a full spread for playgirl magazine i, I mean spread man i pulled my butt apart and stuff and 
I was totally nude and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.